Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. Pop Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you! Thank you for listening. We've been off for a couple of weeks, but we are back in a brand new Lines Den studio also. So the sound is really weird in my headphones and in my ear holes, but we'll figure it out. Looking forward to a great show tonight. Eli Tomac will be on. Monster Energy Kawasaki Eli Tomac, fresh off his 450 National Championship. We will have Justin Brayton on. JB10, Smart Top Moto Concepts Honda. He won the opening round of the Australian Supercross Series. He will be on. We'll be dialing him up from, uh, from here down to Australia. Looking forward to having those two on the show tonight. We are going to do uh, much more. 702-586-7857. You want to talk motocross the nations. If you want to talk Monster Cup. If you want to talk the pit bike motocross the nations. If you want to talk the Red Bull straight rhythm. It's all available right there. And uh, again, 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. Yeah. Good to have you guys tuning in. We've been uh, gone for a couple of weeks, so... Might be a little rusty to start, but we'll pick it up. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World Downey, Ride Engineering, OGO, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, all on board with us. Yeah, that's right. I said OGO. Thanks to the guys down there at OGO. OGO Bags, we've all had them over the years. We've all used them, and uh, we appreciate them for coming on. Great travel bags, great gear bags, great backpacks, whatever it is. OGO has something that'll work for you. Uh, OGO.com for those guys. Uh, we are going to have the BTOsports.com Tweeted Travis segment. We are going to have X-Brand Goggle Tariffs, Gear Alloy Cold Call, Race Tech Grant, all coming up. Eli Tomac, Justin Brayton as well. Looking forward to that. And your questions at 702-586-7857. In studio with me, all show, one champion and one guy that works at Yamaha. And it's going to be fantastic to have them both in. First up, from uh, Kiefer Inc. Testing, uh, you know him as uh, our regular co-host. We're happy to have him in. Chris Kiefer, what's up, Chris? Which one is who? Oh, it, was a, it was a little play on words there. It was a little, uh, okay. it was a little play on words. You, you always fuck me up every time. You either say 2000, 2001. I didn't you, say you, anything. You, you never get it right every time I come on. I, 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 di- I didn't say it. This, this, you said, what I did think he he's say? covering his ass. No, right now. no, no, no. That was a joke. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like ha. a champion. You and then, smiling. Oh, he's flipping it. it. He's it's flipping fl- it. Yeah, no. He's saying, I'm a champion. Yeah. He's a champion, and then you work at Yamaha. Oh, you ain't shit, shit. TP. I, I, I thought you just made a mistake. No, <laughs> never. That voice, back in studio, one of our favorites, the 2001 there you go. 125 Supercross <laughs> champion for the Factory Connection Honda team, beating James Stewart. Ooh. Factory Honda rider, MDK KTM rider, Factory Husqvarna rider, 
now working the Yamaha R&D. Travis Preston. Thanks for having me. What's up, TP? Oh, it's good to be here. You know, it's nice to have a nice, relaxful Monday morning mm-hmm. and then come up here with Kiefer. Yeah. And <laughs> our, our, oh, it was relaxing for him on the way up. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I bet, right? Uh, it's, uh, it's been a while since you've been in studio. been on the phone a few times, but been a while since yeah, you've been in the studio. Yeah, it's been a while. I, I, I first came in here when I first started at Yamaha, I think 2000. 15 or 16. Was it? Okay. Yeah, it was yeah I think you came in right before you started because we wanted to get it out of the way before you started because you know you were on lockdown yeah. once you started. Yeah. No, you, you know what? I came up on one holiday. I came up on a yeah, Yamaha yes, holiday. Yeah, it was a holiday. I remember and that. And then it's like what I'm doing tonight. We're going to drive straight back and I'm going to go to work tomorrow. Yep. Welcome to my life. That's tough. Well, uh, we got plenty to talk about tonight. Uh, by the way, if you want to support the show a little bit, uh, go to Amazon banner on pulpmex.com. Click through that, and then uh, that takes you to Amazon, and we get a small slice of that, and uh, we really appreciate you guys doing that. Whatever you purchase from Amazon, we get a little bit of that, and uh, it enables us to uh, keep having these incredible guests uh, in studio. The Pulpmex app, we are live on the Pulpmex app. We are live on TuneIn app. You can get it, uh, lots of things on the Pulpmex app, including some uh, special podcasts, as well as patreon.com. We're going to do a Patreon-only podcast this week for you people. You people sent some questions in a little bit. And um, also, too, on publicmixshow.com, go to Sponsor Deals. All the codes are there, everything else. The You know, when you do hundreds of hours of podcasts, I'm so used to my voice in my head being a certain way. It's a little different. And now it's different. But honestly, We are I, in a new lines den. But I feel like it's a little crisper. I feel like it's better. Well, that could be because I had Ehab, the amazing sound guy. Okay. Egyptian Ehab okay. come in and tune my stuff for me. Yeah, it sounds real crisp. He tuned it. Yeah, so I like it. It does sound better, but then this room, the new lines then, is massive. Yeah. You can have so many in-studio guests. Yes. You can We're, fit a couple lines in here. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to once we get... And it'll sound... The channel will change again when we get things on the wall. We got Flat Phil and Flat Pookie over there. They're up and running. Which scares me a little. Yeah. We got a... Uh, a dogger outfit, complete dogger outfit. That don't that doesn't scare no, me. That's I just cool. always feel like we have to involve Phil. Like he's just always looking. He's over Yamaha him. now. He is. Yes. Oh, that's your guy now. Awesome. He's he signed for Yamaha up in Canada. Oh, oh great, great. Um. Uh. By the way, Travis Preston. Um. I'm Blue Crew now. I've made its change from RM Army to Blue Crew. It was announced maybe yeah, a month ago or so. And uh, we, we put it on Instagram and everything, and uh, I couldn't be any happier. I cannot wait to get my suspension back from Race Tech and shred with the Pookie map well, that you first, installed. At first, I was really happy about this. Yeah. And, and then once I figured out how much work mm-hmm. I was going to do, yeah. now it's uh, I'm second and, guessing. And uh, I had to text you to ask you how to take the shock off or the best. I knew how to, but the best way. Mm-hmm. And you gave me a tip that I would not have thought of. Go through the top, yeah. take the tank off, take the shock off that way. So easy. Dude. So easy. That was amazing. I, I, I feel like I'm your personal mechanic now. Well, yeah, and I like it. I like how the roles have changed. I like this. They, they yeah. have changed. Um, uh, 450 shootout. Kiefer, you just finished your 50, 450 shootout, your 2019. Two days of testing. Uh, all the OEMs were there. You had a multitude of test riders. We're going to announce the winner later tonight. Yep. On the show. Yep. But it's going to be the Yamaha or the Kawasaki because one, the one each one each one won a day. Yes. So I'm just doing the math here. Yes. So basically, so we'll, it was really close between the two. Yeah. Without getting all of into it, around, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It but, separates but, three yeah. points. Right. So. Three point difference. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to get the rundown from you later on how it went, who did what. I want to ask you, and we can't let him, Preston, get involved in this. Right. He's way too he's, biased. He's by, too biased. I need. Yeah. I need. One thing on each bike that could be better, and one thing one thing that you love about each bike. Yep, I got so that. So we're going to work on that. 
And uh, Travis, you've been busy in shootout season with everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's dirt, a busy time for us. Dirt bike, MXA, Vital, yeah. Kiefer. Uh, yeah, dirt bike test. And then, yeah. Some, some, what, what is dirt bike test? Jimmy Lewis. Oh. And some guys do two days. Yeah. You know, some guys want us there for photos. Yeah. And then, you know, and in between all that, we still have testing and, you know, we still have to do yeah, our, you're our still doing your thing. normal job. Right, so. right. Um, how's the lap time battle going with you two? How's Dude, it been? Oh, how's it man. been? It's, I mean, you've seen Instagram, so you I, know who's. <laughs> we had a lip pro out on for one of my days in the shootouts. Uh-huh. And, uh, I thought I had him, you know? Yeah. And I, I feel like I did early in the morning. But then later on, he still has got like eight. I mean, eight tenths on me. Lit Pro, don't lie. No, it didn't. No, it doesn't. No, no. You can go to my Instagram. It's laid out. Travis and I are laid over each other, and you can see where Travis is better than me. So, um, but yeah, he's still better than me. It pisses me off. Um, but hey, you know, it's. I mean, it feels like I know he, it pisses you off, but it doesn't a, matter. He was a factory Honda rider. But we're equals now. It, Speed don't never leaves you. No, obviously not. Yeah, because I I can but attest to, to that. But to Chris's credit, he just seems like he's getting older, but he's getting faster and faster. And I feel like I have to keep raising the yeah, bar yeah, and keep yeah. like letting it hang right, out right. more and more, and I have to keep working on my he's technique. Supercross champion. So he is. It, like, but we got to work. Sorry, not sorry, but you barely made. You never made a main. Did you make a main? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made mains. You made mains. Ma- not. A no, lot. Yeah, okay. Not very many. He not only made mains, but then he finished at the very top yeah, of the race. I know. The, we beat everyone in that main. Yeah. He was up here. I look at Travis, though, as my friend. I don't look right. at him as a Supercross champion. No, I know, so. but, but, but you know, it's like, hey, Carl Lewis, you're my friend. Let's do a 100-meter <laughs> dash. <laughs> okay, so you it's know, that level. Like, like I'm not going to beat Carl. No. no I'm still I, my friend. Yeah. I still like Carl. Right. Sings a terrible anthem. But I, I like Carl, but I'm not going to beat him right. cuz he's Carl Lewis. Yeah. He's Travis Preston. Yeah, I know. He reminds me all the time every time we go out. <laughs> they know what he does? So he he he, he puts he, on his 2007 showy? No, but <laughs> what he does <laughs> is like he'll end up beat me, he'll see we'll, we'll exchange times and he'll just he'll just walk around with the number 1 held up high around the pits <laughs> just letting everybody know right. he's the boss. Um but seriously though, uh Travis, you have been wide open with these shootouts and everything, right? Yeah, 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 it's, it's just, it, like a, it's it's a busy time for us, but yeah, yeah it's uh, now we have a little break. Do, do, are there any media people that say, "Hey, we'd like to do a shootout," and you guys just go, "No, dirt rider." No, oh. it, no. <laughs> Dirt Rider? I don't know. I'm just saying. It's okay. always fun to do, but sometimes it can get frustrated. Right. Sometimes I feel like right. stopping off at the bar on the way home. And <laughs> like some days you'll be there for eight hours. You'll be like, we got nothing done today. Like nothing was accomplished. Yeah, it's, right. it's it's tough right. sometimes, but it's you know it, it's great because you know one you, you get to get together with all the manufacturers, yeah. ride the bike, and it's a lot of good information for the consumers, yep. factories. I think it's a win-win for everybody. Hey, but you know what the manufacturers are doing? I didn't even tell you this. I don't know if I should even say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Nobody listens to this, so that's fine. So the manufacturers started a union. What? They started a union. Did you know about this? No, I didn't hear this. Okay, so the manufacturers reps are are bummed out because everyone freaking plans once all the bikes are released and everyone yeah. all the all the media outlets got their bikes they just start bombarding shootouts like okay i want my first they do they want it all first and then yeah. you got these manufacturers are just like whoa dude like i'm at the track five days a week we yeah. don't have time to, to yeah service to the get bikes and, yeah. Yeah, yeah and so now i think they're all going to collaborate together since the riders can't do this shit manufacturers can get together and be like look we're going to do two maximum three days a week that's all we're going to do i, I mean which I agree probably, with. Probably good, right, yeah. Travis? I mean, yeah. I, I agree with. But don't you think like who was first with their shootout this year? Uh, Michael, Lindsay, Li- okay, so vital. Yeah, that's important. 
to be first. It isn't. No? No. Oh. No. I don't <laughs> okay. think it is. All right. Um, I guess in my spe- – in- in the aspect last year for me, since I started out on my own and did my own venture, yep. it was important for me to, to establish and get it up first. Yeah. Um, but Vital's been around. I don't yep. know how important it is for the consumer to listen to something first. Okay. Um, that's how I, I stepped back this year, and I wanted mine last. Just so, mm-hmm. one, the manufacturer could just chill the fuck out. Yeah. So they can, they're not burned out, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then two, to sit back and see what everyone else is doing, you know? Yeah. And I want to be different. I don't want to be the same thing, right. you know? So... And then, um, you know, to, to, to Lindsay's credit, Vital puts on a really good shootout. Yeah. It's really organized. So I think maybe he started that at first just to get out there. But now, yeah. if he wants to go second, third, fourth, I don't think it matters. Right, he right. doesn't need to be first. Now, MXA came out with their results, and they're a little backwards from everybody else. This is not surprising. Yeah. So Kiefer will talk about that in a right. little bit, and we'll, we'll reveal what they, what they said and what they saw. Uh, by the way, everybody, in the new lines, Dan... Did we introduce? No, that's what I'm doing right oh, now. Okay. In the new lines, Dan, for the first time in his new corner, he's over there. The producer, Travis Marks. Marks on. Steve Cat. How's the, how's the corner, bro? I have so much room for activities. It's weird for me to look at you like that. You're like, so far no. away. Yeah. Hey. hey! Hey! How's the weather over there? Uh, <laughs> Something like what's that. What's up, Marks? What's going two, on? Two weeks off? I'm not going to lie. It was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> I did a whole lot of Jack. He sent nothing. me a text and said, is there a show this week? I'm like, yes, this one you have to come back in. Like this week, like I don't want it, or this week I'm bored, I want to come back? I don't, I don't know if he, yeah, I, no, I think he wanted to keep on not having shows. I'll leave okay. that one up to your imagination. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. I think he wanted to keep not having shows. Getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not mad at that. No, no, not at all. Uh, so 702-586-757, Travis Marks over there. You're going to pick in questions, Marks, for the uh, Tweet at You segment. you got Word. those coming up. Word. Uh, Jason Thomas will be on a little bit. We're going to cold call someone, like I said. Maybe maybe Will Hahn. I like that. Yeah. Cold call, call Will, Will. Hahn. Uh, Tomac Brayton will be on, um, and uh, we got much more coming up on the show. Lots of shootout talk, too. I really want to dive into uh, the, the, the testing procedure with you, Kiefer, and talk about how your shootout went, and then... Uh, Travis, obviously, with your gig and me, Blame Blue Crew, we will uh, we'll dive into that as well. Uh, let's get to some phone calls right now. We first up, we have Zach. Zach, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. What's your question? Good. Um, I'm just wondering what you think about Hunter Lawrence coming over. Do you feel like he's going to be a top 15 rider or somewhere in the middle, or do you think that he's uh, he actually going to have a standout performance over he, here? He will be in the top 15 for sure. Um, I don't know. Like he was really good last year on the Suzuki and was coming up and had that incredible Disnations ride in the mud. But then this year he didn't perform that well. But Geico got him some stuff and his results got better. So I mean, I think five to ten for the first year, Kiefer. Supercross, I think he's going to struggle a little bit. You think? Yeah. Um, even though I know he could ride Supercross, I just feel like uh, I think. When Ferrandez came over, I expected Ferrandez not to do as good, but Ferrandez yeah. did pretty good. Yeah, he I did. feel first. Yeah, well, the French and Supercross, though. Yeah, so I think he'll right. be anywhere between. If he might podium one, but I think he'll be fifth and seventh. Yeah. Um, but outdoors, I think he'll be good. I think mentally, he already checked out at the GPs this year. I think he knew he wanted to be in America. He was coming over anyway. He has a ride. I don't know what the. the like, I must do it factor is, like, yeah. in GPs right, right. now. I think well, he. The the thing he was he, it wasn't a full factory bike, but Geico went over there and yeah. just gave him some stuff, and his results got a little better, but not that much. And to me, 
when you're in the MX2 class in Europe and there's an age limit and it's not the best of the best, right. you know, when you get reach 23 or 24, you're out, like, you should be doing better. If you're if you're truly going to be a guy. The guy, yeah. The guy. Yeah. I mean, not he'll be good. To his credit, though, Prado is quick, dude. Like, Prado's really good. And yeah, but he wasn't getting second to Prado. He was, no, I'm no, just saying, yeah, like, yeah. Prado's, well, yeah, yeah. I think in well, the no, If you're winning that class, you're legit. Yeah, right. right. So, um, right. Do, you, do you think do you think in motocross that he would be that he would be better and a little bit more comfortable? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Honda's gonna do, have you, to... do you think that he's going to bring his mechanic over that would be able to to be able to help him, or do you uh, think that they're going to give him a U.S. No, no they'll mechanic. give him a U.S. guy. Yeah, the teams are. So, do you think that that could that could be in a in a different I guess state of mind for him? Maybe. No, no dude. Mechanics. No. Mechanics are not what they used to be with these guys. It's not Sean Ulikowski and Travis Preston anymore. Like these <laughs> guys. A good team. It's a good team. Strong team. <clears throat> not as good as Ferry and Mathis, but not bad. Um, no, I don't think it really matters to these. Like, right? I don't think it matters to these guys one bit about their mechanics anymore. You no, know, it, it, it does, but I feel like, you know, this, these teams and, and how teams work these days, it's so important to have a mechanic that's familiar with the team yeah. and that can show the rider what to do. Yep. So I think the best bet for this kid is to give him a very experienced mechanic to kind of show him the way. Yep. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks yeah, for the call. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. Uh, another, just one more note that I feel like the the bike mechanic, I feel like, has a lot to do with the rider that gives them confidence and, and be able to, you know, figure out what that rider wants and um, yeah. what is comfortable. So. Yeah. Yeah, mechanics don't matter, bro. All right, cool, man. Thanks, I man. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you. What the level of these guys at, they got parents and agents they and got man, man friends fr- yeah. and coaches and trainers. They got a lot of people stroking them Dude, off. Yeah. Make and, it a good and, break it. Oh, your cord is. All right, your cord is. I think it just depends on who the mechanic is. Yeah. Like, look at Frank Latham and Marvin. That's a pretty tight relationship yeah. there. There you go. Uh, yes, yes, but it's. And I think Frankie does have an effect on mm-hmm. Marvin. Yeah, but like, uh, but but I think but, that's Frankie as a person. No, Fra- I know Frankie yeah. likes to dig deep but, into you, be a part of your life. That's, make you that's the best. rare now. I think. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's what it. It's not what it used to be. You know, oh, okay. because I think when you come to a team, mechanics there already. He's not your guy. He's the team's guy. Did you ever have a, a mechanic that was ripping your ass when you weren't doing good? It's Sean Ulikowski. He was that guy. Yeah, he ripped my ass every day, and pretty much that's he feels scary. that I know uh, I owe everything to him still to this day. <laughs> So you have a bad day. You're coming in. You're already down. He's up your ass. Yeah. I love this guy. Right. Were here. you just like, I hate this guy? Or you, did you like that? Like at first, yeah. When I first met him, I feel like I cannot wait to get away from this dude. Me and him are not going to get along. Yeah. And then here we are, 20 years later, and we're like best friends. Huh. I'll mm-hmm. be down. All right. Uh, some more phone calls. Eli Tomac coming up here shortly. Um, Travis Preston, as I mentioned, motocross the nation is coming up. Some Yamaha guys out there. Is this what's going to be all night? This is. I told you. Yeah. Okay. That's Monster Cup. It's the risk we take. <laughs> Monster Cup. Monster Cup. Red Bull Straight Rhythm, where Alex Ray will be the Pulp Mex rider on a YZ250. Good times. And we are going to show everybody what's up. Which event, Preston, are you most looking forward to? Just from a guy that's honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. please. I want to hear. I this. mean, no. Straight Rhythm. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, I love the shit that like Villapoto talks. Yeah, yeah. And, You know how Dungey's yeah. doing it now. Yeah. I guess right, yeah. and all that. And Instagram, two strokes and stuff. Know, stuff there. The two strokes yeah. and Stank Dog and Alex. I, I, I yeah. just love that. Like it's <laughs> it's a fun event. It's different. Right. 
And yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to Jason that. Anderson racing. I don't know. I saw that on his Instagram. I think where he's, he's racing because yeah. I went down to KTM the other day and I saw the bike. And yeah. I'm like, huh, what's that? Yeah, I, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if he's if he's doing it. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it'll be interesting. I I think straight with him. Yeah. What's funny is they last year after the two stroke race was over, Stank Dog beat Villapoto or Stank Dog beat uh, Ronnie Mack. The stands just emptied. And yeah, I, think, I was out too. Yeah, that was that. And was, I think the Red Bull guys are like, huh. And so now it's totally two strokes. So, and <laughs> I think cool. that's, that, that part's cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Some more phone calls. Here we go. Uh, Rob, what's up, Rob? How are you? Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. What's happening? Good. Good. I just want to know what you thought about uh, Marvin Muskie and telling the French team to basically kiss his ass. Yeah. After, uh, I'm, I'm cool with Pedro that. Decided yeah. To not, uh, uh, yeah I am 100% down with that. I think that that's fine. Kiefer, what? So they, you know, they left Marv off the team. Unexplainable, inexplicably, they left Marv off the team. Now, they're probably pissed because Marv said last year, I don't, Marv's turned them down before. And last year, yep. he turned them down and said his knee was sore. And then he raced the Monster Cup the next week mm-hmm. and won a million dollars. Right. So, but you know what? Eli Tomek has turned down America a couple times, and when it came time this time, America was like, "Yes, we'll take you." Right. So I think it was the French egos that le- somehow left the winner of Redbud off the team. Now they circle back around because Faber got hurt. I mean, Preston, do you, do, you, do you think Marv should have been sure? No problem. I mean, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, if he really? wants to ride, let him ride. But but no, he told him no. He's just like, I'm not good enough for the first time. Beat it. Well. Uh, he, he, I think it's bullshit that they didn't invite him right. the first time. Yeah. So if I was Marv, I'd be the same way. If they asked me later, I'd be like, no, I'm not your second fiddle. Fuck yeah. you. Like, I'm yeah, out. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. But I do, as a, as a, um, French people are not the most forgiving people. You you kind of hit them the wrong way. They remember that kind of shit. And I think that's just their culture. Right. Uh, us for, over here in America, it. we kind of we forgive and forget. Right. And I don't think they do yeah. that over there as much. So. Wow. And then, uh, so Villemin... Uh, wrote some columns on my website and for did some stuff for Le Big, a French website, about how dumb it was to leave Marv off the team. And the French team said, <clears throat> you know, he's coaching Ferrandis. Did you know that? Yes, I saw him at the track. The, the French team was like, yeah, you can't come to Disney Nations. Like, you can't help Dylan at this Because you're a part of him. No, yeah. oh, Vol- they said that to Volman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what was his response to that? Oh, yeah, he blew him out all over the place, right? Because he's Villeman. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on with these guys. So now they got Tixier filling in for Febra and Tixier has been mid-pack. Oh, Tixier, yeah. Since he won the world title, it's been his yeah. injuries and stuff. Right. So, I mean, goodbye podium for for Team France. Yeah. Good done. job. Way to go, guys. Uh, you left Marvel with the team. I, I say put the politics aside. Let's let's dump the egos and let's just go win some races. All right. There you go. All right. Thanks, Rob. All right. You got it. Appreciate it. Tyler, what's happening? You think we should cold call Nick Way? Yeah, I heard he was up in New England this weekend. I didn't I make know. it up, but I heard he raced a J Day. Yeah, he did some sort of off-road race, right? Yeah. Some, uh, Has he ever done off-road before? I don't know, bro. Probably not. You get too muddy. Your stuff doesn't look that good. I just did off-road, yeah. and it is difficult. <laughs> One of the most difficult things I've ever done, so I'd like to hear his, his yeah. opinion on that. Uh, maybe we can call I him. I didn't know if you cold-called him or not, if he'd still be sleeping or not, be yeah. so sore. Yeah, he's on the East Coast, right? So, um, All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one. Yeah, and you did a, 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 a YZWR launch in the East Coast, and I want to talk to you about that, too. Yeah. Um, you went. You went there. Yeah. Right? We, yeah. So we went yeah. to Randy Hawkins' place yeah. in South Carolina for the new 450 FX. Yeah. It was a good time. I guess not WR anymore. So FX. Well, yeah. it has FX, FX and a, and FX. a WR. Yeah. That's okay. how off road Steve is. Uh, WR is still the transmission different and the 18 inch rear both, wheel. What's FX? Both have the the, the different transmission. Okay, what's the FX? Uh, what's the, uh, FX is a more racy kind of moto inspired. 
bike you can ride it at the moto track still uh-huh. but it still works great on the trails where a wr bike is kind of mainly for the woods okay. fx is headlight a, on the front yeah fx is close course kyle what's up man hey uh i was gonna call and ask you guys opinion uh real quick i'm going to donations i heard that you can't get there before 4 a.m like on a saturday and sunday morning but i also heard that if you get there on like six or seven that you're in a line that's like five miles long yeah i have no idea bro I don't go in your lines. I go in special lines because I'm a special person. Wow. Um, Asshole. No, but I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I can't, can't help you. I don't know. Uh, one other thing. Uh, I was stumbled across some old shows a while back, and your uh, your rant on uh, Monster being idiots for, for signing Tiger because he should go back to banging hookers and he would never win and doing yeah. coke and stuff. Yeah. Well, what do you think about that? Well, he won. Good job. He wasn't a major, though, bro. You know, he won. He won. Right. He won a small right. tournament. I mean, no, that's awesome. It's good to see. I mean, it's pretty, pretty, pretty good deal by him. Like, pretty amazing. All right. All right. Hey, thanks, Kiefer. You're the people's champ. Thanks, man. People's champ, Chris Kiefer. You know who else is the people's champ? Michelin Starcross Five. Yeah, it's a good tire. You were down in Carolinas, or yeah, where, Randy's a good guy. Yeah, um, Randy came for me. He did your test. That's right. Yeah. Now was he complaining about the rear tires on the? Uh, FX and no, he WR? you know he was just he's, there to have fun. Said there, ah, you know, if you just had a Starcross on great. the back. He had a smile on his face the whole time. He um, was great. Yeah, Randy's good people and a Starcross five, uh, great tire. We've had um, just had a guy today on Twitter or yesterday say he bought them just from the show and he loves the performance of them. Uh, four versions: hard, medium, soft, and sand. Michelin Starcross five tires. Completely redesigned casing, a more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, a durable yet more flexible sidewall, and more pliable B package for easier mounting. Uh, MichelinMotorcycle.com. In, in addition to the um, Starcross 5, they got a wide range of quality performance products for all types of motorcycles and scooters. Uh, killer cruiser tire, by the way. The Michelin uh, cruiser tire is the best one out on the market. Sport bike, sport touring, adventure touring, and scooters, all of that stuff. 21 sizes in the Starcross 5 line. And uh, Alex Ray will be using Starcross 5s at the Straight Rhythm. Nice. So uh, looking to stick to the track like glue and uh, ramming up all the factory team's asses. All right. I got uh, some Michelin's on my Grom, too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, nice. Sick. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Please check them out uh, on the web. Uh, question about fly racing gear. Uh, Adam, what's up? Hey, uh, I have a question for Kiefer about some light hydrogen gear. Yes. Well, actually, Travis Preston is also a fly racing athlete. I so the he, gear's he, amazing. Yeah, oh, perfect. He can maybe help you, but go ahead. So my girlfriend got me some fly kinetic gear, and I'm pretty. I was pretty strictly like I love the Thor Prime Fit gear, mm-hmm. but um, that fly kinetic gear is actually super comfortable. And I race a lot of hair scrambles, and I live in uh, South Florida, so it's super hot pretty much all year long. Okay. And I was wondering how the fly light hydrogen number one how it fit if it's like true to size. And number two, like you know how it's how well it's vented and whatnot for the heat down here. So are you on uh, kinetic mesh? Is that what you're on right now? Uh, yes. Yeah. So kinetic mesh to me is almost breathe. The jersey itself breathes better than the light hydrogen. Um, light hydrogen is uh, a little bit more athletic fit, but same sizing. If you're large in kinetic mesh, you'll be a large in the light hydrogen. The pant itself is a little bit uh, stretchier in the light hydrogen versus the kinetic mesh. Um, kinetic mesh doesn't um, stretch as much, but what's bitching on the light hydrogen is it has the boa reel in the back. So um, I'm a 32, and I think I can cinch my waist down to like a 31 so my jersey never comes untucked. So for me, as far as 
me being comfortable, I would rather have light hydrogen year-round because it's not that much hotter than a kinetic mesh. And to me, I just like the fit better. Uh -huh. All right. Thank you. I'd also like to say I got some StarCross 5s, and they're freaking awesome. Oh, cool. Awesome. By far the best tire. Did they mount yeah. easy? They did. Oh, yeah. A fantastic. Yeah, I race mountain mountain bikes always and, a good feature. Yeah, I raced mountain bikes, and I, that was my first time putting on moto tires, and it wasn't as bad as people said it was. Yeah, I'm I know. assuming it's because StarCross 5. Yeah, it's a great tire. Great to hear. Uh, thanks for listening, man. Appreciate thanks, it. man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh... OJ has a question for Travis Preston about Eric Sorby. Oh, here we go. Here we go. What's this up, OJ? Good. Hey, how's it going? Long-time listener, first-time caller. So I remember back in the day, uh, Travis saying he was going to catch Sorby at the practice track. <laughs> so I wanted to find out how that ever went down. You know what? That, that That's actually a good question because I did catch him at the practice track, but I caught him like 15 years later. <laughs> so I was kind of over it at that point, and we were both old racing the vet class. At the World Vets or something, right? Or, no, we were or, in Florida. Oh, okay. And actually, uh, Stuart was his mechanic. Okay. And yeah, dude, we had a blast. We were talking trash on the starting line, throwing <laughs> high fives. And, you know, he actually, to his credit, apologized to me. Really? That day yeah, for everything. For everything. He <laughs> said, I don't know. I lost my brain. I was crazy. He said, uh, I'm fine now. He said, let's go race today and let's have fun. Right. And, and yeah, we did. We raced four motos together, and you know, I beat every clean. moto, and it was clean. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh. Okay. Were, so I remember that that went on from like '02 to like around '08 or so, right? Yeah, it did. So it happened in '02 and '03 a lot, and then um, I didn't see him for a while, and then when we got on the 450s, he cleaned me out really hard in Atlanta, 2008, and then I cleaned. Was that him when you're on the Cowie? Yeah, and then I cleaned him yep. out right after that, pretty good. I don't remember that part. Yeah, so I don't he, remember you getting taken out. Yeah, so so the heat race, it was a heat race, and I whole shotted the heat race, the first heat, four fifty. Oh, I remember this. And yeah. and he's second or third, so I'm thinking, hey, let's just have fun together and let's just mm -hmm. qualify. Let's get yeah, let's yeah. qualify. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I take that back. He was first and I was second. Oh. So I made a pass on him, and it was a kind of aggressive pass, but it wasn't bad. So now I'm out in front, and he just cheap shots me the next corner, and we're first and second. We both go down, and we both don't qualify for the main. Mm. So I get back up, and then I'm waiting for him. Right. And then it was right before the finish line, and I literally I hit him so hard <laughs> that the bike stopped in the corner, and then he flew over the backside of the berm, <laughs> down underneath the bleachers, underneath the stadium. <laughs> so when you do that, and you take the bike back to the pits in your factory yard, do they say anything to you? Do the teams go, hey, what the fuck, dude? Like, can't do this? Uh, I don't remember. No, I think they were happy back then. Really? Yeah, but yeah. see, his pass was yeah. so dirty, yeah. and everybody yeah. knew. Yeah, everybody Sorby's. knew the way he rode, so. Yeah, and then I don't, the AMA didn't even do anything. It was like. Yeah, there's no fines back then, huh? No, no it was just, I loved it. No, it was just like, hey, don't do it again. And then it was like, hey, listen, really, don't do that again. Right. You know, it's so that. weird to yeah. look at Travis back then in interviews because he was so different, like in that time yeah. than, than the Travis now. Travis is really mellow now and right. just calculated. Right. That's what's scary. Like, people used to always Google me and be like, they see all these old interviews yeah. and me yelling at everybody. Yeah, Dude, really just not gnarly. Yeah. No, I, I never felt that about you, so I don't know. All right, thanks, OJ. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, man. Thanks. Um, coming up with our first guest of the night, this man uh, brought to you by Vertex uh, Pistons. 
OEM Pistons and KTM and Husqvarna, founded 65 years ago in a small uh, northern Italy factory. Uh, OEM supplier to KTM Husky uh, Beta Gas Gas TM. Bradshaw rides Gas Gas now. So. He rips on that thing, too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, you know that. I do know that. Uh, full range of two-stroke and four-stroke Pistons. Replica high compression or GP style. Pulpomex Show 2018 is, a, is the code to save at VertexPistons.com. Uh, you'll get 25% off. Vertex is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. Like I said, this man just wrapped up his second. I can just wrap it up, but uh, second 450 Motocross Championship. He's got the uh, this Nations coming up, Monster Cup, much more. Eli Tomac, welcome to the show. What's up, E.T.? How are you? Oh, all good. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. So, um, take some time off after the Internationals, or have you been riding? Did you get a little bit of time away? Uh, yeah, 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 a little bit of time off, but uh, yeah, we get back on the 19 pretty quick. But that, that's been good. It's like been exciting to be on something new, and yeah, you know, as everyone says, yeah, new bike. You know, it's it's fun, it's just good, but it really has been that. So. Um, yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Um, so for you, I saw, I saw you guys testing a little bit. Has it been a lot of moto stuff because of Nations, or has it been half and half because you got the cup right after the race? So what's what's been the percentage of outdoors versus motocross stuff on 19? Um, it's been more outdoor for sure. You know, we, we did testing on both, but, you know, I've been motoing down quite a bit. Um, so that's, a, that's just the way it's been going right now. And uh, shoot, we'll go on the, the CD track here a little bit more. You know, that we're getting closer to, to the Monster Cup. But, um, yeah, mostly moto. Yeah, mostly moto. Uh, yeah. 702-586-7857. You got a question for two-time 450 motocross champion Eli Tomac, who's getting ready for the motocross donations. And uh, so the 19, like – we talked about we talked to you last time about riding the production bike, and you hadn't gotten really uh, dove into it much with the race bike. But how is it? What do you think? It's been it's been doing good in the shootouts and everything. <laughs> hey, it's the truth. Like just a lot of improvement. Just crazy how much better the the motor is and throttle response. Um, gosh, everything's been good on. I mean, just the button. I like to call it the button. The east <laughs> The east <star>. um, <laughs> it's been good and and for me like it's still a similar kawasaki bill for the chassis so you know it's a stable straight bike and it's it's what i like so it's it's been it's been good do you notice more difference between the two in supercross or motocross um gosh trying well for me it's just like uh the the motor and the throttle response is unbelievable compared to the old bike so um for me, it's been a pretty easy transition in both. Yeah, I would say like the chassis, like. But but that that being said, you know I haven't spent as much time on the on the um, soupy track, so mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah, I just I haven't spent as much time on that. Like when I I was riding it earlier, and I was thinking of Eli when I was riding it because it's so stable, and and I remember last year's bike, and obviously his bike's way different. I get yeah. that, but. I would think that this new bike would be so much better in the Supercross whoops than than his, you know, his current bike that he was riding. I was, yeah. I was just thinking about that, you know. Huh. Interesting. Um, hey, so uh, where where are we at with the Destinations prep? We feel ready to go. Like you're, is it is it just about you know kind of maintaining what you were doing at the end of the outdoors when you were crushing everybody, or do you do you switch things up a little bit? Do you ramp it up? How, how's that? Uh, yeah, it's tough. I mean. Like I, I've just been, you know, I haven't been riding quite as quite as much. Yeah, yeah. I took like you know two weeks off there, and mm-hmm. but I, you know, I've past few days I've been riding, and my base is still good. So that that's that. And uh, shoot, you know, we just 
just go there and, and do our thing and um have yeah. you have you so you've been in cali then which means which means you're in a bad mood <laughs> you yeah to be in cali <laughs> no that was a short that was only a uh, little short trip for a couple oh, okay. days there so. <laughs> all right <laughs> let's keep it brief we don't want to stay there as long no, as you can Eli, fuck that place Eli Tomek does not like california no, i don't blame his ass <laughs> yeah um do you have anything for, for Eli? Well, I definitely agree. California sucks. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm tired of the motocross question. Okay. I just right. want to know, Eli, like, what do you do for fun after a long season? What's the first thing you want to do for fun? <laughs> uh, I, I don't, like, for us, we went to the lake. That's what we did. We did lake time. And, um, gosh, I you know, I, I go hunting a little bit. So, it's just, you know, it's you're just away from, you know, the normal grind, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool. crazy how you know when you take how, or have that first weekend off how you how weird it feels mm-hmm. and kind of out of place. You're like, uh, what do I go do? Yeah. You know? uh, what did you do, Preston? What did you after a season? I think what I would do right after the season was over, I'd go on like a mini vacation, yeah. just a quick getaway, and then yeah, I'd come back and I'd either whether it was cycling, I always end up doing other activities. I always love to do, but I wanted to, I get to do more of it. Right, right. I have right. more time to do it at my leisure, at my schedule. Right, right. Um, Eli, so uh, are you? I'm so tired of this hurlings versus you talk. I'm not. I'm so tired of it. I am. I'm in it. I don't want to. I don't want to get questions on Twitter. I don't want to see. My Insta stories. How, who's gonna Who's gonna win, bro? Who's gonna? I don't. I don't. I'm tired of it. Everybody, it's so dumb. Like seriously, how is it dumb? It's it, the two best guys going head it to head. Is but what, what? They're both amazing riders. And what are we gonna make a final judgment at Red Bud and just that's it? Stamped. Eli is better than Hurlings or vice versa. Like, yes, that's how it's gonna no, be. Exactly. No, it won't. It'll just go on forever. Like you'll never. We'll never know. I know. It's just one race. It's just one race. You can never tell unless it's a series. And that's what I'm saying, Eli. Right? Like it's got to be bugging you too. You get a lot of that in social. Dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. Like, you couldn't judge us unless it was a series, you know, because for one, you know, track condition, and then, gosh, it's plus. And this event, like specifically, because we're you can't be selfish and go out there and just try to be the hero, you know, mm-hmm. blow it up for the whole team. So, you know, you got to have some. Uh, I don't want to say I'm going to be conservative, but you got to have a little bit of. You know that thought in your head. Hey, you know this yeah. is this is team team style. So yeah, um, yeah, I yeah. Mean, it would be it would be great to go out there and beat them. You know, I'm definitely gonna try. Of course, yeah. I just yeah. God, dude, when you're in the moto media, that's all. That's so what so many people want to talk about. It's like who's who's gonna win? Who's I, hey? I, I, well, you gotta have something to talk about, right? I know. Right. I guess. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean. Hey, well, listen. We don't have Marv to talk about. Nice job, France. We don't have Marv, so you know that's that's been pretty good. But what else is there's such? I mean, just think about it. Tomac and Hurling start together, and they're and they're racing each other. Yeah. Okay. This is what. This is like you getting ready to date a girl, and you know you're going to get laid, and it's going to happen, and you're watching it right now. It's going to happen. Okay, yeah. That's right. But whoever wins isn't the best, isn't the better guy. Just that day, though. Well, that day, okay. I don't give a shit about sex later on. I want to know about sex today. Why does it always go to that? Because that's what I relate to, Travis. I understand that. Um... Listen, uh, 702-586-7857, if you have a question for Eli Tomac, uh, we have one right now on line uh, two. It is uh, Kyle. Kyle, what's going on, man? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What's your question? Kyle, you there? Huh? Yeah. yeah. What's, what's your question? Um, I wanted to ask Eli, uh, what's your expectations and thoughts for Redbud, and 
do you like the team this year? Do you like your teammates, Eli, <laughs> on Team USA? <laughs> Our home field advantage is going to be big this year. I've, I've got a feeling, a good feeling about it. So, yeah. um, I would say for sure we're always, or not always, but most of the time you feel like you're, you know, you're on the away field. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, like it's the year to get it done. So, um, with me, Justin, Aaron, we're, we're in a good spot. Uh, yeah, I like it too. I like the fact that I like know. it too. Just the U.S. track. These guys have ridden it. They know. No, it. they're both on Yelp. Yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. going to be a big deal. It's going to help us a lot. Oh, for sure. Know? For sure. Absolutely. Uh, by the yep. way, uh, Eli Tomac brought to you by Vertex Pistons. But also, Eli Tomac used Maxima Oils to uh, win the championship this year. MaximaUSA.com for more information. Uh, developed under the most extreme conditions for the most severe MX and off-road conditions. Uh, email PulpMX. Uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com and we're going to give an Eli Cha- Eli Tomac championship t-shirt Sweet. along with an oil package. Yeah, a championship t-shirt that was given out in Indiana from the folks at maximausa.com. So just email us contest at pulpamexshow.com uh, I just want. I, I guess it's a statement for right. me. Okay. I love watching Eli ride because it's it's a it's a blend of aggression and finesse. Um, for me, as as a rider, and I can never even think about the things that Eli does on a bike, but it's really enjoyable, and I think that's why I get so excited to watch these two ride. But watching Eli ride, he can smash through things, and then the next lap, he finesses his way. Like, there's so much in his game um, that I respect and that I really, like, try to emulate when I ride, even though I'll never be that good, but mm-hmm. it's really enjoyable to watch. So I really like watching Eli ride. <laughs> there we go. Uh does, uh, Presta, does he remind you of a rider from back in your day? Uh, I don't know if he reminds me of a rider, but like to what Chris is saying is I, I, I love his strength. He just yeah. seems very fit, and he just seems yeah. like no matter what the condition or the heat or whatever, he just always seems to step right. up. Uh, yeah, uh, agreed. Uh, Eli, how's Jamar been? How, how, I know he's not there anymore, but you've been talking to him. He's all right? He's doing okay? Yeah, yeah, and he, he's actually been down at our, at our place. Uh, he was there for a couple weeks. I think he just took off actually today to go back, but he's at least out and about. Oh, good. Hiking and like getting out. So it's, yeah. He's, uh, you know, his spirits are definitely one thing. So it's, you know, he's got a ways till he's racing a dirt bike again, but yeah. You know, he's, he's out and about. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Good, good to know. Um, hey, so how's the changeover going to be from Desnations and mostly motocross to Monster Cup? I mean, would you, no matter how Desnations goes, are you going to try to ride like, Supercross twice, three times before Monster Cup the next weekend, or how does that kind of go for you? Because I mean, again, we're still in the off season. You don't want to, you know, you want to yeah. kind of relax. But how does that work? It just you just got to deal with it, right? You know, that's yeah. what separates the good guys from the guys that don't make it happen. So I, you just got to you just got to go with it. And you know, I guess experience is 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 going to be uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be going to be good in this situation. You know, um, gosh, I just. Yeah, you know, at least we've been there, done that kind of thing, and um, I don't know where we're going with this yep. now, but it just you just got to deal with it. And at least yep. it's Monster Cup, you know, we got three ten lappers, and it's not like you're going out there and you got to be, you know, yeah, in it for twenty six laps like we do now in the in the normal, you know, series. And it's a little tamer track, you know what I mean? For, yeah, for, yeah, for guys yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. more tame, yeah, a little bit tamer, not usually not a super gnarly rhythm, even though there was last year, but right um, for the most part, you know, you just 
it's I, I actually have a lot of fun at that race, so I, I look forward to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does seem like you. Yeah, you're, you're a fan of the race for sure. Um, and it, it yeah. should, and it should be good to see everybody. I, I don't think Roxon's going, but just about everybody else will be there, from what I understand. So that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you? I, I know you can't really say if it's going to happen, but are we going to see the same Eli for 2019 gear helmet? Is that all same going? Same thing? Oh yeah. I mean, is is Alpine Star? Yeah, gear head to toe. Yep, that's the same for me. Yep. Um, Cell helmet, Oakley, Alpine Star. And I don't know if you've had a chance to, but have you spent much time with Joey Savacci, your new teammate? Have you run into him at the track or anything? I haven't. He was there the week before. Oh, okay. Before me yep. in, in SoCal, so... Um, yeah, no, no Joey time yet. Uh, hey, the, the another question for you for Motocross the Nations. When you went in the past, you were the MX2 guy uh, and then the MX1 guy in Latvia, um, and you were sort of still the new kid a little bit, I feel. Like this one... You're the you're the guy. You're the captain. You're MX One. Um, I don't know if there's any much going on behind the scenes as far as that goes. But will you change anything for seeing as you're a little bit more of a veteran now than you were when you went before? You know, it's just I think it's the whole thought process. You know, and um, I mean we haven't raced the race yet, but yeah. I just feel more confident because we've we've been there, and and it, even having Justin has been there a yep. few times now, so it's. You know, it's like having two guys that have, have done it and kind of understand the day. You know, I think it's going to be going to be big for us. So, um, oh, you know, I, I mean, there's yeah, I guess this experience yeah has changed. Um, and it'll be sweet if you manage to pull off the win. I know the the previous two destinations you were on, you didn't win, and I was at those races, and you were pissed. You were very pissed. <laughs> like, like yeah, you t- typically you like Tomac, right? Pissed. Yeah, no, you took you took it hard, man. I mean, you rode your balls off, especially in Latvia. But man, you were not happy. And hey, that yeah, that's what it's like. But you know, it's gonna. I think you took it a little more personal than a lot of riders. Well, it's just. I mean, it's 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 just part of part of it. You know, everyone's mm-hmm. competitive, and you know, the, the Germany one was a bummer because you know I like really tossed it in that first moto. It's like. And it's your first time there. It's literally the weight of the country on your shoulders, and you're like, you know, did, why does that have to be me? That you know, the guy that does it, you know, <laughs> yeah. that throws on like that. But, um, so yeah, it's 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 a big deal. Well, when I went in '03, Carmichael was on the team. I was Ferry's mechanic, and Ricky's speech to Rhino and Ferry before the race, which is you're going to be your speech, Eli is he was just yelling, he was dropping F-bombs left and right and saying uh, how to fucking pin it and fucking do this and fucking you better be fast. <laughs> like, it was almost, Ricky was, Ricky was like, threatening Rhino and Ferry. You better do this. You better fucking be on your game. Right. And, but that was his speech. That's awesome. So just FYI, Eli, if you want to start <laughs> yeah. yelling at Barsha and, and Plessinger. That's a good speech. Right. Just scare, scare them shitless <laughs> how you're going beat, to beat them down if they Fear don't. Fear is a great right, motivator. Right, if, if they don't perform. So... Uh, no, I'm serious. It was I was like sitting there going, "Oh my god, this guy's really pissed off right now." Like, he's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it was pretty gnarly. Uh, Eli Tomac on the Pulp and Mech Show. Email contest at pulpandmechshow.com if you want a maximausa.com oil kit, two or four stroke, and an Eli Tomac championship jersey. Uh, Eli, uh, thanks for the time tonight, man. Appreciate it. Uh, good luck at the Nations. We'll see you there. Monster Cup and all of that. No straight rhythm for you, but uh, man, it'll be it'll be interesting to see you at those two races. And, and thanks again for your time. All right, thanks, guys. All thanks. right, thank you. See ya. See ya, Eli Tomac. Everybody, Nations coming up. It's gonna of, be good, dude. A lot of pressure. I don't think he seems fired up though. I like yeah, it. Yeah. And he, hey, when he was there at those ones, I, he he took it hard, man. I like that. Yeah.
Uh, he's going to... I know we talk about it, and he kind of blows it off, but I think he knows he's the better rider out of the hurlings in between him, and he wants to show it. And I think that no matter what, no matter what happens, us, the media, people, the fans, they're going to be like, that's the better guy whoever beats him, if, the, if it's head-to-head. I mean, I just feel like they're both in MX1, and one guy might get a start, and the other guy won't, and... Right. It were, yeah. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of the, you know, like, they're both amazing riders. They're insane. They're insane. Right. Exactly. Like, Hurlings is ridiculous. Eli is ridiculous. Yes. And they're both amazing riders, and I just, I can't get over the fact that, like, this guy's going to be better than you. Like, I don't... Uh, past the fact of uh, America versus the world, to me, this gets me hyped up. Tomac Hurlings versus a Tomac Roxen or a Tomac Muscan all year that we see yeah, all the time. Yeah, for like, sure. I yeah. think this is great. Yeah, I, th- I mean, however you want to put it, they're probably 1A and 1B fastest yes. riders in the world, you right. know? You, you, you know what kind of pisses me off, though, is I feel like the fans sometimes they get too fired up about it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, because you know, you, you hear Eli talk, you know he's going to go out and just give it everything he has. You know Justin's the same way. He's super motivated. Yeah. And, you know, even if they don't win, like, people get pissed. Oh, yeah. And, like, I don't care. It's yeah. like, dude, I know motocross. Things happen. It could uh, rain. Jason Thomas could... will be on. He gets very angry like, standing like, on the side of the track. Let's just stand behind our guys, support them no matter what. And I feel like if they did that, we might do a little bit better. Will you save this speech for JT? Uh, I will. Because he, I've gone to these races with him. By the way, he's never seen USA win. Every oh, week. really? He's been every year, and they've, they've lost every so year. So is, 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 is he the fan that gets all pissed dude, off? Dude, he gets so mad. And he's a rider. He should know I better. know. Will you, will, will you tell him okay. that when we get him we'll, on the phone? We'll because talk. I'm always like, dude, I don't care. Like, I just want to see a good race. I know they're trying. Yeah, hard. like, I, my day is like, not ruined if yeah, we do not win right. the event. Um, Hurling is amazing, and so is, and so is Eli. And yeah, I, both good, great I just, riders. We're not going to stamp which one is better at the Red Bud race. Like, I just... I just don't think it's no, you know, but it's going to be really fun. It'll to be watch. good, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're both they're both going to gun for each other and want to you know and want to beat each other badly. Well, I mean, the, so, only, the only way I could truly tell is like you say, say if you know, yeah. he hole shots and then they're battling both one and two, yeah, and nobody gets taken out, yeah. and it, you yeah. know, then, then yeah. They, okay, that's a, that's a straight up race right, right but, there, yeah. Um, to me, I, I mean, I've said this a few times. I think there, I don't think I don't see any way USA loses the designations unless. A, a disaster strikes yeah. like a bike an injury or a bike bike issue yeah it's gonna be tough but also the europeans are really good at moto and people say oh we have home track advantage but in this day and age guys adapt so quick to tracks man it's not gonna make uh, a difference. It, uh, it matters you think so dude look okay look at those guys come to Glen helen for the usgp yeah and like okay last year jacksonville or two years two years ago no last year okay rj wins the mx2 right no offense to rj but he's got one win that happened to this year and he, wore, he he beat all the Euros. But to, not to bag on RJ, but the the season was already done for those guys. They're well, whatever. Had, they're still trying. Um, are they at Glen Helen? Like Webb, like Webb beats runs down Hurlings and beats him at Charlotte. Right. Uh, Jesse Nelson wins Glen Helen USGP with like his two teammates second and third. Like it's a you come here or they or riders go there and it is a different deal. And that's what I think. I think it's a huge advantage mm-hmm. to be to not travel across the ocean, and so that's going to help the USA guys. How about uh, what's the practice schedule like? Do these guys? This is it like outdoor nationals where you just have to show up and race? Do these guys you, actually get some no, practice you, the day before? Uh, yeah, Saturday's a practice. 
a full day of practice, and two, then we go Sunday racing. Uh, two practices on Saturday, and then a race on Saturday. You have a qualifying race. race. Okay, so, these yeah. guys, so that's cool. Then these yeah. guys actually get some yeah. track time. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's good. And then Sunday is a, sl- a small warm up, and then the two, then three motos. Oh, that, that, so, that, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, they get a little bit more. Uh, so thanks to Maximo USA for doing that championship T-shirt. Uh, email contest at pulpmixshow.com for that, and tell us whether you want a two or four stroke engine oil kit, and we will select one person and. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun to do. Uh, give one of those away. Uh, actually, Maximum Oil number voted number one each and every year. They didn't buy their way to number one. They got there by being the best. MaximaUSA.com, Vertex Pistons as well. Justin Brayton coming up from um, um, uh, Down Under. and uh, Down Under. Travis Preston, cr- uh, Chris Kiefer in studio. Let's go to Dallas. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Uh, not too bad. I was calling in to say that Willie Brown is going to just destroy everybody at pit at uh, pit bike donations. He, he is. That guy's gnarly on a mini bike. Okay, that's great. That's it. Okay, that's thanks. I appreciate it. Willie Browning, uh, Team Canada will be there. I will. Be, I'm managing Team Canada pit bike this nations on Saturday night at this nations. Who's on the team? Uh, Tanner Ward. Okay. Austin Watling and Ryan Gold. I mean, your team's going to lose, <laughs> but it sounds good. Why I mean, laughing? I love Galdi, but that's like putting me on a team with two young kids. No, like, Galdi's our, he's our veteran leader. He's got the experience, the, you know, all of that. What happened to the third younger guy, Medaglia? Why can't we get some racer? Medaglia's not going to be there. Oh. What's the U.S. team? Is it still Tedesco and somebody? Wait. It's Villapoto, oh. Tedesco, and uh, Willie Browning. Oh. Lars is oh, riding yeah. for Sweden. Those guys Sweden, that's it. what it is. Lars yeah. is riding for Sweden. Right. Um, I always forget he's not American. <laughs> Uh, Lars is worried though because he's, he's, we're all on Yamaha TTRs. Yeah, Lars is because I was at Glen Helen. Yeah, testing. and he's like stressing, and I'm like, I don't think Honda's gonna yeah. fire you, dude. Like, I think it's fine. He walked over to where I was testing. He's like, the first thing I'm not. Yeah, I'm riding the pit bike nations. I'm kind of worried about it. I'm like, this is what you come over and talk to me about is the pit bike this nation. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's call my veteran leader right now. See if he answers the phone. Gear Alloy cold call. Please check them out. Gear Alloy uh, wheels. Gear. Hold on. What is it? I'm. 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 You got a new studio. I got a new got studio. A, I got new. Got to work going through on. this. Cold call. Gear Alloy cold call. People. The RMATV MC KTM team's got a display in their pits. GearAlloy.com. Get your trucking gear. I feel like there's 50-50 that he picks up. TV answers. What time is it there? Yes, Jagger home, please. Let's see if he answers the gear. Hey, you've reached Galdi. Leave him out. I'm going to get back to you ASAP. Thanks for calling. Have a good day. At the tone, please record your message. When you are finished recording, you may hang up or press pound for more options. Galdi, it's Mathis. Uh, Chris Kiefer's worried about your pit bike speed. Yes. He, he likes you, but he's a little worried about, you know, if you're ready for oh, this. It's your, it's, your, it's your nation. It's your country. I just want to make sure you're okay with... Veteran experience. He'll be fine. Your heart rate's going to be 190. <laughs> See you, Goldie. Gear Alloy Cold Call, everybody. Uh, SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Use the code uh, PulpMX and uh, save with the folks at Gear Alloy. Uh, that's our Gear Alloy Cold Call. We might do another one to Will. Or... Uh, Wilbur. Huh? Oh. I thought Marks was yelling at us. Um, he has to to talk. <laughs> Yeah, he's <laughs> That's way, way the fuck yeah, over, there. Way over just, there. Just carry on with your show, please. Okay. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World, Downey, Ride Engineering, and OGO, and MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. 
Honda World Downey, 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A., Kiefer. Uh, go see Steve down there. Mention Pablo Mex. Get a hell of a deal. How's the Ridgeline? Dude, I love it. So I was telling Travis, I didn't think I would like it as much as I do. Mm-hmm. But I really like it. Mm-hmm. I already have a Sprinter van, so I don't mm-hmm. need a truck. So this is like a good in-betweener. Betweener. So Heather and I call it the Crunk. It's part car, part truck. It it drives like a car. I don't like that name. But well, it, it drives like a car. Like it's really smooth, easy. It's quiet. It's not like a truck. Um, I like that the the rear of the truck and the front of the, is one piece. It's not uh, you mm-hmm. know detached like a yeah. bed of a truck. So it's just. That's really nice. On the world, Downey. Fucking love Ridgeline. And we just did a video. Well, I did my video that you haven't done yet. Yeah. But I know I need to. We'll post up a video of all the trucks of all of our what yours, mine. And did did Honda World Downey not give you a killer deal? Steve is a good dude, and he gave me a good price. I was and it's the quickest I've ever been in a dealership. Got in, got out. Yeah. No bullshit. Like I was pushed. I was in there an hour. See, I like that. That's, that's There's just no. I was. I was like, oh shit, I gotta get a truck, and I was bummed I out. I Hate buying a. Truck I was driving car. down the hill. I was thinking, Heather's like, why are you so bummed out? You're getting a new vehicle. I'm like, yeah, because I gotta do with all the bullshit. But dude, I was in and out in an hour. It was cool. Mm-hmm. On the world down, everybody. Uh, Chris Keeper joining Ridgeline Nation. Yeah, it's been great. It's a good time. Uh, question for Travis Preston, Nash. Gentlemen, What's gentlemen. Up? What's up, Nash? What's cooking, everybody? Nice to hear Preston's on the show. Keeper, Steve, you, and of course. Your, your producer, buddy, he's, he's tough. He's tough, buddy. Tough. What do you mean by that? <laughs> like he's he's just good. He's scraping data. He's playing uh, Excite Bike. Or no, something. yeah, he plays Excite Bike. Does the show. he really? Yeah, he does. Yeah, I want to go sure sit with him. If you guys no. could stop interrupting my game, that would be great. No, you're the guest. You can't sit with. I want to no. sit with him, <laughs> dude. Preston, I got a serious question. Okay. And and it'll, hopefully it'll unlock a discussion that's pretty serious with something going on in our sport. So uh, this past weekend, some guys were coming home from a local race from us. They stopped in to get something to eat. These three animals jumped in the back of the truck, cut the tie downs, threw the bikes out of the back of the truck, and took off. They missed them by 10 seconds, and it's horrible. Wow. So that got me thinking. So in my previous career, I was a professional car mechanic, you know, 10, 20 years ago. And uh, I noticed that thefts really jumped up, obviously, prior to the technology. And then if you guys all think back to – you know, within the past 10 or 15 years, technology really jumped up into cars, P- key passcodes, et cetera. I, I'm not asking you to say for any manufacturer, because I know we can't delve into that for, uh, you know, litigious reasons, but is there talk within the manufacturers to having some type of ECU interface with a, with a box where the rider could download an app and go in and deactivate the ECU, rendering the bike useless? Because that, to me, just thinking... The only way you're going to ever stop this, you can buy a million locks. I mean, it's at the point now where you can't even drive around with a bike in the back of the truck. These these filthy animals cut the tie downs and they they steal anything you get their hands on. So if the bike is useless, that's the only way they're going to stop these thefts from going on. So I'd be interested to hear your input. And I'm sorry for talking so long. No, I, I think it's a good question. I think yeah, that's that could be definitely possible. But I just don't think it's going to stop the theft. I think it's still going to happen because you know one, they're just going to part the thing out or. You know, well, just... I mean, th- you're totally right. It would never eliminate the theft, but the easy usability of the product. I mean, a dirt bike is an easy product to use, and I know you know that. You, you, Lord knows you're, you're neck deep in, in a manufacturing position, like within, within a manufacturer, I should say. But I can't help but think, like right now there's there, within the area, and you guys probably know this, there's a device you can wire in, and it's a GPS tracker. It's $250 a year. 
you can put it on the bike. Obviously, you can put insurance on your bike, yada, yada, yada. But until the thing is useless as a paperweight, like they can't ride it, it'll it'll deter the thefts over a period of time. Yeah, I'm with Preston. I don't know if they will. Yeah, and, and you know, I have a couple friends that insure their bikes, and everybody swears by it. So I think that I do. Really, I insure yeah. all mine. I insure my kids. Yeah. Dude, it's horrible. It's insane. Has there, have you guys aware of any type of technology that is working well? I'm, it'll never stop it. I don't live in a dreamland. The human uh, heart is dark and getting a van works well. I, I just a yeah. panel van. Sprinter van's yeah. awesome. I love mine. And, yeah. and and then for me, like you know, I I live in California and I, I don't mm-hmm. live in the greatest town, so I'm. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm watching my stuff like a hawk. And mm-hmm. usually for me, it's unfortunate, but when I go to the track and I have a bike in the back of my truck, I don't stop. Mm. I just go from the wow. track to my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because so I've had stuff stolen so much. Yeah, out of the back of your truck. Yep. Yeah. So all of you guys being in you know in, immersed in the industry community, Southern Cal, et cetera, is that something that was? I mean, am I naive on the East Coast as a person just sampling? Like, wow, they're now they're taking them right out of the back of pickup trucks. This is insane. I mean, I don't doubt anything, but they went in. They went in the store. It was the middle of the day. Yeah, so there is a, like there is a GPS tracker that I see more on uh, like when manufacturers take bikes to do intros and stuff. They put those on. Got it. Um, that is available, and I wish I had the name for you so I could tell other people, and I'll have that. I'll next time I come up, I'll, I'll write it down and, and let everybody know about that thing. I, but I also know that you're giving way too much credit to the thieves, thinking that they're smart enough to know that that's what's going on. Like, let's say we put that kind of shit in our bikes, and they mm-hmm. come with it. Those dudes that are stealing shit don't know about that. They're just going to steal it. They just see something and they jack it. They don't They don't go, oh, yeah, well, dude, don't jack that because that shit comes with the tracking device now or, or it's disabled, you're, you know? You're absolutely right. But what, what I'm seeing more than often is they get them, they hop on and start. Like at this particular – and I'm not hung up on this scenario, but I've seen it where – they they got it. They started up and they ride it away. And it's like, dude, the cops are like, we're not chasing that. Yeah. You know, I mean. That's why you turn so, the idle again, up all the way. Yeah. Before you uh, park it. But, <laughs> thanks, Nash. Appreciate the call. Thank you, buddy. Steve, Steve, are you aware of my list that I sent in? You will be. What? There's a list that I sent in for the greatest pulp and mech story. Oh, okay. Yeah, I need to look at that. Dude, all right. It's a barn burner. Thank it's you, a barn buddy. burner. Thank you, buddy. All right, cheers. Go appreciate get them. See you. All right. Um, what is it? Ricky, you got a question for Chris Kiefer? Hey guys, uh, what's up? Hey Ricky. Hey Kiefer, uh, I have a 2018 and a half factory edition KTM. Yeah, and it's uh, just the other day it started uh, acting kind of funny. No, oh, no. I don't know if you have any. It's got about 50 hours on it. Okay, what's it doing? It uh, it will randomly just shut off. Okay. What? It, it's not flash, yeah, it's not flashing a code. It's not doing anything. It'll just be fine for like 15 minutes and then completely turn off. And then does it fire right back up? Fires right back up like nothing was wrong. So a couple things. Fuel filter. Okay. Um, I change mine out constantly. Um, Before I knew about the problem, similar problems, like it would kind of load up and just die. And it would start up. I'd ride it and then kind of do the same thing. Eventually it just doesn't start. Fuel filter or TPS. Sometimes those TPSs um, get out of whack on the KTMs. And then your bike ends up just stalling. So make sure your TPS sensor is within. Um, look in your owner's mail and see where it's supposed to be at and make sure it's there. Okay. Um, those are the two things that I've ran across. Um, I have, I've also ran across relays that have gone bad, but that's more of like, hey, it works or it doesn't. That's, that's more of that situation. 
Right. This takes about, I mean, it's completely fine for like 15, 20 minutes sometimes, and then it just dies. So does it do it It'll, once it's hot all the time, once it's warm? It, yeah, that's something happened like past two times I've tried riding, but it's kind of just sketched me out to the point now. I'm either going to give it back to the dealer to have it fixed or... So just, just FYI, too, I want to get this across. Behrman, this whole thing's going on with Tyler Behrman, his bike quit and all this shit, and the KTMs suck. That wasn't a KTM issue. That was the bike running out of gas. So he crashed right. because he didn't check the gas. There was no fuel in it. So I've, I've been getting emails, man. Oh, dude, my KTM's acting weird. Behrman's shit. No. Behrman's stuff because negligence. FMX guys don't check gas levels? No. So he sent it with no gas. He ate shit. Oh, so. Boy. Just check your TPS and or your fuel filter. Okay. Uh, sounds good. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Jesse, what's up, man? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. What's your question? Hey, just had a quick suspension question. Um, I had a buddy call me today, and uh, he's really looking for He's lo- really looking into getting his suspension done. And I've heard really good things about uh, race tech for the Honda, for the 17. Yeah, and I was just curious on is there a contact down there or someone I need to talk or point just to point him in the right direction? Uh, yeah, just email Chris at racetech.com and uh, mention your Pulp MX listener and your bike, and he'll dial you in with a, a good setup. There's different things you can do, different uh, packages you can get, but uh, yeah, they do a good job down there and they, they they can dial it in. So cool, I've heard nothing but good things for yeah. that bike, so I appreciate it. So Chris down there, right? Yeah, Chris at racetech.com. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Levi, what's happening? Masses. What up? I just wanted to say, Pulp MX Show is the number one podcast in the whole world. Me and my girlfriend are huge fans. Number one podcast in the whole world, you think? Yeah. Whole world. Well, that's, out of something. All of them. that's something, I tell you. I'm, that's pu- I'm stoked on that. Um, thanks, Levi. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Mathis. All right. See ya. Oh, Levi's a fan. You sound like a fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, by the way, if you're coming to the Monster Cup, uh, which is here in Las Vegas, October uh, 12th is a live show at thespacelv.com for tickets, a Pulpamex slash RacerX live podcast show. So Levi could go watch the number one podcast in the world live. You'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, the Space LV.com for tickets. Start, tickets start at $20, and they go to uh, VIP, VIPs at 35 and uh, so, yeah, we appreciate that. Tickets are going well. Sales are good. Yeah, and Heather will be there. Pookie will be there. <coughs> Wargant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, basically be a live podcast show right on stage. And uh, our buddy Darkside wants to give away two tickets. Darkside? Yeah. Okay. Darkside bought tickets. Oh, he's going to give them away. And he wants to give away his two tickets. That's cool. Because he's got a heart of gold, like Neil Young. He's won enough shit on this show. He's going to give back. No, he, he doesn't allow to win <laughs> I shit. I know, but he wants yes. that. Heather, Heather won't let him win shit. Yeah, he cock-blocked But uh, uh, Darkside uh, is giving away two tickets to that, the SpaceLV.com uh, for your tickets. If you want to win these, be the fourth caller in. You can wear a pair of tickets from Darkside, uh, courtesy of the folks at uh, his podcast. What's it called? Do you know what it's called? Um, the Moto Podcast. <laughs> it is? I think. The Moto X Pod Show. Moto X Pod Show. There you go. Sorry. Sorry, Darkside. Uh, okay, the Moto X Pod Show, two tickets, uh, fourth caller. Marks, uh, get their information. If you're going to the live show uh, here in Vegas, uh, he'll give you uh, a couple tickets. SpaceLV.com. Looking forward to that. That'll be a lot of fun. And uh, Okay, and then uh, let's go to Walker. For, before we go to commercial, Walker, what's happening? Hi, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good. What's going on? 
Hey, uh, so a couple things here. So I saw on your Twitter this past week, and I don't know if you're blowing people's shit, but Joey Savacci ran just one year. What's up with that? Was that just like a, that's a real deal, like really? Because how do these people, they know what just one is? Well, I mean, just one, the idea behind just one giving Joey Savacci money is so that you know what just Mm -hmm. one is. That's called marketing and advertising. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And then, uh, so I, I didn't I know, know like, that was kind dude, of... Dude, seriously, Savachi needs new PR, bro. Like... Okay, let's talk about this. People don't like him. Why? My, why? I don't know why. On my Twitter, when when Savachi crashes, mm-hmm. people on social media are happy. When I mention him, all they say is he chokes, he's a loser, or whatever. Like, the, I don't know. His interviews aren't great, for sure. He was, dude. We had him on the show when he came on the show. I remember I was a co-host. He was fun. He kind of looks Amish, like when he grew the beard. He yeah. looks like an Amish guy. I, I, I'm with you, man. But like he people, was cool. Yeah, but people, I said, hey, Joey Savacci's gonna be wearing just one. Is what I heard from a from a good rumor, right. a good source. And people were just like, oh, good, you'll crash out. Ah, oh, good, like. Well, people are like, dicks anyway. It's like, wow. Yeah, that's he better make sure he has a good contract. Uh, that's. Those yeah. companies might be a little yeah. They just fold up shop. Right? I'm sure yeah. he's getting a good amount of money. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly why. Yeah, they right. might stop paying halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. What was the yeah, most? So it... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sir. no. Go ahead. Anyway, go so ahead, I think go he's going to be in just one. I heard head to toe, but I don't know. Uh, probably not. I didn't know they sorry. made gear. I thought I, it was just I, helmets. Now they are, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, he, okay, and then uh, so straight rhythm. Um, so the whole uh, ass rhythm thing, and you're gonna ramming up everybody's ass the whole yeah, time. Yeah. And uh, so I'm a senior in high school, and it's probably gonna be the best time you've heard in a long time, Steve. But I got turned down my senior quote. Okay, that's like one of the things we do at our school. I got turned down because I put. That uh, my senior quote just rammed up their asses. Nice. And, and the nice. Team turned it down. I yeah. got in a little bit of trouble, but you know what? I no. had to tell them what Falcon X was, and I had to just tell them why my senior quote was just rammed up their asses. I like it. That's, 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 that that's makes, called that's, marketing. It warms my heart to hear that. That, <laughs> that, yeah. is, that is called Pulp and X marketing right there, too. Yep, we are, that's what we are going to do to Straight Rhythm, and, and, and we're going to show everybody. Alex yeah, Ray and I. Remember, yeah, and. Uh, so before I go, I, I know, Steve, you hate quads, but Team USA just won the quad across the nation. Why do you say I hate weekend. quads? I don't hate quads. I, just, I don't have anything that I have. Hold on. No feelings towards quads. This is awesome. I didn't even know that was a thing. Is that real life? Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, I think, I forget which country it was, but Chad Weenan, you guys, I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> yeah, yeah. with Weenan. He's yeah, a Chad Weenan's a fly guy. He's a fly guy. During, yeah, during the race, they were so smoking him in the side every turn they were pissed at him but usa came in and won second year in a row i'll be damned i didn't know they had that so team usa fuck yeah we're gonna win everything fantastic good to hear thanks for the call man appreciate it so all right thanks steve thank uh, you uh all right we're gonna what uh, i want to ask travis something before we okay. Leave. Okay. what was the what was the most money you got from a gear sponsor um Back in your day. alloy how much was that um God, you, I think you get so personal. Is that is that bad? Can we talk about no, that? No, um, I think it was two hundred fifty. Are you fucking me? No, no two hundred fifty thousand. No, yeah. really? And that, and, was one, and that was one year. I and did they pay year. up? That, that was legit. Me. They uh, came through. The only reason they paid up was it was I was very happy the company did this. Is I had a lawyer at the time that did my contract, and they actually went out of business, and uh, so they were in business two thousand five. Okay, so two thousand six they went out of business. Yeah. And that year, I wore Fox gear, but I was paid by Alloy. No shit. Nice. Yeah. 
Good for you, dude. Yeah. yeah. So I actually got paid by them, even though they weren't even in business. I'll be down. <laughs> but Fox paid you too? No, I didn't get any money from oh. Fox. That, that was part of the deal. Yeah, okay, yeah. They, they couldn't supply me with yeah. gear. They didn't have yeah. anything. They could just pay me, and yeah. I, I, I wore Fox gear, and I didn't get any money from Fox. Oh, okay. So Fox was stoked. That's a good deal yeah, for Fox. Fox yeah, is, they loved Fox it. Fox yeah. is super stoked. All right, everybody, we're going to commercial break. Uh, Travis Preston, Chris Kiefer in studio, and uh, Justin Brayton coming up, and then some 450 shootout talk. Jason Thomas will be up. I want you to remember that. This nation speech that you gave us talked about. Oh, we should write this down. I already forgot it. So yeah, see, we already forgot. We'll, it. Yeah. we'll have to rehash. And that, uh, yeah. all right, everybody, we're gonna go to commercial break. We'll be right back after this. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech Engine Services uses the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven, experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. 
Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website, Pulp Nation Code, saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp, and why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team, and we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yeah. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulpamex Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. 
In fact, there's a very high chance ability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who've purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. 
Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. 
Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Just give me the news It can all be lies Exciting over fair Or the right thing at the right time Everything is clear Describe the way it appears A world possessed by the human mind Then I think I smile Then I think you said it's fine And quietly I dress In a world completely possessed by the human mind Welcome back everybody Pop Metro presented by BTOsports.com Fly Racing we're back after two weeks in the new lines, Dan. I'm still getting used to everything. It's really scary. Flow. We're going to learn how to get the flow back. Chris Kiefer, Travis Preston in here. And t- t- together, combined, we have won a Supercross Championship. <laughs> and it's fantastic. Thank you, Travis, for helping us out here. <laughs> Thank you for that, buddy. You're welcome. How many people still want to talk to you about that? And your your Stewart stuff and yeah, the Sorby question. stuff and all that. You still get a lot yeah, of that? Yeah, I... Yeah. I, oh. I do. Um, when you went testing, uh, Chris Kiefer, one of your guys was, and Justin Brayton's coming up, by the way, one of your guys was Brock Tickle. Yeah. Does Tickle know anything about you? Uh, I don't think so. No. Uh, I think he knows that I test for Yamaha, but I, I don't know if like, he do knows that he, I won a championship. Yeah. But he knows you were a factory Honda rider. You used to get right behind Tim Ferry at a lot of races. I, I, I have no idea. We didn't talk about that I know. stuff. Yeah, you're, you know. not a, you're not a guy to ever be like, hey, you're never like that. He just He's a normal guy. We're just talking about dirt bikes. Right. So it was cool. What do you think? Keep I think it. it's kind of weird. Like I was listening to Tomac talk, too, and like, that's the tickle situation. Like I was waiting for Tomac to say, oh, hey, like... Travis, cool man, super crowd. Nah, like, dude, it's no been a one. long time, bro. Yeah. It's a long time now. I yeah. hate to say this, it's old but news. Watson, Watson and I were doing a podcast, our, your buddy Kenny Watson, and we were talking about 1997, like it was, you know, a few years back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we, no, but we were like, you know, yeah, yeah, talk. And dude, it's 21 years ago. It's sad. And I can it? remember it. Like, so if you're 25 years old and listening, you have no memory. Of what we're talking about. No. That's and gnarly. all of us sitting here right now, yeah. it's, you know. Well, Tickle so, is what, mid-20s, right? At least. He, I yeah, asked him. He's 28. And, okay. So. And you finished in 9, 2009? Yeah. 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 Was your last year? Mm-hmm. Tickle so was in. Nine years ago. Tickle, I think, was just so starting. Tickle would have been yeah. just. Yeah, a, he was yeah. just starting. Star right. racing. He was on Star. Yeah, he would have been yeah. on Star probably your last. But but your last couple of years, at, you were at KTM for one year or just two? One? One year. So you didn't race much that year, but no, I didn't race much that year, right? But but what I'm saying is, yeah, it's it's funny that way. So uh, what you're saying is we're old. Yeah, what I'm saying is thanks. we're old. Uh, uh, Justin Brayton coming right up on here on the show. Uh, thanks to Ogio, by the way. Ogio's on board with us. Yeah. So yeah. who's the guy at Ogio now? Pat Lopez. I need to get his email. I need to get his email too. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. I, I I need a gear bag. So and I, why? And I have an Ogio that I've had for ten years. It's Dude, awesome. He asked me, "Do you need bags?" I'm like, "No. My Ogios are fine." Like, so they, I actually I just got a new fly bag. Okay. For my gear. Yeah. So thanks to fly for that. But uh-huh. I want a bag, a carry on for the airport for the plane. Okay. Well, Ogio. Yes. They can hook you up. We'll get you dial in. Travis Preston will have it uh, for himself. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates uh, looking to uh, get into the motorcycle world of things. Um, uh, post your resume for free. Upload your resume for free. It's the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry, MotorcycleJobs.com. Uh, thanks to those guys for coming on. And um, so the job this week. We have is a it's a Polaris. It's a uh, they're doing a slingshot tour program. Uh, it's a small scale event activation program targeted drastically increasing slingshots brand awareness and familiarity. It's a three hundred sixty five day a year program. Wow, dude, you guys had a slingshot. You know that, right? What do you Porter mean? had a slingshot in the back. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. You've seen the slingshot. It's yeah, been, I know, but like, that's funny. Like, why would you bring that up? That's because weird. I just specifically remember going, why does Yamaha have this thing in the back here? And they have one. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so they're looking for an activation, on-site event activation for their slingshot program at Polaris. So that's a job of the week. They got jobs on here from WPS as well. Okay. Uh, KTM, there was, a, there was a KTM tech job open. It, it got filled. Really? Oh. But if we would have had a show the last few weeks, there's a KTM tech job. So lots of things to get involved with marketing and things like that. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. We thank those guys as well. Atlas Brace on board with us. Kiefer, how is that going? I just told you during the break. How is the Atlas Brace thing going with you? So I have been wearing it. Um, not every time, but off and on. And I just wore my second colored brace with some gear the other day. And yeah. And, and so because you're you. Yeah. The Atlas guys knew to send you every single color under the sun. Thank you, by the way, for doing that. And yes, they are right that I probably wouldn't have worn my red Atlas with some blue gear. I yeah, wouldn't have done that. There's no chance. No. Right. So now so I the got... The way they can get this guy to, to wear one, Preston, is by sending him every color. Yeah. yeah so, he's picky about one. Yeah. Look. It's smart. Smart by them. Yeah. So yeah. now I'm wearing them. Yeah. So you're getting used to it. Yeah, I, I, I'm already used to it. Yep. I just It's more of a habit to get it in my gear right. bag and put it in. and yep. It's more that than anything. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting used to it. All right. AtlasBrace.com. Chris Kiefer uh, uses it sort of, kind of. But yeah. he does endorse it. I do. And it's... All right. Yes, I do. Right. I, we can go on and on about this, but yes, I do. Okay. Uh, also, too, we can also go on and on about uh, Vortex uh, bars and sprockets, official uh, sprockets of the Monster Energy Yamaha team, as well as the bars uh, won championships with uh, Babbitts and much more. Vortex Racing has got some cool things in the works for next year. I can't uh, quite let the cat out of the bag yet, but it's exciting. Email jake at vortexracing.com if you want to deal on chains, on sprockets, EK chains, on sprockets, on bars, V3 bars, oversized 7 eighths bars, vortexracing.com. Please and proud to bring you our next guest of the night. This man probably had the coolest story from 2017 Supercross, 2018 Supercross, sorry. And uh, we hope to see more from it in 19. Uh, from Smart Top Bullfrog Spas Honda, Justin Brighton. JB, what's up, man? How are you? Yo, what's happening, guys? Got Travis Preston in studio, Brighton. Hey, Justin. GP, what's happening? Oh, we're hanging out, enjoying it. We've already asked him about uh, Stewart right. and Sorby and 125 Supercross and everything. Sean. Sean Ulikowski, yeah. So. I'm, I'm, yep, yep. I'm, I'm here too, that, Justin, by the way. Story about the, what's up, Kiefer? No, no, just talk to Preston. <laughs> 
So, uh, you know, actually, Justin <laughs> so has a when great I first, story. Well, yeah, okay, finish the story. <laughs> when I first moved to North Carolina, uh, Eula would tell me stories about him and TP on the bicycle and how competitive they are. And I think it's so funny because TP on a motorcycle is just obviously world-class, one of the best. And on the bicycle, bicycle Eula is actually, like, super legit. So. Yeah. TP can't quite get him on the bicycle, and Yulo just rubs it in. He talks hilarious. so much trash to really? me on a bicycle <laughs> yeah. Yeah. for years and years. He's and I good, could never, though, huh? You he's, know what? But awesome. Legit. Hey, Justin, so what I love is you kick his ass on a bicycle. So at least I get that satisfaction <laughs> that somebody yeah. beats him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah you, see the, you see the 22's been going to North Carolina a lot. Like He's riding Monster Cup for JGR. I saw that. He's on a bicycle ride today. Reed's he's buckling down. I, yeah, I texted him the other day if he's looking at some property, if he wants to be neighbors, or what he's thinking. <laughs> what he say? <laughs> he said, yeah, I've actually been looking at some. I know, right? Uh, yeah, he's all in, bro. Yeah. I don't think – like, I talked to some of the guys at Montreal, uh, JGR guys that came up uh, for Alex Martin, and uh, they, they think the deals – they think they can get it done. Good. Like, yeah, I guess good. Suzuki maybe can yeah. pitch in, you know? So they think it's going to happen for Supercross. I mean, again, they're not the guys controlling yeah, things, but it's a they, good fit, for yeah, sure. I think so, right? I mean, uh, yeah, I think it'll work. Yeah. So, um, yeah. hey, congratulations on round one, Justin of the Aussie Supercross Series. How was it? How'd it go? Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Um, you know, obviously not racing for a while. It's always a little bit mm-hmm. strange at the first round, no matter if it's Anaheim or, or whatever it is. You're always a little bit more nervous than usual. So that's kind of my thinking behind this whole program is when not that this doesn't matter over here but when it really matters at anaheim i'm kind of you know six seven eight races deep and mm-hmm. the jitters are gone and then you, you know what to expect from your motorcycle as Kiefer and tp know like at round one it's like you always leave round one oh, I'm, I'm way too soft i'm way too stiff or you just go back to the drawing board where for me round one at anaheim my bike styled under race conditions and, and i kind of know it so and it proved that it worked last year, and this year is no different. But uh, round one here in Australia went went well. I was, mm-hmm. I was fastest in practice and won my heat and won the main. Um, so, yeah, it went, yeah. went kind of as I was hoping. And um, now we've had a couple weeks off to where I've just been, just been riding and kind of getting things situated. We actually landed, uh, and my wife got pneumonia. So she was in the in the hospital for a couple of days. So the whole first week here was like, oh, it was just a mess. So. Um, just getting settled in and, and enjoying our time here. Uh, when's the next round? It is next weekend, the weekend of Motocross Nation. Oh, okay. All right. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. can't believe Australia did that. Like, they right. cost themselves some Yeah, riders. I don't know. That's weird. Um, I know, yeah. Nah, I read a quick uh, synopsis of the race. It sounded like you had a little bit of work to do. You, you didn't lead early on? Am I, am I forgetting that? Or how did No, that... yeah, I got, I got terrible starts. They have this big elevated start, and... I just, I just never got good starts on it all day, and and uh, so I started sixth or seventh. So I had to come by uh, a few guys, Jason Owen and and uh, Dylan Long, an Australian, uh, Reardon, and um, Medi actually was leading, installed his bike. Oh boy, he got it going right right as I went around him. So um, and then I forget who else I had to pass. I had to pass a couple other guys, but yeah, once yeah. I got to the lead, I stretched it out to five six seconds and just kind of kept it there. Yeah. Um... Track, the track looked like super baked, hard yeah. clay. Yeah, I watched the super race. Baked, yeah, yeah, and yeah. It was. Yeah, I said in an interview like the track is, it just has a, a cap to it, like how fast you can go. Mm-hmm. And and it was a day race, so the sun was kind of in our eyes. So, like I said, once I got to the lead, I I like put in a couple decent laps, 
and then I was just kind of like, all right, just chill out, yeah. cruise. And because uh, it was one of them where, where if you push too hard, you could push you, the front end. Or you totally were. Silly, so. you, you guys probably never. Nobody saw this but me here. But I saw. Uh, I was watching the Canadian race on Saturday night. They have live streaming of the, of the Supercross round after Montreal. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me the Australian track ran exactly like the Canadian race. The corners really? were slick. <laughs> the corners were slick. Uh, you can only go yeah. so fast in them. It looked dusty a little bit. Hard packed jumps. You know. That's the worst, yeah. especially when and then the sun's in your eyes. Yeah. that's a bad combination. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. but uh, Justin Brayton, Kiefer, how'd my oh. kit look? You, you good with that, dude? I was just actually we talked about you at the shootout with some people and how well the red on red looked. Yeah, I love that. Good. Yeah, it's pretty sweet, huh? Yeah, it looks good. Maybe get you an Atlas. And I got a new uh, showy replica coming out. Uh, I was wearing. Did you notice that? Okay, so I noticed that it wasn't. I looked. Uh, that's funny you say that. So I went on Showy and looked. Say, there's no. I thought uh, it was a custom painted lid. Only you would do that. No, yeah. because he had the red front piece and it yeah. was mostly red, and they don't sell that. And I was like, that looks bitching. Oh, I want to go back and look now. Yeah. Yeah, because Preston, you're a Showy guy. I'm a Showy guy. And when I was racing, I had a replica helmet as well. Oh, you did? So yeah, I'm, that I'm going to support me, Justin. You pulled it up the other day. Did you make any money? Yeah. I did, yeah. I got yeah. like five bucks a helmet. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's a little bonus check. Uh, Brayton, we got to get you to try another Atlas brace. By the way, we converted Kiefer on on Atlas brace, so if you, uh, you oh, yeah? want to try one again, they, I actually think I have it. a couple of them in the garage. Oh, yeah, yeah have... they they made me some up uh, when I was on KTM's. I no, think, no, no, and... brand new ones since then. That's what I'm talking about. New ones, all new. Oh. Yeah. Um, nice. Hey, so uh, it seems like there's a lot more Americans down there now um, this year, like even in the 250 class. Yeah, yeah. There's quite a few, and yeah. what's funny is. Uh, Ever since I started doing this, I've gotten so many phone calls from riders like, hey, so who should I talk to on this team or that team? And, and actually, Duff put together the deal for Ozzy to come over, and so people are calling him about it. And, nice. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly a dream program for me. Not that I don't really like the Nationals anymore. It's just that I've got a family and, you know, enjoy Riding Supercross more, yeah, and, dude, and, you're, you're, and honestly, the money's way better. Your program yeah. is is on point. Like, no nationals, make more money, yeah. go live in Australia. Right, that's a damn good program. Uh, I th- I would take that for for many riders would take that. I'm sure you know. Um, yeah. Hey, so yeah. what's uh, so this is the third year you're doing this or fourth? This is the third year. Third year. How is the series? How's the crowd? How's the buzz? How's the How's the thing going? How, what are you thinking? Uh, um, is it getting better? Is it staying the same? Is it, are, are, is it cool? Like, yeah, talk about the whole series in general and the growth you've seen uh, in three years. I would say for sure the Ozex Open has helped a ton. It like it brings tons of notoriety to it, and um, the other races are definitely getting better. You know, they'll get five. I think they have five or six thousand people at the first round, which is great. I mean, if you think about how many people are in australia which i want to say 20 million or something don't quote me on that but yeah. I, I want to say i heard that which is like the size of la pretty much so if you think about if it was just la how many people would come to a supercross and it's all spread out throughout the united states so mm-hmm. you get five or six thousand people is good and then at Ozex, i believe they get 14 or fifteen thousand people so um and actually motorsport is is really big like for me um just the local they're the area i stay in there's a lot of guys that just ride motorcycles and they're enthusiasts about it and and um so yeah i, I it seems like it's it's doing yeah. pretty well 
And um, the riders are good, too. Like, Ferris is, is legit. Unfortunately, he got yeah. hurt. Obviously, everyone knows Reardon. He's good. Clout's really good this year. And Meddy. So it's not like it's just a breeze for me to come over here and win. And then the 250 class now is is actually awesome. It's it's fun to watch with Hayes and Osby and Taft. And yeah. um, there's there's quite a few of them and a lot of good Aussies. So it seems like it's it's doing well. I don't mm-hmm. know how much it's grown over the past three years, mm-hmm. but don't know the exact numbers, but it right. seems like the promoters are stoked, and cool. as long as the weather is good, you know, because most of them are outdoors, uh, I think they have good turnouts. Yeah, they uh, they seem all right. I've watched some of the highlights over the years. You know, uh, yeah, it's been good. It's been it's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, and nothing else is really going on. You know, obviously yeah. with the motocross nations now, which is a conflict, but there's really not much going on this time of year other than a few overseas races. And I believe that the promoters kind of speak like, "Hey, wins Percy, wins." Geneva, we're not going to do it on those days. So they all kind of um, have an understanding of that. Yeah, we missed you in Montreal. Eric would have definitely brought you up if uh, if it worked out. Yeah, I was supposed to go, actually. I was committed to a press conference and everything, and then the Aussie schedule came out, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you're, man, I was, I was pretty bummed. But well, your, your new teammate. I'm still doing Bercy. Go ahead. In uh, Geneva Ber- and Torino. So. Oh, you're going to do Torino, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your, your new teammate swept Montreal, Malcolm Stewart. Swept it. Yeah, yeah. He looked like he was on it, huh? Yeah, I know. He rode really well. He was really good. Uh, I don't think he's in the uh-huh. shape he needs to be in, like for 17 rounds of Supercross, but his speed is still mm-hmm. there, that's for sure. I mean, it was 10 lappers. Yeah, I think that's one of his things is with Tony and, and yeah. Mike is get him in good shape. That's what they're yeah. hoping. And then, I mean, I think he'll be solid if he can get in, they, in good shape. They talked about in the interviews how this is just an off-season thing, but in talking to Tony at Montreal, it did seem like he thinks they can pull it together for the series. So, I don't know. Brady. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. feel like it's a whole series thing. But just a trial run, I think it's smart for Genova to do that, right? If they didn't get along and yeah, yeah. they didn't like Malcolm or Malcolm didn't like them, then they, yeah. they don't have a four-year commitment. Yeah. So, if we're like, all right, we'll help you out. You know, I'm gone in Australia anyway, so all my equipment's there. Yep. So, why not throw them on a bike and they've got plenty of parts. So. Right. Um, so yeah, fir- but I see it happen in the whole year as well. Yeah, the first year. Uh, by the way, if you have a question for Justin Brayton, 702-586-7857. We have him all the way down in Australia right now. Um, i got to get down there, man. Have you ever been to Preston? I have. It's great. You've been to Australia? Yeah. It's Did you race there or what did you do? Uh, I was there working, actually. What? Uh, Australia is buys the most. Um, is it, I can't. It's WR or FXs. Okay. I think it's WRs. Yeah. They buy the most. Yeah. So we went to do a test there. Oh wow! Just to see how the bike would work because they sell so many of them, and everybody was so nice. I had the best time ever. Yeah. So that's why I want to ask Justin, like, how is it racing with the guys there? Like, are you friends with everybody? It seems like a really relaxed atmosphere when I was there. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It kind of reminds me of my arena cross days where just everybody's friends and um, you practice together. Like I practice with a lot of guys that I race. And, yeah, that's awesome. And outside of racing, everybody's super nice, especially with having kids. You know, sometimes you can go to restaurants and your kid's fussy and, and um, people can look at you weird. Where in Australia, almost every restaurant has a place specifically for kids. Like they have a playground basically in their restaurant. So there's slides and toys to play with. So you can basically like shove your kids over in the corner and then you can enjoy a dinner <laughs> and then the waitresses and waiters are super nice i guess i really really in, enjoy my time over here i mean i wouldn't continue to come over if i didn't yeah. but we stay like you know super close to the beach and i was just thinking yesterday on my bicycle ride i'm like what better place to do like a train you know everyone talks about boot camp where like what better place to do a boot camp and then also race you know every few weeks 
than Australia. Like I'd, it's kind of happened by luck with with Honda, you know, wanting to be a part of this program. But um, I, I I just love it, man. Where did you go, TP? Over here. Uh, I was in Torquay. I was staying with the CDR team. Okay, yeah, yeah, Craig, yeah, yeah. So I stayed Craig there Dak. in 2010. I came over for for Dak. Uh, when I was with JGR, and we stayed in Torquay as well. It's it's awesome there, huh? Yeah, it's a great little town, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. They have World world uh, Surfing or something right down the road in Bell's Beast. Did you go check that out? I did, yeah. They they say that's the best uh, surf spot in the world. In the world. Is there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I got to get down there. I want to go. I want to go. Yeah, they, they say in Torquay, I guess it's it's the best place to learn how to surf or go sea surfing because you have the biggest waves. And then I guess on the other side of the beach, there's the smallest waves. Yeah, sharks. So you have like sharks and mm-hmm. sharks. Oh yeah, who knows about that? They didn't talk <laughs> yeah, about yeah. that, but I guess the surfing <laughs> is great there. So I'm sure the sharks are great. Sharks. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm bicycling on the coast yesterday, and it's like like Carlsbad or something. You're on PCH, you know, you're riding along, and I just see whales out there jumping. Like it's whale season right now. Wow. They're migrating north. Yeah, I guess. yeah, that's cool. So I mean, I was just thinking like that is that's just amazing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, got a question for Justin Brayton, brought to you by Vortex Racing. 702-586-7857. Um, hey, so first year you went down there, Justin, you uh, had a program and you came into into Supercross and it didn't go as well as you would have liked. Last year you were more settled, you had your practice tracks, everything else. You, you really credited your program in Australia to, to, to the good start in America this year. I take it you're doing the same thing you did last year and you learned a little bit and, and this is how you're doing it this this year? Yeah, nothing's really really changing at all. The mm-hmm. bike has pretty much stayed the same. They've made a few changes, which has been for the better, but pretty much my suspension has stayed very similar. Um, you know, Everything is really similar, which that, to me, that's everything. Like To be able to have a couple seasons on the same motorcycle, yep. as, as you guys know, as riders, it's like there's – you can't really there's no substitute for that and then so much race time that i've had on it um i would say the first year why i didn't do well was i was on the 16 honda in australia and then middle of december i jumped on the 17 which was a totally new bike and we didn't have many parts for it and no Mm -hmm. no chassis pieces and parts so i really struggled that year but last year yeah i think it proved that to me anyways it's it's working and yeah no no different this this year i feel great um Everyone's going to say that, but I'm I'm on the same motorcycle, same yeah. team, same same everything. So I don't see why it would would be much different. So I don't know if you answered that in that that synopsis. Are you on the same spec there than you are here? Yeah, yeah. So my deal with Honda Australia is I have to be on the same bike as I'm on in the state. So XPR does all the engines. Um, Showa, Adrian at Showa does my suspension. It's the exact same suspension that I raced in the States. Um, same same clamps on X-Trig clamps and uh, Renthal bars. So, yeah, pretty much identical bike as I'm on in the States, yeah. A couple of little pieces that XPR doesn't do over here, but mm-hmm. nothing that's like a major, major difference. Um, what is a major difference for you? And we've had them in studio. You lost Tony Berluti. Berlut just checked out. Man, oh. you know what I think? What? Steve, I think Berlut just used me for a win, man. He, comes <laughs> in, he knew he knew I was going to win Daytona because I'm so good at Daytona. Right, right, yeah. And then that's it, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, yeah. He wanted one last win. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's that's too bad. Yeah, uh, Berlut. We obviously he's uh, he comes in studio here a lot. That's too bad. He just. He loved you yeah. guys. He, you know, he, he loved working with you and everything else. But man, he just hates traveling, and it just got to him. Yeah, especially. he hates it. Even 
halfway through the season, he would like show up at rounds, just like, oh, I had a delayed flight or canceled flight. And right, um, I actually called him. Uh, I don't know, it's been three weeks or so, and just like gave it one last run. <laughs> come on, man! Like, come on. So maybe we need Pulp Nation to to step up and like, oh, I know, I don't know, get There's a pole going or something. Get I, maybe all first class tickets for the year. Well, when he was on last time, I said, look. If they said a hundred grand super cost only, would you do it? He's like, nope. Really? Yeah. He's like, nope. Wow. <laughs> yeah, hey, kidding. fuck off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's basically what he said to me. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it's too bad, man. Do you know who's going to be your guy yet? Do you, do you have uh, somebody f- picked out? Yeah. So I think Aaron, who worked for Jake last year, okay. will, be, yep. will be my guy. Which he's awesome. I mean, uh, of course, it'd be cool to have Berluti back. We had such a good connection, but. Um, you know, it's not like I'm going to have a, a bad mechanic. Aaron's awesome. He deserves it. And um, so I'm stoked to work with, with him. He'll start, he'll come to some of the overseas races, and then Duff will still be my practice guy, and yep. Duff will come to the overseas races as well. So it uh, worked well last year. And yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm stoked. So um, it should be good. How's the Bullfrog Spa that we we got you? Uh, we helped you get you. Dude, it's win. amazing. You got it delivered and everything? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's like a mini swimming pool for my, my four year old daughter <laughs> yeah. swims in it. And yeah, the thing's so cool. Uh, it's super cool. What about what about Atlanta? Okay, so we talked about this in the post race interview, and I think you're on the show. Uh, the, how did the, the bonus? How did the bonus so come wait, out? The interviews that you did in Atlanta with everybody who didn't was, make the night show. Yeah, it was good. But okay. I got Brayton in yeah, there. Yeah, fantastic. It was really right, good. Okay. <laughs> did we? Uh, uh, so bonuses like what for winning the that one that one main? yeah yeah so I didn't get anything for that but. For my deal this year, I negotiated it in. So free uh, promoter, I negotiated a little bit, yeah. and then um, because I get heat race bonuses, like a heat race win bonus, and it's actually pretty decent. So I feel like it should be maybe the same, so or maybe even a little bit more than a heat race win bonus. So I negotiated that in. So top three per minute and the overall. So nice. I, yeah. I feel like you should be rewarded for a win, right? Or top yeah, three absolutely. In, in each man. Preston, so these triple crowns came in, and nobody knew how to pay the riders, right? Because there's three mains. Yeah, I remember that. And, and all the teams and riders are like, "Hey, do I get paid?" And teams are like, "No." Some teams were paying heat races. Some, uh-huh. some weren't. Like it was a big thing in the pits, like because I was asking around, like, "Hey, how do, how do you get paid for these triple crown things?" And a bunch of guys are like, "It's bullshit." I just get paid, you know. So overall. I bet this year, like like Justin was saying, yeah, all yeah. the riders got it locked well, down. Sh- this but they year. should. It, yeah. it, you absolutely you should. To. Everyone's on the line. It needs to be. They're calling it a main, right? Yeah. So it let's... needs to be either at least a heat race win or more. So, so Justin, are you saying you're getting paid like a main event now? No, no. So you know, which you probably had it too, TP to win a heat. It's what four or five or yeah, I, yeah. I, I think, think it was five thousand miles racing. So. Yeah. Yeah, so now it's pretty much the same. It's going to be four or five grand to win each one, and then actually even top three. Like, to get third in, in one of the triple crowns, you still go to the podium, you still get interviewed. Yeah, you're on TV. Like, yeah. I feel like you should at least get a couple grand for that. So, And Genova's super cool with that stuff. Like, if you're doing well, he'll yeah. totally hook you up. So I'll get per man, and then the overall. If Like, at Atlanta, I won the first man, and then ended up getting fourth overall. So I'll get X amount for the – the triple crown, the, the first place, which won't be, you know, be five grand or something, yeah. and then uh, you get fourth place bonus. So, and uh, yeah, if anybody wants to see the the epitome of a of a guy going for it, if freeze, watch freeze if he's in sixteenth in the main. <laughs> Sixth, <laughs> Moto Concepts pays for fifteenth and higher. 
Oh, and okay. 15th is yeah. good. For it's me, it's just 10th. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, so you can kind of negotiate each one. Right, yeah, yeah. so so Brayton's 11th and Freeze is 16th. You guys want to see some. Hey, that, that's good information to have. <laughs> yeah. so I, I see Justin in 11th. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, uh, Freeze, what did, Freeze did something this year because he was in 16th, and someone was like, yeah, dude, he needs 15th, and he just pinned it and went for it and cartwheeled. Dude, I, I forget what race it was. And it's not like he gets a grand. It's no, like, no, no, yeah. Probably five grand or more. Yeah. For, wow. Dude, I like this team. So, yeah. It's, yeah, it yeah. sounds good. This is a pretty cool team. Like, it's a different atmosphere over yeah. there, and it's, the payout's kind of different. Everything's yeah. kind of – It's motivating. Yeah. Dude, I can't believe, like, like Tony Alessi. Like, he's a good manager. Hey, so People I figured like this out. He's Mem- really changed. Yes. So remember I told – I he's tweeted good. this out. Yeah. He's really good. I tweeted this out. I was like, I love Gruden. I'm a Gruden. You're, I like Gruden. Yeah, you're Gruden grinder. I, unless he's kind of like the Gruden of the moto. Like, that's the kind of guy you want to be around. If you're a dirt bike, if you're racing, that's the guy you want on your team to do everything he can for you. And if you're doing something, he's in your ass. I like he's that. He's in your ass. No, but you know he's what I'm saying. He's on your ass. He's on your ass. Okay. In your ass. Well, you say weird. ram it up your ass, so it's the same thing. Yeah, okay. So he, he's in your shit a little bit. And then he's 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 all in on you. Like I like that. You know? I just like the fact of you know I I knew him back in the day when he was a little crazy, and then I saw him maybe a year ago, and he was a compl- completely different guy. <laughs> you know, and and he admits where he went wrong and yeah. mistakes he made, and I think that's awesome. People don't do that. Uh, right? What's funny, Brayton, is he was telling me how he brought Mookie up to Montreal to beat his son. Like he's going against Michael Lessie. You know <laughs> what I mean? Cool. Like, like he's just yeah. like I can't believe it. But I'm here to beat everybody, yeah. including Michael Lessie. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I saw a picture of him actually standing next to Mookie in Montreal. Yeah, and he has his his glasses on with his smart top hat, and like he looked like a legit, sophisticated manager. <laughs> just like yeah. it kind of was weird for me to see that. Cause I'm like, that's right. who he is now. Right. He's no longer like the mini dad. He's a really good. Uh, like legit team manager. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just telling the guys at the track today because they, they were kind of asking, and I get asked all the time, like, hey, how, how's Tony? And I was just saying once again, like, the guy will do anything for you. Yeah. Like 4 a.m., you know, driving to the engine shop, driving to <laughs> yeah. XPR to get this or do that. And yeah, that's that's definitely the guy you want on your side. And um, I'm, I couldn't be happy, honestly. Like, I'm, I'm stoked with the program. Um, I feel like I should know this. Are you doing Monster Cup? Does that work out or no? No, I won't be doing Monster Cup, no. Okay. Uh, all right, let's get some phone calls. Uh, Skippy, what's your question for Justin Brayton? Yeah, what's going on, guys? What's happening? Hey, uh, chilling, chilling. Man, so uh, I started riding a lot more again and doing some races and stuff like that, and my cardio is pretty good throughout my motos, but my uh, intensity seems to be pretty down, like waiting around all day for the second motos, and I was just curious if you had some advice on warming up and stuff like that, so I'm not all... Uh, Petered out after waiting around in the sun all day. Second moto, what do you think? Drink a yeah, we slam a Red Bull. Same issue <laughs> uh, at uh, at Supercross too. If you get out of the heat, you have like an hour and a half, or sometimes two hours until the main event. So for me, I have a Concept Two rower in the in the semi that I use all the time. I feel like it's the best thing for moto because for one, you can get your heart rate pretty high. For two, it's a full body. Some guys use bicycles, but. I tried that. I don't really like it. To get your heart rate up to a certain zone, you have to, you know, you got to go pretty hard. So on the rower, uh, that helps me a ton. And I'm kind of the same way. The older I've gotten, the more you tend to go towards endurance sports, like a longer bicycle ride. I like doing better now rather than the short intense, but obviously I have to keep that short intense um, for moto. So um, I really like the rower, man. It might be hard to lug it around to your yeah, local, to your local track, track. right? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. What do you think, Preston? Get ready. Uh, yeah, for me, when I, I I love riding the bicycle. Yep. For me, the bicycle I could do, and it's something where I could just put my head down, loosen up, get my heart rate high, but then also you know think about the race, the mm-hmm. lines, where I want to start. Right. So yeah, I think it's super important to warm up. All right, there you go, Skippy. Anything else? Congrats. Uh, uh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. Be good. Right, see you. Got a phone issue. You got a, you got a new studio? <clears throat> yeah. We moved to a new house. So. Dang. Yeah. New yeah. house. Making that money over studio. there in Vegas. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, what, what can you do? It's Paul Brayton. You should see it. It's like three stories mansion It's status. only three stories really? because you live in the city and you can't, you have land, so you just it's build up. It's still big. It's big. It's huge. It's, 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 uh. Hey, TP, is it true mean. that. Is the is the one second that Kiefer posted about the other day? Is that true? Was it a legit second or more that you had Kiefer by? Uh, is it a sore subject? No, it's 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 not a sore subject. I think it's a great subject. Um, <laughs> Shit. Okay. Because you know, Justin, as you know, I, I sit in an office now, oh, and, and I don't get to ride as often as I used to. But uh, yeah, the yeah. the skill's still there. And Chris is still a second behind. And I like pressure. So if it comes down to like a fifteen lap main. No. You know, I just keep getting faster and faster. I'm not a one-lap sprint so you kind got of him, guy. You got him covered then. Yeah, so my time just keep dropping and dropping and dropping. But, dude, I love riding with Chris. We get so pumped up. and uh, It's like a national, JB. It's like when, he, when him and I are together, really? it's like we don't talk very much. We'll say hi to each other. We'll nod. And then we'll get the times. And then I'll, I'll usually I end up being the one pissed off because he has me so like like no joke I, I, you know the the thing you posted that last corner like i literally went for i don't know if any rider could have beaten me in that last Dude. corner like i was gonna crash <laughs> yeah because i knew where the finish that's line awesome. was and i was just going i for felt it. like that's a glitch in the lip pro right there. like seriously when i ride with you i pack my gear back to know that if like if i go down <laughs> yeah and i have to go to the hospital like everything's organized right right right, right? i call yeah. allison she knows what's going on like everything's like <laughs> set in place because it's hammered down Hey, if I'm within Where a were second, at? Uh, sunrise. Yeah, if I'm within a second of TP, okay. it's a win for me. Like it I'm is. close. He, so. He's a former factory yeah. rider, yeah. Supercross champion. I'm yeah. sorry. He's just you know. Yeah. What are you gonna do? We were teammates, Mathis. You know that. Yeah, uh, MDK. Yeah, yeah, but but I, I think short, the story that's cooler. Short lived, yeah, short lived, right? Yeah. And, and then the, you know, we, me and Justin have a lot in common because I think we're both owed money from MDK. Okay, yeah. So we have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> but also, and JGR teammates. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, Hangtown when yeah. you did Hangtown for and, and Factory Connection, right, Justin? Oh yeah, oh, I totally forgot See, about and that. And you told me that. Yeah, story. So I raced TP's bike. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I thought that's how you got. Yeah, I so tell. Up. To, yeah, so I showed up to uh, basically I got a call from Buddy Antonez. It was after the Arena Cross Series 2004. Buddy man's like, hey, just talk to Kehoe. They're doing a tryout at the Honda track for a fill in for uh, TP was hurt and also Billy Leninovich. So I got on a plane the next day, flew out there, and for the tryout, I was the only one there. And I, I was riding Billy's bike, and I believe Mick was out there with me. And um, so I get done. And Kehoe's like, all right, you want to uh, race St. Louis this weekend? I was like, all right, yeah, sweet. So I follow him to Garnet, get boots and, and all this. Well, then, so I was practicing on Billy's practice bike. And then I show up at the race, and I'm racing TP's bike. And he has, like, a works tranny in it. So second gear was, like, way different. <laughs> the thing had so much power. It was unbelievable. But, yeah, so I raced uh, TP's bike. And that's where I met Yulo for the first time. And, 
Yeah, that, that was crazy. Long time ago, but so, so um, sort of teammates. Cool Obviously, more to the story, but yeah, yeah. sort of, yeah. But and, and I'm sure you know, uh, Sean, you're still having to pay Sean some some type of money from that, right? Because Sean wants to take credit for everything. <laughs> like Sean's very big on the bonus program. Yeah, 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 very big, very big on the bonus program, keeping track of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good times. Well, hey, JB, thank you for yeah. your time on the show. Hold Appreciate on, I got it. one before okay. we leave right. here. Go ahead. This is for all of us. Yeah, this is a little. This is not for JB, but this is good for JB to listen to. If you had to choose, you only could choose one. You have a long set of long, deep whoops. Okay? Long set. You picking Mookie or JB to go through the fastest? Oh, boy. That's easy. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. That's hard. Why is that hard? Because I think JB's going to go through every time. But they're both really good at whoops. Yeah, how many laps do they have to go through? Um, <laughs> five. I'll probably take Mookie for five, but I would take JB for any more than five. Okay. <laughs> I'm just taking JB. Probably right. Mookie can hit some whoops, but Mookie can hit some. But but there's I think no, I could challenge him for sure for whoop to whoop, even if yeah. it's just one time. I feel like I got that extra little bit in me, but yeah, for twenty. I'm not gonna do that extra Mookie, extra little bit. Mookie's gonna make a mistake over race, five though. laps. Uh, he's gonna get a little wild, so. Um, the reason why I say that because I saw that in in Canada they had some yeah. big set for a little bit yeah, before it was they big shaved set. him down. And yeah. I was thinking about JB. I was like, oh, he'd be good right here. Yeah, yeah. Mookie was head and shoulders like, and I said to him, I'm like, hey man, you look like you have everybody covered in the whoops. He's like, ah, I felt like my corners are good. I'm like, okay, all right, I can watch the Canadians <laughs> can barely get through there, but okay, corners sure, corners are good too, yeah. Mookie. But really, I see three to four seconds right there. Right in that whoop section. So, yeah. uh, anyways, uh, JB, thanks for your time. I appreciate it all the way from Australia. Um, I'm hopefully you're meeting some Pulp MX fans down there. They uh, they really like us in Australia. So, that's awesome that you're spending some time with us. Uh, good luck in the series, and uh, we'll talk soon, man. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for having me. See all you guys. Right. All right. Yeah. See you. Justin Brayton, everybody, on his way after round one uh, win. Brought to you by uh, Vortex Vortex Racing. Email Jake at vortexracing.com. Ek chains. Bars, sprockets, same sprockets that uh, Justin Barsha and Cooper Webb use at Monster Energy Yamaha. Are you aware of that? I, I am. Yeah. We use stock where, where I am. We have to. So <laughs> So when you wear out a stock sprocket and R&D, you put another stock one on? Of course, yeah. You can't do anything with the teeth? You well, no. I mean, because part of our job, you know, how long does a sprocket last? How does it look? I mean, if something's wrong, if I have to change a sprocket every five hours. Do you, can you change the number of teeth? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah but, but stock. It's, it's still the stock. It's still the stock. stock yeah, yeah, yeah. You always want to keep but it stock. I always found so. it funny. Like I used to work at a dealership way back in the day in the early nineties. I worked at a Honda dealer, and people would come in and order an, a different tooth stock sprocket from Honda. And you're like, but we have all of these. Uh, no, mm -hmm. uh, I wanna, well, I want to steal. You know, at, Honda sprocket. Okay, but after now working in testing, uh, like yeah. I totally get that because I would be the same way now. Because I know how much tests and each, you know... Criteria. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's there's so much development and standards. It's a, it's a sprocket. No, it's not. No, it's not. There's so many things that have to go into that sprocket. It has to last so many hours. It has to weigh this much. There's so much engineering involved that the sprocket companies don't spend that much time. I'm not. Well, does Sunstar make the stock sprockets still? I, I, I think know. Sunstar makes the Yamaha. They used to, at least. Yeah, and I, I remember that stock rock. They made stock Honda ones, too, yeah. back in the day, way back in the day. Uh, a few more phone calls here. Jason Thomas coming up. And uh, speaking of Australia, Quaid, what's up, man? How are you? 
Quaid. Quaid. Remember that? Long time, long time listener. First time caller. Oh, that. thank you, buddy. Sort of stuff. Um, a couple of questions. First, do you matter? I was in Canada a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. Um, and tried poutine. You tried poutine? Uh, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Had the sort of traditional, apparently, it's got all the traditional stuff in Quebec. And then more of a... Um, fast food type one at the Loose Moose in Toronto. Oh, Loose Moose. I've, what... I've been to Loose Moose. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good uh, looking good craft here on tap there. I've been getting stuck there for a while. Um, just wondering what, what sort of food in do you prefer? Because obviously there seems to be um, any, a few different types. Any kind of poutine. I just, here's the problem. Yeah. Are we here's, talking about this right now? Here's the problem. The, the, stop fucking it up everybody like like they add bacon or ham or mm. or different types of shit sour cream and chop like stop it stop it it's just it's just <laughs> cheese curds it's gravy it's fries that's poutine don't make it special don't do any it's like the, these jerk offs that add these stupid stuff to pizza just make it what it is just do it just just make it poutine is what it is and stop adding everything stock. to it just leave it stock leave it stock and in canada i noticed from the last times i was there they start Kind of add shit to it. Hmm. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, just just anyway. and, and even fast food poutine is not bad. Like A and W is not bad. Good shit. Anyway, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why all the guys and like you get a lot of people complaining about it. Like the US guys, are they just like giving you shit, or do they genuinely not like it? Because it's good stuff. All right. What else? Anything else? Um. Yeah. Just sort of the, maybe one for Keeper and TP. Um, I've been on KTM's run for quite a few, and I really love the flex and steel that I get on the steel frame. Your, your, your phone's kind of breaking up. Can we hear? Do we know what he's saying? Or, uh, he's talking about KTM. KTM. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. You got it. Your phone's hang, just. Hang, hang on. Hang on. Just a sec. Try and make it better. How's that? Is better. A little better. Yeah. Um, I've been on um, changing to gaming. I've been on KTM for quite a few years, and I love the sort of flex and the sort of feedback feel I get through the steel frame. But um, I love gaming forks. I love the forks are unreal. So just on the day, get up to that. You can sort of help I can't do it. I can't do it. I sorry, Quaid. Your phone is not making sense. Quaid. What's he? What, what? What's he talking? Thank about? God, because I couldn't understand him. So he's talking I, about his KTM. Yeah. He wants to maybe get a Yamaha. So I, I, and I, something about the steel frame, and he just got a Yamaha. No, I don't know, but I couldn't yeah, handle yeah, that anymore. Okay, I'm sorry, Quaid. I apologize. Dirt bike Mike, what's up? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. What's happening? Uh, I got something for all three of you. Um, <clears throat> number one, first, thank you, Chris, for doing the tire shootout. I got the Michelin front tire, and uh, I think it made the difference to help me win this weekend uh, in a race, the first, first race on a 450. So, Congrats. Thank congrats. You. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I, I always follow the stuff you put out. Thank you. Um, I am the biggest James Stewart fan in the world. and uh, so Preston. Uh, uh, yeah, funny you say that. <laughs> I really, there's one motorcycle rider that really makes me upset, and that's Travis, Travis Preston. All for one incident. I remember, I remember when that happened, and I remember being so upset I was shaking wow. when that happened. And I, when I watch replays, like I tell you what, James is the only person who legitimately 
gets me emotional when I watch Fardabar or whatever on YouTube. Imagine how upset Preston was when he just pulled out in front of him. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I I just, I'll never see that objectively, and that's just the way it's going to be. Okay. Well, he was checking on him after to make sure he was okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Making sure he was okay. Let's not, let's not, the bullshit's going to get me upset. You're going to get me upset. All right. Um, And the last thing I want to say is uh, I reached out to uh, Raining Yellow because I believe I am the truest James Stewart fan, and I challenged him to a race to figure out who's the greatest James Stewart fan, and uh, he did not respond. So I'm just putting it out there. What do you think? Do you think this is worth pursuing? I know he got an injury, but uh, Um, I think it's important. I run the number 259 for a reason, and I Wow. You run 259? That's that's bold. Dude, I've ran that for 15 years, all just to try to, like, once – once he started having issues as far as injuries and getting banned, I'm like, I can't get rid of a number now. I gotta, I gotta show solidarity. So it's stuck. So I'm wow. So I'm I'm serious about it, and uh, you know, I just I just feel like I I've earned it a little bit more. I've, I've shed more tears over James's wins and losses. Well, so. congratulations, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and we're sorry. Yeah, and we're sorry. Yeah. Did you fi- did you yeah. like the Finding Stu vlog we did? Two part vlog. I. My heart rate, I had my heart rate monitor on when that was on, and I don't think I dropped below 155 just sitting on the couch watching that. It was very, <laughs> it was very emotional for me. Good to hear. And, uh, and I was also very, very sad to, to see the, the, the conclusion. But uh, I really respect it. Like, I love that, like, this guy's folklore. I mean, I think AJ Catanzaro is doing the 259 replica. That just got me so excited. It's like you can make a video, you know, screwing around in Florida pretending to find this guy. Yeah. And it actually gets a million views. It's like there's never been a guy like him. And no. there probably never will be. No, I would agree. Uh, he was something special. He's the most talented dirt bike rider I've ever seen in my life. Yep. Um, Absolutely. Without a doubt. And uh, he's a second. I love when people will say he never accomplished much or he was you know he's the second all-time AMA winningest rider right right perfect season come on you know what I love I love when people come up to me and go you know what Travis you're the only guy to beat James Stewart on 125 (laughs) (laughs) that is true damn right Uh, (laughs) not really not really Langston okay but he, he missed two rounds but then he won every round yeah that he wasn't there but Langston did beat him in a title but you beat him straight up in a title yeah yeah um yeah. My 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 actual question. I was just <clears throat> just kind of messing around with you guys. My actual question is: What do you three think was James's truly greatest year? I, I think it's easy to say when he was on a 125, but I think that it requires a different kind of skill to do to win on a 450. Mm. So you guys have more experience. What do you think was truly the greatest year of James Stewart? Oh, that's easy for me. Okay, because I tell this story all the time. Uh-huh. Um, it was 2007. And it was me and Kevin Windham were on that uh, for Factory Connection. Yep. And that was a year where I think Ricky was racing part-time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ricky would come out and he would get the whole shot over James. And then halfway through the main event, James would start jumping. The biggest rhythm sections you've ever yeah. seen would pass Ricky on like lap 10 and then barely beat Ricky. And he did this for a couple races in a row. Mm-hmm. So then we, me and Kevin would always walk the track together every weekend. And then me and Kevin would start making jokes of like, 
what is the crazy <laughs> jump that Bubba's going to jump this weekend? Right. And I was telling this story to somebody. I think I can't remember who it was, and it was it was another rider. And he goes, "You know what? I remember you and Kevin talking about that." Oh no way! Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, at yeah, walking yeah, the track yeah, behind yeah. us. Right, right, right. And he awesome. heard me and Kevin talking and about. You guys this. are like, "Do you think he could quad this?" Yeah, yeah, probably. He, literally, he yeah. was jumping shit that me and Kevin. I well, mean, Kevin, you know Kevin Wind. Yeah. He, he jumped yeah, yeah, yeah. shit, and yeah. Kevin was like, "There's no way he's going to hit this." The, the year Ricky hit the boat was simply because James. <laughs> they were they were following the right. whoops after the finish. And James was going faster, and Ricky would match him, and James would be faster. And Ricky, I mean, James just baited him until like, all right, watch this, and he then Ricky was unbelievable. Just, and Ricky just ate, went in the boat because I think yeah. he was like, I, I got to match this guy. Yeah. You know, um, he was he was good that year. Yeah, unbelievable for sure. Um, yeah, it's a good story for sure. Um, yeah, so 2007, Mike. All right, that's uh, that'll be the bar to bar I watch next. Do so. you uh, do you want a pro filter kit for your uh, for your bike? Man, I need that so bad. Sold through Power Sports Dealers Nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter or high-quality premium air filter for your next service. Pulpamex 35 is the code at checkout, MaximaUSA.com. There's a real option for riders to not have to clean an air filter ever again. ProFilter, uh, we thank those guys at ProFilter, MaximaUSA.com. Stay on the line. Marks will get your info, and uh, you get a ProFilter oil kit for your bike. All thank right? you so much, fellas. You have a great night. Thanks, See man. Up, Appreciate it. Uh, Kurt wants to ask Kiefer about a front tire. What's up, Kurt? Hey, Steve, uh, just wanted to, before I start on that question for Kiefer, I wanted to know why the hell you didn't have any of you singing on Spinning Stew blog, man. That, with your voice, I don't know how you didn't incorporate that. The singing? Yeah. Yeah, I probably should have. Uh, sorry, it was post-production problems. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Now, for Kiefer, though, uh, I'm uh, I'm a front and steering type of guy, and I... I'm in looking for a new tire right now. I'm on a piece of crap uh, Dunlop Fifty uh, One, and yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm not, I'm in Idaho, and uh, it's really not a good combo. I bought it when I was in Michigan. It wasn't too bad, but uh, anyway, I'm, I'm debating between the the new Thirty Three from Dunlop, the Starcross Five, and then the new MXST when it comes out. So. Just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, that's a tough question. There's a, there's a couple that are really good. And are you riding mostly uh, soft, intermediate stuff? Uh, Idaho's pretty hard pack, so it you know it gets hard and baked, and then a little dusty on top. Okay, well then that kind of switches what I was going to say. Then I would say, for me, um, I don't really like anything hard pack from Dunlop as a front tire. I'm a big front end tire, uh, front uh, steering rider myself. And I yeah. like uh, for traction for hard pack is Michelin Starcross medium. I think that is the best for me for steering in front uh, wheel traction and hard pack conditions. If I want to cut down and kind of get away from a blown out berm or just something where I need some more feel. Um, if and run, I and run higher pressure than you would normally. Yeah, thirteen point yeah. five is yeah. a good pressure. Um, yeah. I'm I, for uh, actually too. If you can find. They don't make them anymore, but they're still out there. Is Dunlop 3S. I still like that tire, even though when conditions get hard, I like that tire as well. I like that tire better than 33, and I think Travis will disagree with me because we've talked about this. He, he doesn't mind the 33 as much. For me, I like a 3S front tire better just for traction and bite. Okay. Um, but okay. those would be my two pick for medium to hard condition. Okay. So cool. if you can find some 3Ss or just a Starcross medium, those would be mine. But um, 
yeah, if you can find 3S, buy a couple because they're not going to be out. They're not going to be available anymore. Okay, sweet. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Dale, you want to talk about the Alpine Star Medical Crew? Yeah, um, I was actually wondering, I don't know if you guys would know, but how does somebody get to volunteer with those guys? I mean, I got, you know, some some of the certification that would that would be required to do that. Uh, I have but, no idea. I don't know, Kiefer. Really? Yep. So I have a buddy, yeah. Joe Aloff, he used to race Supercross and Motocross, and now he's a fireman, and he does do that sometimes for the guys. But I also think he knows the guys pretty well. Um, so that might be something that you might have to know Doc or someone close so they can trust you. They're not just going to hire gotcha. some random dude with some certification that they don't know nothing about. Right. So, I mean, that's something that you need to know someone to get into, you know? Yep. Right. I, 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 work, I work for ambulance company and everything. So, I mean, but yeah. Maybe, yeah and I, and I'm sure you uh, probably would be qualified, but, I mean, that's like you saying, hey, I can test. Can I work for yeah. you? And I'm like, well, shit, yeah, right. but I don't know you, yeah. you know? Yeah. Right. Maybe I didn't talk to you right. see if Thanks, man. Maybe knows them. Hey, man, um, your sponsors are awesome. I just got bought a man for my bike, and I, I went over at BTO and picked it up, and oh, cool! Saved a whole bunch of money with those guys. Oh, awesome! Yeah, tons B- of money. BTOSports.com. They're great, man. They're great, and they've yeah. been part of our show for eight years now. So, oh, I know. I go. That's why I go over there mostly because cool. You guys saved me a bunch of money with them. Well, thank you. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Yep. All right. Yep. Dark side. What's up? You want to talk to Preston? Yeah, I got a question for TP about uh, our buddy Kiefer. So we know Kiefer is a master tester, the guru. He's uh, He watches all the technique of all the pro riders. But I want to know what TP thinks that Kiefer could improve on to get better. Good question. Oh, so, you know, that's an easy question because I was thinking about that when I was looking at the lit, lit pro data. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I was impressed. Kiefer pulled me in the tight section. Oh, and I thought that I'd pull Chris in the tight section. So I started thinking and looking back at the, at, at the data, and I pull Chris in the fast, you know, sketchy sections. So I think that's where you need to pick up time is the faster high-speed stuff. Yeah, and I've always been, that's uh, truth, like when I go ride with, I have a friend, you know, Gary Sutherland, he rides works races, and I've always, I'm always off pace if it's high-speed, square-edgy, but if it's tighter, ruddy, um, technical, I'm better in that stuff. Your corners are really good. Like I was impressed with those tight corners. Yeah, just roll corners good. I've been and you get on the gas early. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Is that you think that's technique or just uh, need bigger balls and go, to go faster in the high speed stuff? Uh, no, I, I think I, actually for Chris, it's just bigger balls. You know, he's uh, <laughs> he has a family, kids, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Gary would agree probably. Oh, yeah, uh, he would totally agree. Uh, Darkside, thanks for those tickets, man, for the live show. Yeah, man, I emailed that guy, um, so okay. if he's listening still, email me back. I'm going to make sure it's the right guy, and then I'll, I'll email, email the tickets over. Cool. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All thanks, right, Darkside. See you. Live show, uh, thespacelv.com, October 12th, uh, about five minutes from the Strip. It's not far at all. Chris Kiefer will be there. JT will be there. JT's coming up here right away. Uh, let's go to Dalton. What's up? You want your? You want our favorite St. Louis story? Yes. St. Louis Supercross off the schedule for next year for the first time since 1996. Yeah. Um, oh, I got a great one. All right, go ahead. So St. Louis, 1996. Yep. Um, I'm a privateer. Mm-hmm. Uh, drive my own box van. Have no money, so I had to pay. I didn't even pay him. What am I thinking? I, my friend just drove. Okay. Right from Cali. So what's that? From Cali. Yeah, from yep. Cali. Yep. And I was doing pretty good that year. Whole shot at the heat race. St. Louis, super ready. Mm-hmm. 
my pegs drag on the triple because they had just mm. uh, uh, you know, graded yeah. it, yep. and they didn't pack it Ugh. over the bars. Get landed on, collapsed lung, straight to the hospital. I'm jacked up, right? <laughs> so my mechanic, you know, this is a kid. He doesn't yeah. know what to do, right? So he's like trying to get to the hospital. Doesn't know if I'm dead or alive, right? So the the box van was parked way down the street, and homeboy gets mugged huh. going to my box van. No way. Yeah. yeah. Outside the stadium. Outside the stadium. Yep. St. Louis. St. <laughs> Louis, everybody. <laughs> Kiefer? Who, who was that? Dustin Daly. Oh, it was? Dustin Kiefer, Daly. you went to St. Louis. It's so sketchy, dude. For me? Yeah. Yeah. I love the, I love the stadium because um, the dirt's good. The stadium's cool. The press box was actually really nice. It's really far up. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but, man, it was. It's just not a good place to go walk around. Parking was tough, but yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the people there it was a great crowd. Yeah, it was it's great always dirt, a good crowd. But I remember yep. the parking was always difficult. Yep. For yeah, me. it is cool. Like I like being indoors for the pits. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Right. Um, for me, uh, I don't. I think in '99, Red did Red Dog get third there? I, I don't know. I think I think Timmy got third there one year in St. Louis. I was his mechanic. That was cool. Always good dirt. Um. Travis Pastrana racing, coming back and designing his track and then racing. That was pretty cool. In St. Louis? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dalton, anything else? Uh, can I share my St. Louis story? No, but uh, <laughs> do, you, do you want a fly racing casual set of, of casual? Uh, sure, why not? Okay. Uh, stay on hold. Uh, Marks will get your information, all right? Uh, Marks, he wins a set of fly racing casual stuff. All right. Thanks, buddy. We don't, we don't want to hear a story about St. Louis. Uh, Jason Thomas coming up here shortly. Uh, Travis Preston, Chris Kiefer here uh, in studio. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to um, uh, talking some more shootouts. You're going to list your winner tonight. Gonna list the overall results. We're going to count them down. Yep. From six on up. Okay. After two days of testing. Well, a little more than that. Two tracks. Yep. 18,000 test riders, it seemed like. <laughs> yep. Brock Tickle. From a you know factory rider like Brock Tickle, yep. to an average weekend guy, to a heavier gentleman, yes, you've covered it all. I got a lot. No women this year for you. That's two fifty. Oh, two fifties. Yes, you had yeah. women last year, right? Four fifty is not good for. Yeah, you. that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, yep. that's a good point. Uh, so we're coming up with that. We're going to talk about that four fifty shootout. And uh, also much more coming up here. We still have the uh, Gear Ally cold call. We did one with Ryan Gold talk about the uh, pit pit uh, the pit bike the nations, but maybe we'll call Wilbur. Here I think in a we bit. should. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it now. Yeah, I mean I, I've already been talking trash to him, so let's just keep it going. Yeah, let, let me uh, let me dig up his number here. His house survived. It the did. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. That sucked. He had like great bushes out back. It was like really great scenery. Really. So now it probably just looks like hell. <laughs> It's like Satan catching up there. And Looks like California. <laughs> <laughs> Gear Ally Cold Call, everybody. Colin Wilhon, Star Racing Manager. SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Use the code PulpMX18 to save with Gear Alloy. GearAlloy.com. Get your trucking gear. Yeah. Cool. Wilhon. Are you serious? Uh, it's not just <laughs> me, Steve Mathis, uh, that's, call, that's cold calling you. Uh, we have in studio... A 125 Supercross champion. West Coast, too. West Coast, West yeah. West Coast. Yeah. Not East, the but on the West. Yeah, the on harder the West one. side. Yeah. Is it the guy that's always slow in his corners? No. <laughs> <laughs> you, everyone knows you're stretching it now, Will. Oh. He's fast at Glen Helen. 
I, I yes, that's true. Um, he is Blue Crew, just like you, Will, and me too, actually. So we're all you know three three Blue Crew members. You know, honestly, you know, I'm kind of pissed at Will right now. Why? Because he stood me up. What? What? I was in his area down the street from his home, and he said, "Oh, I'll be there in five minutes." So I'm at his favorite Mexican restaurant, uh-huh. sitting there by myself. And Will, Will, Will did not show up because he said what? he, he uh, supposedly he had a date. Well, but, but why say you'll With be there? With a girl. Fi- yeah. Why, why say you'll be there in five <laughs> minutes then, Will? No, you said what's his name, and I was still at the shop. I did say what's his name. <laughs> yeah. He burned me pretty hard, and I said, I might, I might I said, believe it or not, I might actually have a date. And then I got stuck at the shop, and I didn't leave there until he was already long past three margaritas, and I'm not trying to go down there at that point. <laughs> Why'd you say five minutes though? If it wasn't going to be like five uh, minutes, I was but... stretching that he didn't say oh, five minutes. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, I did. I would never. I would never stand up that hard. I just thought oh, I was in the hard. area, and I just thought we were good enough friends to where he'd come down and see me. Yeah, I'd be excited. Yeah, he was. I'm honestly still licking my wounds from from just getting dominated at Glen Helen day after day. No, that's not true, Will. That's not true. You know, straight up, you beat me on the 250F. At Glen Helen. Really? So you were on the 450 and Will be on 250F? So me and Will had fun a while ago. Um, I I got to go in with Will and and do some testing at Star. Okay. And that bike is unbelievable. Yeah. Like I had goosebumps every time I got to ride it. This year you did this? Yeah. Okay. So Will gets to ride that bike every day. Yeah. So we go to Glen Helen and it's awesome. Will is still in race mode. Yeah. And his old mechanic now is, is working at Star, Jay. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're racing. Jay's doing the pit board, waving yeah. the towel. Right. And Will's not, not into it. He's not <laughs> listening to Jay. He's not working on anything. So halfway through this test, I decided, you know what, Jay, come work for me. Yeah, yeah. So Jay's <laughs> cheering me on. Jay's doing my laptop. Dude, hey, Preston, pick up your head in this corner. Yeah, yeah. You can carry more speed here. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was great. Me and Will were right. battling all week long, oh. testing. It was a good time. Nice. Wow. wow. So each day was Will better? Uh, I can't remember. I mean, yeah, there was days where we were very close and figuring, you know, wait, yeah. Will, Will's But both would be faster than Kiefer then. Oh, yeah. Well, Will, yeah. Will, yeah. Will's 140 pounds. I'm 190, 95, yeah. Yeah. and we're on a yeah. 250F. Yeah, that's a good okay. point. So, good point. you know, my times are oh, very close. What? I mean, let's be honest, though, at some point. I mean, you have the body that could, you know, uh, squat a truck. No, I so, no, I, I'm thin. Yes. I'm thin and I'm tall. Photos. I, I've seen how yoked you are these days. You yes. the track. You took your jersey off straight off the track one, at one point, and I had to ask you nicely to put it back on because it was embarrassing me. Well, I was just trying to get in your it's head. embarrassing me. Well, his, his chick is cross trainer, just like Ripped. gnarly. So I'm just trying to yeah, keep up. I really have nothing to – I have nothing for it. Yeah, I agree with you. So, Will, he comes over the house. We go in the jacuzzi. Everyone's here barbecuing. Uh, I take my shirt off. He takes shirt off. I'm like, holy shit, dude's all chiseled. Yeah. Uh, my wife's looking over me. at him. I'm like, I don't got nothing to offer. He has yeah. a hot yeah, chick. My wife's looking at him. I'm not kissing her, by the way. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. You don't get near. Okay. I don't. The body like that. He, he washes his t-shirt real quick off his abs in the hot tub. Throws yeah. it on the clothesline. <laughs> I mean, just think if he had this kind of commitment when he raced. Wilbur. I mean... Know? That's true. I kind of, I think the same thing sometimes. Yeah, yeah. you're way more shredded now than you were racing, dude. Yeah. I, well, yeah, but I mean, I I just like how more focused I am now. Right. I have a lot more fun riding now. Well, I know. Like you know, you crack a couple of jokes, and it's like you know, normally he's like the Joker guy and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. And we'll like joke around. And like now, like I joked around a couple of times, and it was like 
serious, strap the helmet back on, go back out. And then he actually, he pointed at me. We were still at the box fan, like alternating bikes, and he pointed on me at one of the jumps at Glen Helen. Like, let's go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, it's getting intense. It was fun, dude. I love riding with Will. <laughs> it was a good time. It was. Uh, um, what else is new, Will? What's up? Uh, same old. Uh, getting ready for Nations here, prepping. Um Lots of stuff going on with that, with obviously AP and Ferrandis both doing it. Yeah. And then um, Oldenburg's back on the bike. Our amateur, One of our amateur riders, Matthew LeBlanc's out here full-time now, so he's getting ready for Monster Energy Cup, which is cool, and being involved with that. Um, and, um, yeah, no off-season. Yeah, I know, wide open, right? Just starts right up. And, and how much has AP been riding outdoors, or, or how much has he been riding supercross, vice versa? Like, what, what's been his program since Indiana? Uh, AP took a little bit of a break afterwards. I mean, I think just the year alone is uh, a mental stress that, I mean, I don't have any idea about. I mean, I didn't do outdoor series very often anyway, but, um, you know, I think that that mental stress of carrying the red plate, I'd say majority of the season, and it was nice for him to probably go home and unwind a bit and hang out with some friends. And then he's been back here, um, and his focus is to win this nation's, um, no DV at Dis Nations, so just tell Dylan DV is not allowed to go to Dis Nations. I, I've heard that. It's a shame. <laughs> oh, the Frenchmen. Uh, they're crazy. So the the Star Yamaha bike. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, we need to talk about that. That's good. So, dude, I had a dream the other night. Like, this is how good this bike yeah. is. I had a dream about the bike. <laughs> like, dude, that's I'm how on good your level it is. right now. So it makes power everywhere. Why don't you go ride a Kiefer? I, I don't, I've never invited well, like, I'm not part of that deal. That's their deal. Can Kiefer ride your bike, Will, for like a test for Pulp and Kiefer Inc.? Not for Pulp, maybe for Kiefer Inc. <laughs> <laughs> good one. That is, I that is that. a good one. I that deserve that. But, yeah. man, the bike is good. It, it, it makes such good bottom-end power. Yeah. It gets into the mid-range, still making yeah. good power, and the power is so easy co- to control. Yeah. It's so linear. And then it gets into the top end, and it just keeps pulling I had a couple, and pulling. A couple other team managers pulling. tell me, they, they're like, we got to get that bike. Like we, we, We're not there. Dude, we're it's not insane. Bike. Yeah. So, so, okay, back to my dream. Yeah. So I had a dream that I <laughs> went to Loretta's okay. and I raced a 19 250F yeah. and I got Will to let me use a star engine. <laughs> okay. And I dominated everybody. Dominated. Just crushed, dom- crushed, just crushed it. Like it was the best hey, racing of my life. That's actually not a bad... I'd be, if that was the bike you could have at Loretta's, that'd be a good bike. Dude, that 250 works damn good with that star engine. Like that's going to be a tough bike to beat. God. What do you think, Will? He's dreaming of it, Will. He's got dreams. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty, I'm pretty spoiled when it comes to. I get to ride it almost, you know, at least a couple times a week. And I'm not gonna lie. There's been a couple of days on the outdoor track where I've been like, and I've never been much of a fan of outdoors in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be riding it outdoors, being like, man, I, I really want to ride this thing, like race it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It makes yeah. you feel like right. you can come back and right. start racing. You're like, like I that's think how I could. Good it is. I think I could top five with this. Yeah. Thing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm like, man, I could. I feel like I could do something on this. Right. You know, and oh, it, it looks you know, good reality all obviously sets in, and yeah. you know, but it, it's it's just, um, I don't know. It's something I've never I've never felt, and it's um, you know been around plenty of activities at least, and yeah. I think that um, we're really lucky to have such a good package coming from Yamaha, just from the OEM itself. And, and stock form is such a good bike. And then, you know, we um, got some good people on our team that know how to put together a good package. 
Yeah, I mean, I was amazed, you know, because I, I I don't know many people on that team. So yeah. after working with them, man, those guys bust their ass, and those guys know what they're doing. So yeah, they oh, they, they definitely have a good thing going over there. Trust me, as a former factory mechanic, I can I understand. <laughs> These teams, they, they they bust their ass. Yeah, and they work. I mean, I was I was once one of those elite mechanic in crews. I don't me know if I'd Dave say D- Dave Die, myself. Okay, you know Gothic. Okay, yes, yes. Was elite. Dave was Dave the Dave like that back then? Too? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh Dave was yeah. Dave was Dave. Wow. Yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> that's gnarly. No, no fucks given when you're Dave. Dave no. doesn't. No. Care. Uh, hey, Wilbur, thanks for picking up, buddy. He'll, I mean, I know you're not doing nothing on a Monday night, so I know you're you know you're fine to pick up. So I'm clearly watching the NFL right now, Steve, and you've interrupted this this um, terrible game I'm watching. Yeah, I think look look at the Steelers are going to pull it out. So, uh, hey, Will, are you got a chick yet? Nah, no, nah, it's um, pretty much just me and my dog, man. Really? You're still hitting the dating scene out there? What happened to that crazy one you're telling me about? Ah, still crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Still crazy. Maybe even more. Mm -hmm. Stay away. Yeah, well, I can't help it. Sometimes there's just something about the crazy one that just, I mean. Yes. Yes. Okay, Why we have to stop now. Yeah. Now, now we're going to after dark. Yeah, you get me all excited. Yeah. You better go. Yeah, 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 exactly. We get, we still we we're still early in the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, Wilbur, thanks yeah, for picking up, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, see you at those nations, right? Are you allowed to go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, cool. No, I'll see you there. Then. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll be there. I'll be there at the Friday night uh, road to recovery dinner. The pit bike the nations on Saturday night. The main race. So, I gotta ask, how did the, the pit bike nations thing happen? Like, who how, who picked teams? <laughs> Rob Bidas. Like Rob, like, Rob Bidas did it all. He organized everything. I'm a little bit upset because I am built for a 110. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you really are. But he he just went Tedesco and, and Villapoto right away, and then he loves Willie Browning. Bidas. I mean, does, let's so. be honest. Willie Browning, great pick. Ivan Tedesco, great pick. RV is cocky as hell. He thinks he's a great pick, but I, we all know I could beat him on a one ten. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Chances ability that he even takes it seriously and shows up is, is yeah. low. <laughs> so, uh, all oh, right. there'll be Coors Lights involved. So I'm yeah, sure be there. yeah, maybe that's it. Uh, thanks, Wilbur. Appreciate it. Thanks for <laughs> Thank the Gear Ally Cold Call. See you, thanks, man. Will. See ya. Will Hahn, everybody. Gear Ally Cold Call. Will do nothing on a Monday night. Of course, we can always depend on that. <laughs> Fuck Will Hahn. Uh, <laughs> next up from Fly Racing, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just uh, got done watching the football game, much like you guys, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't look like Pittsburgh had a huge lead, and then Tampa came roaring back. So, um, uh, FlyRacing.com, what's going on? What's new with the folks at Fly Racing? Oh, you know, just uh, trying to sell stuff. It's the end of our fiscal year, uh, September, whatever, 30th to 31st, or whatever. So it's you know all hands on deck right now. So I'm out uh, out selling in Seattle this week. Oh, we got Travis Preston here, fly athlete. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. what I want. I feel like, you know, they they need to promote that more. I feel like yeah. maybe sales would go up yeah. slightly. Yeah. Supercross champion, Travis Preston, Damon Bradshaw, Supercross champion. Yeah. Like, these are fly racing fits taller riders, ripped taller riders. Yeah. 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 And it's funny how the whole thing got started was because Chris got me into fly. Yeah. And he just kept he kept talking trash on my gear. So I wasn't really paying attention. He's like, shocking that I would yeah, do that. You, you need to get fly. And I'm like, what? Fly? No. And I said, all right, I'll give it a try. Yeah. And seriously, I love the gear. It's so lightweight. It, the fit is good. And I'm, I'm really happy with how it. Do, how do we feel about Preston still running 11, though? 
Yeah. What's wrong with running eleven? I don't. I don't like it at all. How? How's that? What? It's just yeah, it's just not. It's it's over, bro. Yeah. Like it's over, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's over. Jason, uh, I'm sure Jason can can back me up on this one. When you're racing and you earn a number, like back in the day, I think still it's this way to earn a number. Back when I was racing, when Jason was racing, it was really hard. You had to earn yep. a lot of points, and you had to have a really good season to get a national number. So I earned number eleven. That's your points earned number. Points earned. That's number. not like a. a, a Whatever they call it. What's it. Help me out here. No, that was a permanent number for you. Yeah, yeah. So, so you add up all your points from the whole season yeah, and combine yeah, you, you them. Yeah, you finish the top ten combined. You so get then national. I got a permanent number. Right. So that was an assigned permanent number. Yeah, and then no, I, could, I understand how this works. So then that's, you're going to stick with that number forever, Steve. That's a hard mm. thing to get. You understand the word permanent, Steve? <laughs> I mean, you got to let it go, bro. What? <laughs> what else you're number the, am I going to run? Dude, uh, run Steve, the three you, digits. You're gonna, yeah, you're not ranked anymore. Steve, you're going to... You're going to lecture somebody on letting stuff go? Yeah. 712 is back, dude. Tell us about Ferry's races, please. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. I I mean, look, you can... I just... You you know, yeah. Can we bring back 712? No. Why not? It's like 11 was the last number I raced with. You know, Will's still running 69. Uh, It's like guys stick with their last number, you know? I don't know. how, How about you, Jason? What was your last number? My last one was 66, but I don't run it on anything. I don't use it. Like, to me, I still feel like Jason is 66. Jason should run 66 wherever he goes. Okay. All right. I mean, that's that's just me. Uh, Okay. Listen, it's pretty ballsy to be like, hey, Max, put on 11 on the back of that thing. Why? Like, you know, like, hey, just in case, Max, you're wondering, that's 11 right there. What do you want him to put on there? Like nothing? Just Preston? Yeah, just Preston or, 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 you know, Preston 911. Like well, I mean, I do race every. I, I do race every now and then. So what, when do you race? So who, who determines this rule Good of when do you race? Good question. What, 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 I, I what? just had a dream. I was going to race the rest. Oh, you did. That's right. In your <laughs> dream, you I did. have a dream. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be able to run eleven there. Why not? You get assigned numbers. Trust me, Davey will say. You, you, and Davey especially. You know what? Travis gets number eleven. Yeah. All right. Ah, uh, let's move this along. Let's move yeah. this along. Ah. <laughs> uh, JT, so designations. French team does not pick Marvin. We've discussed this a bunch. Roman Fabra yeah. gets hurt. Yeah. They ask Marvin. He tells them to pound sand, and they pick Jordi Tixier. Did Marvin do the right thing? Ooh, that's, uh, that's a pretty loaded question. You know, I think, to me, knowing how nice of a guy Marvin is, I think it was – I don't – think it was a bitter thing where he was just like, you know what, watch this. I'm going to screw these guys over now because they screwed me over. I think it was a timing deal because you got to, you got to think how many weeks have gone by if, if not a month now, uh, you know, we're right at a month from the last national. He really hasn't probably done much since that race was over. He's probably done a lot of relaxing because September is the only real down month they get. Mm-hmm. So I would bet you that he just looked at it and said, listen, like my window for staying ready and staying in shape and, and sharp is gone. Like you, the timing's all wrong. Like I can't just take a month off or take three weeks off and then, you know, expect to be a hundred percent when these guys have kind of been staying in the zone. And I, and I don't know that, but I just, from the outside, it would, 
it would seem like more of a timing thing where he hasn't prepared for it. You know, they haven't done anything to get ready, no testing or anything. Everything's been, let's take some time off and get ready for Supercross again once that decision was made. So I'm sure there was some bitterness, but I, w- I would bet that uh, just the lack of preparation and taking, you know, weeks off uh, weighed pretty heavy on the decision. I think he just did it to pe- tell him to piss off myself. I'm sure that was a little bit of it, but I bet you that mm-hmm. that you know there was a pl- I guarantee there was a plan in place like hey, let's take a week off and then let's let's maintain some sort of readiness and then we'll hit it hard for a week and then get ready to go to the race. You know, I I just don't think that you can you can last minute change your whole off season, you know, when when France calls you because they need you now. You know, they didn't need him then and they need him now. I think that decision, you know, Knowing how prepared and every, how everything is planned out in, in Baker's program, I don't think they do that well with just spur-of-the-moment decisions to get back into into this race. I don't think that's well, part of their plan. No Fabra, no Marvin. Fevra. Tixier's good, but that knocks him out of a podium spot to me. It depends. I mean, I would have said that about Charlier. I, I mean, I didn't think Charlier would do much either. So that's who knows? This race is This race is so crazy. I I know better at this point to predict what's going to happen. I, I would have never thought that Germany could win uh, in 2012. You know, I wouldn't have thought that Charlier would be good enough to, whether we, they beat the U.S. or not, I, I don't even mean that, but to win the overall last week with a, a guy who really hadn't, doesn't race motocross anymore. Um, I, it obviously hurts. You know, that's a pretty big step down from Febra to Tixier. But we'll we'll just have to see how it plays out on that that Sunday. It's you know three motos and a lot of weird stuff happens year in and year out at that event. We talked about Tomac and Hurlings, JT, and I'm over it. That's my race tech rant of the night. I did it earlier. Racetech.com. I that doesn't mean anything, JT. I don't want to talk about it. Who's going to be? I don't who? think you're going to get away from it. Mm-hmm. This is it's, okay. Scale the one. I don't know why you're so over it. I mean, it's the most. It's just. It's the biggest kind of you know rivalry you know quiet i want to say quiet rivalry because they don't really talk crap to each other and there's really only one shot at it but when you talk about arguably the two fastest riders on earth being in different series this is the one chance to see them i, I don't know why you're so poo-poo all over uh, it. i mean it's gonna be good to see them at a race for sure and see them race but it doesn't mean anything mm. no one should be drawing any it doesn't mean anything it doesn't no one should be drawing any conclusions on who's better why they have to race right that's kind of what what this is about they race each other and then you decide in, who's in one random weekend in michigan you're going to just go ah that that's guy's better get, though that that's guy's better get. well that, it's not enough to draw any conclusions okay so you just don't don't even don't even worry about it, don't talk about it don't do anything with ah, the media that's what we talk about we we it's it's analyze just, events and you're now nah, we'll just we'll nah, do it. whatever I think it's fun to talk about it. You know, it's 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 good conversation and it gets the fans pumped up, JT. But my my thing we were talking about earlier was I think sometimes the fans get a little carried away. You know, we are all Americans except Steve, and we we share a, a common bond. You know, like I want the guys to do good, and I feel like sometimes it adds a little bit too much pressure when they don't do good because yeah, like Steve said, it is just one race and. You know, stuff happens. Anything can happen. I mean, it's you, you wake up in the morning and you're not feeling good or whatever. Like, yeah. Well, just don't do it on that Sunday. So I can tell you. This is his attitude. I was telling you about his attitude. But you, it's not just me. You, you there will be fifty thousand people there or See? more. But that's what he's saying. Like, why is it so gnarly with you? 
Why why are you so gnarly with it? Like if we on a scale from one to ten, if we don't win, how mad will you be? Like it sounds like you're gonna be turning over buses and lighting <laughs> shit on fire. Bro, I've flown to Europe five years in a row and lost. It's it's the old hat for me at this point. <laughs> He's so angry at the side of the track watching America lose. I wasn't mad at all last year. We got pummeled into the okay, ground. Yeah. Last year you're right, it was never gonna happen because it was so muddy, but Every other year. And then year. There, there was bad luck last year, too. It doesn't matter. They weren't going to win anyway. We were, we were had no chance last uh, year. No, no chance. Okay. So, see these bikes? France, yeah. France, I was mad with the Anderson thing, and then Webb Falls, it was like, you know, everything that could go wrong did. That's Italy. I'm not going to be mad. I mean, I'm used to losing at this point, but you I want to win. I'm, I'm you, patriotic and competitive, and I don't, I don't want to, you know, hear the, the Euro journalists all snickering and laughing, and I don't, no, thank you. I'd he, rather win. Yes, I would rather win. It, it, <laughs> In Latvia, he was so mad at Ryan Dungey. He was. He, was, he didn't ride very well, Steve. He, I, I love I the passion. I don't know if you were watching, but he didn't ride very he, well. He did not ride well. But you just take it too. You take it too serious. Uh, that's your opinion. I would say you take it too X, but then you're again you're not American, so I understand that you wouldn't well, care as much. Travis Preston's American. He says that you, everyone should just relax. You know, but to JT's credit, I haven't been on the side of the track watching them lose, and I do get pretty fired up. I haven't been to any of these races, so you've never been to Destinations. No, never been. You didn't go to Bods or Lake no, Court or nothing. No, you should experience it. I think. I know I want to, and I feel like this is a race to go. It's going to be red, yeah. but it's going to be a really oh, good. What are race you talking about? You ain't going. Not with that, I've been dude. to Colorado. Okay. You want to? You come to this race? You come to win, Preston. Yeah, I mean that. That's true, but uh, you know, it's like I just I know me as a rider, and I just don't want. I just want everyone to be cool and relax and, you know, he's kind of Canadian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Australian a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that this place is going to be nuts. There will be, and, and I don't envy those guys having this much pressure on them, but, I mean, it's no different. When, when we went to France, the French team had an incredible amount of pressure on them to win when we were in France. That's just how it is. There will be a lot of pressure, and, and I hope those guys are ready to step up because it's not me. I don't, I don't care. I, I've been there and lost with these guys and, and been bummed out too. But with the team we have and the way the chips have fallen with you know the French misfortune or bad choices, however you want to perceive that, uh, another ones will be strong, but I think on paper we have the best team. I don't think anybody it's, could argue no, that. It's, it's over this year. America's going to win, but – You've got. If we don't, though, say he's that. saying that, and we don't. That's really bad. Yeah. yeah. What if somebody crashed in the oh, first yeah, turn? No, no. Outside so of a, outside of a bike, an injury like Jeremy Martin breaking his foot on Saturday I mean, or whatever. You're getting me nervous, and I'm not even racing. Right. Me? Yeah. Or JT. Both. <laughs> that's racing, though. I mean, you, that's yeah, you can't but, just say it's a it's a given. Wow. Oh yeah. So I'm not. But if everything just goes normal at a race, the USA will win. There has to be a big catastrophe for USA to not pull this off. Um, I don't. I don't agree. But I hope. I hope you're right. But I don't agree. I think. I think the the Netherlands team will be pretty uh, if solid. USA, if USA just gets beat, I am not going anywhere near you. I'm. I, not. I'm fine. I, those. Listen. I've. I've had all of that ripped out of me. My soul has been <laughs> just left barren on the side of a European track too many times. JT's just gonna be crying on the side of the track. He gets no. So angry, no. I've, dude. I've, no, I've just dealt with it too many times before. I don't. I don't think I have that left in me. I've just, it's just been. I've I will been say gut punched too many times. I will say it's 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 pretty brutal at some European media who just revel in the U.S. losing. Like just love it. 
They love it. That'd be tough to take. Oh, anybody, that, that w- anybody if, but the USA lose, is that they don't want their own country to win. Home soil. If we lose on home soil, it's going to be it's mm. going to be ugly. Yeah. There's some media guys that don't they don't care which country wins, not their own, just not USA. Do you know really? what I mean? So yeah, 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 yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Whereas I'm just like I don't I don't want really to care. I mean I, I like. I want to see a good race. I just want to see a good race. I, if Hurlings and Tomac go at it, cool. But whoever wins out of both both each one of them, I'm not going to be like oh that he's better. He, uh, just they're both amazing riders. That's it. They are amazing riders. Race Tech suspension. Racetech.com. Who do you think is going to beat who between Hurlings and Tomac? Steve? I think they split a motos. I, I already said that. I think they split. Hurlings wins. And then the debate just goes on and on and on. I don't right. think he'll win. Really? I don't think so. Carolings gets I think better Herlings starts. Is, uh, I think Carolings is the best right now, outdoor best outdoor rider on earth right now. Travis, you that, don't. Go ahead, JT. Sorry. No, I was going to say, does that mean everything? Because Tomac would wipe the floor with Hurlings and Supercross, so it's you know that's just yeah. one discipline. But I think Hurlings in a pure motocross event is is the best there is right now. But Travis, you don't watch GPS, like you don't see what we see. I've seen some Instagram clips. That's not nothing. You got to watch it. Some bangers. Yeah, <laughs> they look good. Like he's he's really and it's 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 hard to explain. As as much as you see Eli ride, and you're like, wow. Times that by one or two with hurlings. It's like it's really. Well, yeah, not. you know, I I seen there was that one donations where I think Villapoto got lapped in the sand. You know, that was years ago. No, Villapoto wasn't there. Well, was wasn't it? there, but that was Lommel. But Dungy, yeah, most of our Dungy, guys got Barsha, and Baggett. Yeah, well, those guys got lapped. Yeah. So, I, you know, if you think if 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 you think this year or last year or Lommel was bad, wait till we go to Aspen next year. We are going to get our Aspens kicked. Oh yeah. In uh, yeah. another one next year. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be good. No. No. Um, Travis Preston, Chris Kiefer, JT on the line. Flyracing.com. Please check them out. 2019 gear out now. Brayton was talking about his kit already that he was wearing, and Kiefer approves of. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, flyracing.com. Go to your local dealer. Pound on the desk. Demand to see Fly Racing and demand to get the gear that number 11 Travis Preston wears. That's right. Out there. And stand by and, for... And Fly's p- printing on the back every time. Fly. Every time. And stand by for Monster Cup. That's all I got to say. Stand by. God, Fly it's Racing. It's going to be Monster good. Cup. I can't wait. So, so, Steve, I have a question. Yes. So when Nick Way races or rides with 27, is that not okay? Uh, what about the 15 for Ferry? Ferry should not run 15. What should he use? Yeah, no, I know. All these guys. Let it go, man. It's over. <laughs> you are that, the Steve. worst. That you're stretching, All man. of them. All of them. You're the worst. Throw out your summer cross trophy, please. Well, that's, that's, that's different. I mean, that's not. Are we putting names on the back of your jersey? Do we have that? No. I don't get names you on the back of You don't get nothing? Jersey. No. So if you did, what number would you put? I, I'm not getting it. I don't. I don't race. Seven sixty-two. Sure. Yeah. Three digit. Okay. I've not earned the number. Kyle Chisholm is number eleven. Yeah, I'm one twenty. Travis Preston. See, I'm three digit. Yeah. Keep but like, dude, there's this common bond. Like, we can all share. Like, if Ezra Lust probably wants to run number eleven, if Bradshaw wanted to, great. You Bradshaw know. can do whatever he wants. <laughs> like, whatever, you think of whatever you, Bradshaw wants. Is, is McGrath a jerk for running too? No, Jeremy's different. Oh, here we no, go. No, no, no. Wow. That's Jeremy McGrath. That's, let it go, that's, that's let fucked it go. up. No, that's Jeremy McGrath. Him here and Bradshaw can do whatever they want. What about Bill Poto? Nope. What take, should he use? Take it off. Cooper Webb's number two. When you think of number 11, who do you think of? Hmm? When you think of number 11, who's the first rider that you think of? Kyle Chisholm. Oh, my fuck. What? Yeah, I follow, I follow current pro racing. That's what I do. Like, Kyle, I like Kyle. He's a good dude. But you don't think of, you think of Kyle over Travis? Ezra Lusk. 
<sighs> David Bailey. Yeah, oh. like that's what I, you know, I, I think, yeah, there's a lot of great guys that have had number 11. So I, I think, I feel it's an honor to have that number. Um, all right, let's move on a little bit. Okay. <laughs> can we, can we, can we move on? Um, all right, let's, uh, hey, let's do the btosports.com tweet at Travis segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. Forgot Travis was even here. Yeah. <laughs> He's way over there, dude. Hey. He is far away. Thanks, Keeper. BTOsports.com, whether Dick. it's uh, blasting your bike, uh, <laughs> driving a UTV, uh, mountain biking, whatever it is, BTOsports.com has got you covered. Call there, mention Pulpamex, or put Pulpamex in the uh, notes section online, and they can dial you in and leave you a uh, give you a killer discount. BTOsports.com. Uh, I love those guys. And these are questions submitted to at Pulpamex Show on Twitter. The guy in the corner over there. Or what that everyone it, forgot about. That everyone forgets about. Is uh, picks the best ones for uh, us three or us four? Us, us three here and JT on the phone, and uh, let's do it, Marks. Thankless job over here. Uh, GP Moto playing wants excite to know. bike as he plays excite <laughs> bike. Uh, GP Moto wants to know who's currently faster, Kiefer or Noof? Ooh. Oh, Kiefer, I think. Yeah. Uh yeah, JT. I guess you haven't seen him, but. Yeah, I haven't really watched them ride. Uh, I think we had this question before. Keeper, keeper rides a lot more, so I'll take Keeper because he would yeah. he, he would wear him down. But Noof got third overall in the Canadian Arena Cross Series to start the year. I am not riding Arena Cross. So. Yeah, so maybe Noof indoors. Yes, Keeper outdoors. Yes, right. Yeah, that sounds like a safe bet. Okay. This one's from Drew Fulkerson. He wants to know: Can we get a quick Pumpkins concert debrief? Oh. Top five best concerts that I've been to. One of the uh, three-hour show, all hits, right? Pretty much. There was like one song I didn't know. They did a Zeppelin cover. Yep. They did Fleetwood Mac cover. Fleetwood Mac. Uh, Billy is a weird cat. Yes. But he put. Billy on a, said about ten words all show, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And then he had some kind of what was the thing floating around like some kind of a jesus thing or something it was like a, a was his face on jesus's body or something i don't know it was some <laughs> weird thing you worship and they walk through the crowd and yeah but what i liked is i'm a big um i like oh. to put music with with like photos and stuff and he had that on the back and the back screen he had like a little movie clip going on with the song that kind of told its own story and some some did some was really weird and kind of weird shit but um I don't think people realize how many songs they have that you know of dude and he opened with Disarm yep. and all these young pictures of him when he was a baby. It was cool. Like, I liked it a lot. It was, I liked it because the chicks weren't with us. It was just me and you hanging out. Yes. Chicks were gone. We could just focus on the music. And we could appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, it was really yeah. good. Besides the, the, the couple that was in front of us that was there for 15 minutes, took selfies and bailed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah, it was. This one's from Steven Grenier. With DeCoster moving up the KTM ladder, do we see a new team manager for Team USA? What do you think, JT? Um, for I thought Ian was doing that. No, KTM team manager. No, no for Team USA, new manager for oh, Team I'm USA. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I you know that's probably the most controversial topic and has been asked every year. Shoot, yeah. I don't know. Maybe since we started losing, <laughs> I think it's time. I really do. Um, I don't know who gets that the call up there, but I I do think it's time. I think. With the struggles we've had, it would be good to have fresh blood in there and just change the whole dynamic of there's, it. There's a lot of industry people that are Who not stoked. That, I know what I pick. Go ahead. They're not stoked with with Roger being a manager anymore. But he 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 started the whole thing. He was the reason the team went over. You know, in 1981. 
I get that. I, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I just think it's it's a natural timing thing with him. You know, changing roles. I, yeah. You yeah. Know, I don't know why he time. he pushed Mitch out of it. Mitch was a big part of it, whether his riders are on the team or not. And Roger kind of pushed Mitch away, and Mitch has never been back. And I always feel like Peyton's, you know, a good dude. You know, got some good information. He 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 cares a lot, and I don't know. I think that's a little weird to me that Mitch was pushed aside like that, but. As far as who would do it, I don't know. Yeah, I want to see Stanton do it. Stanton? Yeah, I like him. I feel like he's a good motivator. Right. He, he knows a lot, and he'll probably carry a gun. That might scare him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? A little Fear. fear. Old school, a little bit yeah. of toughness. Yeah. yeah, a little toughness. All right. Keeper? Tony. Tony Alessi? Yeah. Wouldn't that be a great pick? No. Nah, I mean, I think he'd do good at it, but it, the, there's too many, too much politics involved. Really? Oh, yeah. The pits are like you high school, her. dude. It's not going to happen. Really? Yeah. That's sad. All right. From Zachary Ruth, if we see a healthy as can be Pastrana race that does nations, where do you see him finishing in the open class moto on Saturday? Tenth. Does he get there? Oh, it's Saturday. Okay. Saturday. Just It's just the MX3 guys. So there's how many of those? Well, there's... 30-something? Yeah. 15. I think that's fair, yeah. JT, what do you think? Man, I just hope he stays healthy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not making any predictions. I just don't want to see him hurt himself. 20-minute moto. It's not 30. It's 20 minutes. He's on a four-banger. Yep. Okay. Yep. He's right. I'm just scared he tries too hard and stacks it up. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, that, I have the same fear. I don't think he will. I think he knows better now. Like, hey, I'm not in shape. So he yeah. kind of gets the drift a little bit, I think, now. I don't know. He's still backflipping. <laughs> he, sure does he backflip Larocco's leap, yes or no? No, no, I don't think so. No, no. Jesus. All right. This one's from Mason Banfield for Kiefer. One bike and one set of gear for the rest of your life. What are you running? Easy. That is tough. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) Smoke coming out of his ears. One bike would be obviously. He's done, dude. He's gonna he's gonna blow. His, he's gonna blow his head. That's, that's tough, it. He's done. man. He feels the pressure. I love it, man. I would say Yamaha just because it's easy to ride. Um, what Yamaha? What YZ four fifty? Year? Yeah, this new one's good okay. bike. Right. Uh, gear that is. I'm not. I I know JT's on the line. Fuck, it's tough. Don't, don't do it just because of me. I'm I not. I like I, honesty. I don't care. Um. Fox Flex Air gear. I love it. It's good gear. Flyracing.com. This one's from GL's Drunk Thoughts. Who's the fastest factory mechanic, current or past, and where would they finish in a qualifying lap session? Uh, Lars, right? Yeah, I got to say, Lars, he's the only guy to actually try and qualify. Did he not make the night show? I think he, he either did or he came really close. On a supercross? I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah. care. It's the fact if he yeah. did it yeah. while he was a mechanic. Like, I was racing at Honda, yeah. and he was pitted next to me. <laughs> and I'm like, that is awesome. Parabinos is quick, too, but he's not a mechanic anymore, but... But did, did he try to qualify while he was a mechanic? No, and no, all, no. I mean, he Lars, could have probably, though. Lars wins that hand down forever. What do you think, JT? Uh, Paul's, when Paul was racing, he was definitely better than Lars. But he wasn't a mechanic at that time. He was just a full-time racer. Yeah. Anybody else? Can you think of anybody else? I think he was a mechanic that's... 
Joey Mauer. I don't know, man. Most most all mechanics were racers before, yeah. and then they trend, they basically either right. you know um, couldn't make it or whatever. Billy so. Feltz. Billy, Billy Feltz, Feltz was yeah. good. Joey yeah. Mauer was oh, good. That's right. Um, what, wasn't Keith Bowen was mechanic for, too. Yeah, Keith Bowen, former factory rider, yeah. mechanic. What'd you, yeah. say, what'd you say, JT? Who else? Uh, Sander made a bunch of nationals. He oh, yeah. Sander, yeah. yeah. Sander was Sander was a, a forty man guy. So, all right. Next question. This is from Mark Mark Anthony Bowden. Uh, any updates on what network Supercross ends up on? Yeah. I heard NBC. NBC Sports. Yeah, oh, that's good. And main NBC, but do we keep the same dudes? Are we keeping the same dudes? Yeah, are Ralph and Fro and everybody still there. I think so. JT, you heard anything? Um, I have not heard official, but I think you're probably going to be right. Who is me or or Steve? Uh, Steve, I, I with what I hear, I think Steve will be right. Hmm. This one's from Eric Hessler. Kiefer, which track was your favorite on your trip to Colorado? Oh, private tracks that I went to were really good, um, but open tracks, I would say. Milliken was the best one just simply because it was really ruddy and I like technical ruts and it was it was good practice but as far as backyard tracks I take that back Brush MX was really good but we didn't ride the track because it flooded but they graded a farm track turn track right next to their track and that was insane that was the best time I've had on a dirt bike in a long time Travis you would have loved it yeah you posted those photos yeah it was like mulch it was insane great great track great people that own it yeah good times this one's from Dr. Brian Austin back in 1994 I earned 7th overall at the Unadilla 250 National while attending UMass full time have you heard of anyone earning top 10 in premier class while attending full time accredited college Uncle Rico wants to know I did Oh yeah, really, JT? What year was that? Yeah, uh, ninety-eight. No, ninety-seven. Was that ninety-seven? I got top ten at a few supercrosses. While no, ninety-seven, I was in high school. I did it. Ninety-eight, I was full-time college and got two top ten overalls outdoors and a uh, few supercross too. Was that double class JT years? Uh, yes, ninety-seven when I was in high school for sure. Then ninety-eight. Uh, I got a couple top tens in Supercross, and I know I got a couple top tens, two fifty outdoors that year, and I was in college the whole year. All right, next question from Mini Golf. Kiefer, will you be doing a two fifty East Coast shootout or only four fifty? Just four fifty. I can't afford it. It's coming in my own pocket, so just four fifty for right now. We'll see how that. We'll see how it works out with that first. This one's from Curtis uh, Preston. Is there really a Pookie map, and if so, is it something someone other than Steve can get? Or can we only get a kissing cousin version of it if we are really good friends? <laughs> so yes, the the Pookie map is a real thing. Yes, um, but no, it, it's it's a common map that is on the Yamaha website, and I just renamed it for Pookie. Yes, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it, it, I so, liked it. It was good. Yeah, so it's called it's called uh, the TP map 2.0. This one's from Randy. If you guys are only riding trails or pits, no MX. What bike are you buying? Uh, I guess it's a good question for me. So trails, for me, um, I'm not a big two-stroke guy, but I do like a KTM 300 because it's super torquey and fun to ride, and it feels like four-stroke traction. So for me, KTM 300. All right. Preston's buying a Yamaha. 
Yeah, that's a tough question for me. There's a lot of bikes I like to ride. Just in the pits? Well, pits trails. and trails, like, like trails just hanging mostly. out. Have you ridden a KTM 300? No. Oh, man, it's fun. Uh, you know what? I, I'm jazzed up on, um, like, a FX 450, WR 450. I, I let's, like take that out of the, let's take a Yamaha out of the equation. Okay. What would you ride? I don't think you can do that. Yeah. We can. It's we're off possible. We're off the like, clock. So what, what other bikes would I ride? Well, yeah. I, I haven't, as far as, like, off-road or trails. Yeah. I haven't ridden anything else. You've rode a Honda X, haven't you? Yeah, that was fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. There we go. There you go. Uh, JT, we haven't talked to you since you went to Japan to ride the 2019 RMZ 250. How'd you like yeah. it? How'd you like it? Yeah, it was good. I think they took a pretty big step forward with the bike. Um, you know, the interesting thing will be when we do the shootouts to see how it stacks up comparatively because you, you're only riding that one bike and, yeah. you know, so you don't. You can't just jump back and forth. Um, you know, I think that they'll still be, you know, a little bit behind on power on the Yamaha. I just think Yamaha has everybody beat power-wise. Mm-hmm. But the important thing, I think, is for them, they've got a bike that they can build a competitive race bike for the race teams now. Uh, yeah. I think the platform, the platform is much better, so they'll be able to take that bike and maybe go win Supercross races with Amart. Um, I, it's just going to be a bigger springboard now than it used to be, I think. Yeah, I had a lot of talks with Amart. He's he's happy. He's legitimately happy. He's not saying it like, you know, every rider who signs with a new team. Like, I had yep. conversations with him just over meals or whatever. He's stoked. Mm-hmm. He likes it. Well, I, to me, you know, the uh, a better production bike leads to a better factory bike. Yeah. And the the further along you come with the the stock bike that shows up, it's it's just less work, and maybe you can push the mm-hmm. the factory bike further. So uh, I hope so. I know those guys are trying really hard, and and guys like Chris Wheeler and those guys, man, they want they want to have success, and they're trying. Like they're doing everything they can to get back get back in this game. So just on that level, I'm pulling for them. You, you know, whether they win or not, yeah. that's. That's who's to say, but I just wanted them to see some success. And, and it, I think it, the sport is better when every every factory's in the mix and, and trading off race wins. And um, it would be nice to see both Suzuki and JGR have some success and all this work pay off. I think when it comes to motor design, Yamaha's just got everybody beat with their design. You're not yeah, going to touch that, that horsepower and that throttle response and the bottom end if you don't have that design, you know? So... Um, did you get to ride a, a 18 and 19 back-to-back, JT? I did not ride a 18. I, I rode an 18 last year there, um, but I, I did not ride the 18 there this year. But I, I rode the 19 a lot. I mean, we basically rode it all day. Mm. So I got to mess around and try different settings. And, and last year it was so rushed, I didn't get to kind of move the bike around to make it set up for me. And this year they were, I think they listened to us a little bit and they were really receptive to that. And, you know, there was, every time I got off the bike, there was a guy waiting there asking me what changes I want to make, how can we make it better? Um, and we came a long way from, you know, the first lap to the last lap. We, and it was subtle changes, just ride height and suspension changes and change of coupling and, and little stuff. But we, I was shocked at how much of an improvement we made just with little minute changes like that. We, and, I got really comfortable by the end of the day. And they're going to be late, right? So the shootouts will be late for everybody? Yeah, so Suzuki let me know I'm getting my bike the second week of November. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I'm not late. having shootouts hey. till December. Hey, that's fine with me. I need a break. <laughs> I'm, Union. I'm, I'm right. happy yeah, with some, <laughs> some relaxation time. Right. Uh, all right, uh, Marks. 
This is from Ben Lawson. Um, Steve, how does Osborne do in his 450 rookie season, and he, does he do better or worse than Savachi and Plessinger? Mm. That's a good question. Mm. I feel like Osborne and Plessinger are really close. Plus, yeah, Plessinger. See, I don't. No? Yeah, I, I think that's a really good question. Because uh, I've always watched Osborne. I think he's a great guy. I really like him. Mm -hmm. But his style, to me, is so unique. And how he rides that 250, he sits really far back for me. And I feel like you can make that work on a 250. And I've always wondered if Osborne can make his style work on a 450. 450 has so much power. It's more difficult to corner. And for him to sit that far back on the bike, I just mm -hmm. don't know how he's going to make it work. You see, you see Tomac. You see all these guys that are going fast. They're over the front of the bike. What yeah. about what about Anderson? He's back, but still, no, not like Zach though. Okay. Like 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 Anderson is back, but then he's kind of forward. Like Zach is back, and then he's kind of sitting straight up. Like his back is straight. His too, back is know. straight. Where where Anderson will sit back, but Anderson really works hard on like getting the head forward. Hmm. And Zach doesn't do that. Zach has a really unique style, but he makes it work on the 250. It's going to be interesting to see if he can make it work on the 450. Well, you know, Plessinger will make it work with his body yeah, style he and will. everything. Yeah, he will. Yeah. I know that. Uh, what do you think, JT? Yeah, I think so. But, you know, Zach has raced at 450 a few times. He oversees. He raced at Motocross the Nations a few times. Um, so I think he's smart enough, and I think he has some pretty smart people around him. Uh, I think he'll figure it out. You know, whether or not he is able to go win races and championships, that's you know, style or not, that's a, that's a tall task for anybody. Uh, but as far as just being competitive and being able to ride it fast, I I do think he will be able to do that. But who beats who? That's the question. Uh, I think outdoors, I'll take Zach. But uh, Supercross, I think that Aaron will be a little bit better because I think he's going to be really good in the whoops on the 450. All right. Savachi just got left out of that conversation. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I'll, he did. He I'll did. get in there with Savachi. I think Savachi's going to be a little bit better. I think he's going to be more relaxed. I, he's less pressure for 450. He's not expected to do anything. He was expected to win with Mitch. Um, therefore, I feel like he will do better. I'm not saying he will win, but I do feel like he will be closer to the front. My order for that would be um, Zach. Um, Plessinger and Savachi. Yeah, okay, that's fine. But Savachi's the third <laughs> of that group. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you just made. A, but no, but it's like we're shitting on him, not well, talking not about him. Shitting on him, but yeah. Does he have a two-year deal? No, one year. Savachi has a one-year deal. Yeah. I don't like how they do that. <laughs> no riders do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's his first year on a big bike. Yeah. You can give him a one-year deal. Well, yeah. I was surprised they gave him a one-year deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. This one's from Mike Van Dalen. Uh, with the passing of Tyler Evans and reported struggles, what leads guys down that path, and is there anything the industry can do to help? I yeah, sad news for about Tyler Evans. Yeah. He was on our show maybe a year ago. Yeah. Like, we're just talking about this with um, with a rider the other day. So I feel like our sport, we, we groom them so young. There's kids out there, Rider De Francesco, Jet Reynolds, um, these kids six years old, they don't all they do is ride dirt bikes they go home and they play games and they ride dirt bikes and they do some shit but when what happens is when they get older they don't have work ethic they don't have responsibility they don't have communication skills and then oh shit it didn't work out or my mom and dad bail because they're pissed off so i'm not doing good all this stuff hits you and then you're forced to grow up late 
And then sometimes when that happens, you feel alone and abandoned and you don't know what to do and your friends don't want to hear you bitch and complain and then you're alone and then shit happens, either drugs or just bad things. I just feel like we're... Yeah, but, our our yeah. sport's so... We grew them too young. Dude, Tiger Woods was golfing when he was six years old. If you're an elite athlete in anything, you've been doing it your whole life when you were young. Yeah, but it's you know other sports. You know they 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 have classes and and they help work with the players about you know money and things. I, and I feel you, like I feel like yeah to, to the point. Are, I, I feel like it, it's I felt that way when I was done racing. I get a bunch of free stuff. I made a bunch of money, and then all of a sudden it just stops, mm-hmm. and you have to start the real world and it's such a dramatic change to go from getting free everything making all kinds of money to then not was your parents did your parents make you have a plan b when you were racing did they say hey okay what do you want to do if this shit doesn't work out was that ever a question for you no no and 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 i and now looking back i wish it was more of a topic you know and i hear some of these younger riders talking about what they want to do after i I never think it's too early to start talking about what you want to do after racing because you're 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 you're, Uh, travis is a unique case where he succeeded you did good you made some money you put away some money but you were smart enough to do that but not only that remember he quit when he was whatever how old you were right 20 20 something you quit for like a bit of a year yeah yeah like you actually said i this isn't working right but so, yeah, I mean, but still, it's yeah. it's such a huge change. I, I do think you know there's there needs to be an outlet for but, these guys to listen. Listen, Tyler Evans is a sad deal, but he wasn't some young amateur motocross prodigy like Nico Izzy or Austin Stroop. He was good, and but he would he wasn't somebody who was groomed from a young age to be this star and he never won a race he never won a professional race he was living this lifestyle for a long time that wasn't real because of racing he made some money and how much do you think he really well i mean at the time though when he was racing yeah yeah you know he was spending all of it every single year he's been out of the game he was out of the game for 15 years now or whatever you know whatever like i don't know i just i hate the people i don't hate the people that's a that's a wrong word i the people ah the sport the sport dude he's been retired or quit for 15 years and obviously, in 15 years, a lot of shit went sideways for him. But to go back and blame the sport for that? Well, you can't blame the sport. No, but no. that's kind of what that guy was right. saying on Twitter. And other people have said that. Like, the sport just chews these guys up. Dude, he's been gone for 15 years. Like, Well, I guess what I meant was... 15 years. I think, I think you're, you're pushing the number there a little 2003? bit. 2003? So when did no, he... No, he was racing in 08. 08? Yeah. He was oh seven was the year he got in a fight at, with Keith Johnson at Toronto. At Toronto his Vancouver. best year was his best years were oh five and oh six. Ten years. I guess it goes hand in hand with our sport is so addictive. Our, the motorcycle world, it, and you think you're going to make it because it's like Travis says he had a dream about a fucking because the bike was so good. So imagine that times a thousand because all these kids love riding so much they have these dreams and then it doesn't work out. You so what, I think it comes to parents too. Parents gotta look at, rein the shit in a little yeah. bit. Look at, look at yeah, Travis. Look at Travis Preston here and JT on the line. Former professional racers. Uh, I I can name you thirty professional guys that are doing great today. Fantastic today. And then there's thirty guys that aren't. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's not like something. No, it's particular not like, to our sport. There's so much of this. Our sport does this. Our sport. Listen, it's called life. Yep. It's called life. And and that's what it is. And you're going to have some bad people and some bad people go in bad ways. And then some good people are going to have, some people are going to do great things and have great careers after. I, I don't know. I just, 
but hear too think- much of this. You, you, we focus too much on the sad stories of Ben Riddle and Stroop and Izzy and Tyler Evans and everything else. Like, I don't know, man. There's a lot of success stories, too. Absolutely. And motorcycling made me a – has. I have a great life because yeah. of it. But what I'm saying is, do you think our sport forgets about some of our riders too soon? What What, what is the sport supposed to do? I don't unquote? know. I'm just asking See? you a question. No, yeah, no. No, you just do what you you just do what you do. So you that's in, you're it. successful, and then you're out, and then that's it. You got. I mean, you gotta have a good head on your shoulders and figure it out. Right. Save some money, like TP and JT, and move on. I mean, JT, you got a real job now. Like you gotta go to work. Yeah, I think the I think the toughest part what what Travis and Keeper are saying is that you spend your whole life preparing to race professionally. That's all you know how to do. And then if that doesn't pan out, or if it ends early, or even if it goes well, when that ends, you're not qualified to do anything else. You don't have any particular skill set. So for most people, they kind of don't have any direction. Like, what are you supposed to do? You're not qualified to go get a job in the real world. So unless you're very fortunate, like I was very, very lucky that Western power sports took me in and basically trained me on the job. Most people don't get that opportunity. So what are they supposed to do? They're kind of, you know, I don't think it's the sport's fault. I just think it's an unfortunate side effect of, yes, Uh you know, kids train their whole life for this. And if that doesn't work, to the point where that 1% of kids make enough money to not need a job, then where are they supposed to go? What, what's I just the next think step like when you don't have any qualifications? When like the sport needs to start talking, when, when you're a kid and you get in and you start making money, let's start talking about what are you going to do with that money? Yeah, but that's the parents' job. No, it's – I mean, the, okay. Is Todd Jindal going to call you? Davey Coombs going to call you and be like, hey, what are you doing with your money? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just talking. It seems like like if, if you talk to a team manager, if you talk to your mechanic, well, hey, what do you think I should – oh, well, we don't want to talk about – what you're going to do after the sport because you're so young and that's like you're going to quit early. I don't think it's... I, I don't know about that. As an industry, I think... No, it's... I mean, Mitch, Mitch has helped a ton of guys through parents' issues, money issues, substance abuse issues. Peyton has been there for seemingly half the kids in the sport to, to try to help them. Okay, I'm way. just saying let's yeah. start the conversation early on what you're going to do when you're done racing. I agree. But I like what JT said. It's not the sport's fault, but it's a side effect of the sport. But that's I feel like that's the same way with any of these big time programs. Sports, you know what I mean? Like you gotta be in these things at such a young age. And for as many people that struggle, when the music stops, there's people that are very successful and have great lives. Yeah. We never talk about those people. We just right. talk about the problems. Yeah. So, yeah. It's tough to like J C like J T said, you know, he got lucky. Yeah. I got lucky. You know, it's it, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, you know, Brock Sellers, doing well. I think it all is well, you know, that's it. What does he do now? I was wondering. He's that. a WPS rep. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Probably selling VW parts on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it also kind of had you have on your shoulders, too. Yeah. You got to be smart. You got to have a good upbringing. I don't know. I just hear, and I'm not saying, none of you three here are saying this, but there's people on the internet always and on social media blaming the sport. The sport just chews them up and spits them out. Well, you know what? It also gives a hell of a lot of people a great living. Absolutely. You know, and does a lot of things for a lot of people. And yeah. and I don't think Davey Coombs and Todd Gendro need to worry about what you're going to do with your money and, and all that. But, Travis, having said that, you're right. Somebody needs to talk to you. Parents, I would hope. I think, I, I think <laughs> other sports have a little bit more in the way of structure, too. Like, uh, yeah, yes. for the NFL, they have a rookie symposium where, yeah. you know, these – they have people come in and they tell them, hey, this is what 
we need to do with your money. And they have former players in, that come in and say, hey, don't do what I did. Don't screw up. Don't blow all your money. Don't, you know, uh, go out and party all the time. In our sport, we don't have that. These kids turn 16, and a lot of the times they're just turned loose on the country going racing, and, and hopefully yeah. they keep their head on straight. And we've seen, you know, many times that doesn't happen. But there isn't any formal structure like that, and that's not anybody's fault. It's just reality for our sport compared yeah. to some of the other yeah. – yeah, the guidance that's out there. I think that's a theme of motorsports, whether it's go-kart racing, NASCAR, dirt track, yeah. motorsports. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, but, yeah, no, some some good discussion, and it's too bad that, that Tyler, you know, didn't, you know, passed away, and it wasn't it wasn't a good ending from, from everything, and it's too bad he never really found his his niche, his place. So, uh, all right. Um, anything else, JT? Um... You want to talk about Tomac and Hurlings, or no? I do not. No. Why not? Ridiculous. They're going to split motos. USA is going to win. This interview is <laughs> over. Um. All right, JT. Thank you. Appreciate the time. Uh, sell, sell, sell. Flyracing.com. Uh, please check them out. And uh, thanks for everything uh, for coming on the show tonight, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. All right, see you. See you. Jason Thomas, everybody. Flyracing.com. Before we go to commercial break, we're going to have a four fifty shootout talk when we come back. But Travis Preston. So, as a guy that works for an OEM uh, that does shootouts, involves in shootouts, Chris Kiefer and I had David Pingree on uh, a podcast maybe a month and a half ago or so, and he talked about how the shootouts don't matter. Nobody cares about shootouts. They're all great bikes. Uh, what else? Is, if there's a dealer near you, yeah, you know, they, and they want to help you, then that's the bike you should get, and Racer X doesn't do shootouts. I don't necessarily 100% agree with him. He has a point, but I do think there should be shootouts, and I think people like reading shootouts. How do you feel about them? Yeah, I mean, I feel, you know, I'm, I'm involved in it, so so I know, and and I know that the that the manufacturers pay attention. They they um, put a lot of effort into them, and you know, just based upon you know Chris's numbers and all the people that listen and. It's it's huge, and then as far as the manufacturer, like we actually for 2019, we made changes to the bike based upon the shootout from last year, because for the Japanese, we get so much information. I can sit down, listen to it all, figure out you know what the Honda does good, what the mm-hmm. Yamaha does good, and we get a very good idea of what the consumer wants. Because the the end result is we want to sell motorcycles, we want to make the bike better. Yep. Not for me, but for the consumer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we make changes based upon what the consumer, the test riders, the media says. So I think shootouts are... But they can accomplish those things in just single tests, right? Where does a shootout come into fact, into, into factor? Because you're comparing. Yeah, you're, you're, you're com- yep. because you have all the manufacturers together at once, yep. one day at the same track. Okay. Different test yep. riders, different levels. Right. Um, but, you know, also, and then, you know, the, all shootouts are different. So what's great for the consumer is you figure out, you know, what shootout, like you like these yep. riders, you like these riders. So I think it's a great avenue yep. for people to learn about the bikes. I will say like in the eighties, there was for sure bad bikes, bikes you want to stay away from. I do agree with Ping. There's no, there's no bad bikes. No. All six of these bikes are good. You know, yeah. I was thinking about that driving up here. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm really excited to be part of this right now because I feel the bikes are so good. Yeah, you know, I feel like if the Yamaha gets top three and keep like I'm pumped. Yeah, 
because the, it's becoming so competitive. And I, I don't know about the other factory bikes, but the Yamaha, like what Barsha races, yeah, it's pretty close to stock. He doesn't have a lot of stuff on it for a factory bike, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we do so much work, in the in the, the market is becoming so competitive. Yep. So you uh, you like to see shootouts. You, you I do the rankings yeah. and everything else. It's a lot of work yeah. and it's hard, yeah. but at right. the end of the day, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I love. I think it. people like reading them, Kiefer. I think people like that. They they enjoy, you know, seeing where their rankings and and where, what's going on. I like, mean, I'm there and I'm still listening to all of it. And right. I'm still pumped up. Right. Right. So, out of just the the feedback that I get, I get the most feedback on on all the things I do. The yeah. most feedback I get is from shootouts. Yeah, and and your articles on publicmix.com, they get good views and people are really into them and they have comments and yeah, people are into that. Yeah, they 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 like it and so Ping's great, good guy, good tester. Not necessarily 100. percent I believe him with and what they're doing. He's it. really anti shootout. You yeah, know? he's just like ah, it doesn't. Work. And I get because he said he's like he's pissing someone off. No matter what he yeah. does, he's pissing yeah. someone yeah. off. No, he I is. get it. I'm yeah. sure people are mad at me, but it's just the price you pay for doing it. Yep. So. Uh, all right, before we go to commercial break, Taco Tom has been on the line for a while. What's up, Taco? Oh, what's up, guys? How are you? <laughs> Good. Uh, just listening to you guys here, you know, all know what you're talking about. Uh, Steve, thanks for everything that you do. You know, I feel sometimes people are hard on you, but just keep doing what you're doing, dude. Uh, you're badass. Years from now, when I'm gone and I'm dead, all you people will really appreciate me. And so I just want everybody to know that when you're bagging on me. Just remember that. Yep. You're, you're going to appreciate those nets. You're going to appreciate all that Dude, stuff. Dude, the nets. I was just was listening at, looking at Rooster Mex, uh t-shirts today. Nice. And uh, uh, Kiefer, you're awesome. Thank you. After Dark, I was just listening to your, <laughs> your uh, app exclusive. That's awesome, Metallica. I love Metallica, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The interview. Yep, got it. Yep. yep. And then uh, Travis Preston, uh, TP. I mean, he's a champion. Yes. He's a champion. <laughs> Thank you. What was your 100 number? My 100 number? What What do you mean? Did you have 114, 115? Oh, my three-digit number? Yeah, your three-digit. I'm sorry. Uh, 712. Was when I first turned pro. I think it was nineteen ninety six, ninety seven. I was did not have a number, and my three digit ninety seven. You were for Chaparral, right? Yeah, it was seven twelve both years. Ninety six was F and S. Did you did you have a one hundred triple digit? Oh, okay. That was when I came out of retirement in two thousand thirteen. I raced Hangtown. Oh. Num- num- number eleven was taken. So, yeah, well, uh, the AMA gave me a special reserved number for champions for special people, right? And that was 111, <laughs> right? Special. Right, that's so, a good number. Yeah, that was a number I ran that year. Okay, it's Steve Taco Tom. I'm going to designations. Nice, good job. What is the number one thing I need to bring? You need to bring beer, yeah, uh, a hoodie. It's going to be it's rainy be cold. or cold or whatever. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and find, J- a, a find, find JT if America loses. Yeah. And take a picture of him yeah. and send it to me. Yeah. yeah. Selfie with JT. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say I need a selfie with JT and Steve. Do it. No problem. I'll be there. I'll be there Friday night on Saturday and a pit bike race and Sunday. Dude, pit bike race is going to be 
off the chain. It's going to be incredible, and I'm going to be managing Canada, and we might take the win, and it's going to be incredible. Look for the maple leaf. That's where he'll be. Yep. The the maple syrup will be flowing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, boys. All right, Taco Tom. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Right. Appreciate it. Tell listeners, everybody. Damn, dude. Taco Tom. <laughs> Tacos <it>. baked. <clears throat> Ride engineering. Uh, adding a steel braided brake line is a great upgrade for all the Japanese models. Brake fluid gets hot, expands the steel line, the stock line, creating fade and a spongy feel. Uh, Ride Engineering has got steel braided brake lines, and they don't expand. They keep the lever consistent from the start of the ride to the end. They can also be adjusted by rotating the crimped fitting, fittings for a perfect fit. Almost as important as the line is the mounting bracket. So the, I got these Ride Engineering mounting brackets, and they're made a little bit smaller. They hold the line. They don't flex at all. So you're able to uh, uh, grab them and uh, have better brakes, front brakes with those steel, steel braided brake lines. And then you can get them anodized in your color of choice, hmm. which is even better. Yeah. That would be for the Cowie because it's green. That's right. Goodbye. But Adrian at Ride Engineering always makes cool stuff, always makes really trick stuff. And between the street steel braided brake lines and the holders, uh, they can really uh, make your brakes work a lot better and a lot more consistent. Uh, the lines and mount are 104.90. If you use the code PulpMX-20, you can save with RideEngineering.com, Ride-Engineering.com. And, uh, yeah, fantastic company, great little trinkets. And between the steel braided brake line and the anodized color brake line holder, you will be dialed in. Powerful. Powerful. You ever try one of his calipers? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I, I just tried one on the Kawasaki here recently, and it's... Uh, it's good? Yeah, linear feel. It's a little softer feel, but really powerful. So Ride-engineering.com. Pulpamex-20 is the code. All right, commercial break here. Travis Preston's music when we come back. And when we come back, Chris Kiefer is going to dive into his 450 shootout and tell us where, what bike finished where, who did what, everything else. Travis Preston will tell us more about the Yamaha and the Wi-Fi tuner app, and how that's going. Yeah, that's I want, right. And I want to hear about the East Coast shootout, too, with the uh, FX and the WR models. Oh, yeah, the the, uh, the intro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, sure. Yeah, sorry, intro. Yeah. Uh, I want to hear more about that. We'll be right back after this commercial break, everybody. This is Lord Vader, and you jerkies are listening to the Pope MX Show. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. 
whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so fun. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. 
but you can at least get your suspension looked at, change your oil, change the bushings, change the seals. Love your bike, and it'll love you back. Pulp MX-17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then fuck you. I'm lost in For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gear for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track.
WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. 
Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com.
come back, everybody. Pop Metro presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Travis Preston song. Yeah, yeah. Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, we were, we were driving on the way up, and, you know, I always dread having to pick a song. And we start talking about how songs take you back to a time in your life. And this song takes me back to when I was an amateur, you know, going to Golden State, Winter Series, GFI. And uh, my friend's dad would always have Led Zeppelin playing at like 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> That's awesome. Every, every time. <laughs> Charlie Winstrup. Um Fro loves himself some Led Zeppelin. Yeah, that's oh good. Oh, he, that Aaron Winstrip's dad? Yeah. Shot. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Going back, right? Yeah. Aaron Winstrip. Wow. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the uh, Pulp and Mech Show. I'm going to name off our sponsors. Travis Preston, I want you to come tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay, this will be easy. Wow. It's not it's easy. Not that's what you say. Yeah, because well, it's, it's simple. Okay. All right. BTOsports.com. A great sponsor of the show. Fly racing. Oh, I love the gear. Race tech suspension and engines. If you have a KTM, I guess that's where you need to take your suspension. Okay. Race tech. Uh, Vortex racing. Um, Reeds, right? No, Vortex is sprockets for Barsha and Webb. Oh, okay. See, it's not so good. Uh, gear alloy. <laughs> that gear alloy, those are gears, right? For the... Those are wheels for trucks. Really? Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> Told you it's harder than things. <laughs> Roost MX. Shit. Uh, graphics? Yeah. All right, I got one. Vertex Pistons. Oh, of course, Pistons. Okay. I mean, I mean uh, don't they come stock in a KTM? Yeah, okay. a Husky, two strokes. Okay. All right. X Brown Goggles. Rich Taylor. Michelin Starcross 5. Randy Richardson. And, you know, I, I, I tested those tires before. And I remember I really liked the rear or the front. I can't remember. Okay. But I was really impressed right. with the tires. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember which uh, Maxima USA. Uh, good oil. Ron Lachine. Uh, and, by the way, 927 is coming up. Maxima 927 day at Glen Helen. Dogger's going to ride a KX500. He will be there signing autographs. Nice. Maxima rented the track. Two strokes on at Glen Helen. Uh, 9, that's 20, cool 927. Idea. So three days from now. Uh, FMF. Great pipes. Works Connection. Ziggy. No, 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 no. Not Ziggy. That's Factory Connection. Yes. Works Connection is Eric. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Atlas Neck Brace. Kiefer has a lot of them. Uh, w Wheels. Um, Man, I can't remember his name. John great, Anderson. Great, yeah, great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Uh, Guts Racing. Great seats. Yes. I like their seats. Absolutely. Uh, Phantom seat foam uh, covers, bases, whatever. That's tall so seats. So I think they made me custom seats before. They back, probably back, did. Back in the day when I had those tall yeah, seats. They yeah. probably did. Uh, get data. Um, yeah. The, tons of, um, uh, what would you say? Options. Yes. Tons of options. Pro filter. I don't know. Filters. Pros. Pros use, use Pro Filter. Uh, Honda World Downey. That's where you go to get a Ridgeline. Yes. Ride Engineering. Clamps. OGO. I need a bag. <laughs> MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. <laughs> MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Where you go if you need want a job in the industry. Upload your resume for free. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Eli Tomac, Justin Brayton's been on the night. Brand new night in the studio. I've been I think it's good. I mean, that hurts my feelings. I came all the way up here. No, I love having Special you. occasion, you, first show, yeah. and you're like, dude, Stick it up this show's ass. off. I don't like it. It's not because of you guys. It's me. 
I think you're overwhelmed at home because you got so much shit. I got to a do. lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I got a head cold, so I've been pounding Dayquil. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Why yeah. do you just keep drinking that? Well, because I've got a head cold. I got, I've been Won't coughing. You modulate so. how much you take? Oh, I, yeah, I barely Moderate. took any. I barely you took down any. it like it's a beer. No, I don't. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> I was coughing before you guys showed up, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I was uh, hacking. So, um, no, it's good. We'll get it started. It's Sound is weird in my ears. Shit's off. We'll, we'll get it figured out. All right? Uh, so, um... Yamaha off-road intro in South Carolina. Randy Richardson and Dominic uh, wrote for you, Kiefer Inc. We put them up on pubmex.com. Um, it's a, like you said, going out east, it's a it's a really good idea because that's those people ride those bikes out there. Yeah, like, I mean, it that's is, where we sell a lot yeah. of off-road bikes. Yeah. There's tons of great riding back there. Uh, GNCC is is huge. It's growing. The numbers are really big. So we wanted to go to a place where you know, we, we make the bike, you know, for these people in this environment. Mm-hmm. And it was great because we actually don't even do any testing there. You know, everything yeah. is done in California, Japan. And Japan is, is, is a little bit tighter, you know, more like stuff you'd find on the East Coast. But um, it was great to actually see the bike in its environment and to be like, wow, a YZ would not feel very yeah. good here. Yeah. And and the FX is your second gear. You can appreciate the transmission. You can appreciate the easy clutch. How much pull. longer is it? And, the, and then like... the kickstand. I love having a kickstand. You forget about that when you ride. I want to take a break. Just yeah. throw that thing out. Get off. Yeah. Hang out. Talk shit. Right. Get back <laughs> on and go. Put the kickstand back up. Yeah. Um. So something you'll be doing more often, you think? Um, I don't know. I hope so because yeah. it's uh, it's a lot of work for us. Yeah, uh, and obviously costs a Who lot drove? of money. Who drove out there? Well, we 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 have a company, you know, semi company that hauls everything out okay, there. Yeah, uh, I think we had the bike shipped out there, and what, what was a huge effort was Randy Hawkins. Okay, yep. he he has a great team of guys there. Yep. He sponsors a you know, gear the, alloy. The gear the, alloy. The, the, also sponsors Randy's team. The Ampro uh, team and. Yep. We couldn't have done it without him. We used his semi, yeah. uh, his mechanics, prepped everything, set everything up. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. And uh, what kind of feedback did you get, Kiefer, from the test? Yeah. Uh, Randy Richardson's not a 450 guy, mm-hmm. but he rode... He rides 1970s Huskies. Yeah. He loves 250Fs and two yeah. strokes, but he rode the 450 thinking it was going to be too much of a bike for him, and then... Uh, with that cool Yamaha Power Tuner app, he was able to detune, so to speak, the power delivery of the bike. And he actually said he had one of the best times on that bike. It was the first time he was yeah. on a 450 that he enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and he said for him, 250FX is just so much fun in the woods because it has a lot of torque and snappy. You can get over the ruts and the roots and stuff. So, um, yeah. Dominic and him, they both had a great time. They said the trails were epic. He Dominic said, didn't send it into a tree or anything? Dominic did crash. Okay. Standard oh for boy. Dom. Yep, standard for yeah, Dom. Yeah, but it was minor. But it was minor. So. And Wygant? Wygant, he was a blast. Um, he kept me very busy. Yeah. Because every time he, said he, he came back, there was yeah. shit torn off the bike. Right. But to his credit, it was less and less and less. The first time he came <laughs> back, it was bars, levers, radiator, <laughs> wheels. I mean, everything. And he never got injured. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he, he was definitely um, testing the durability of the bike. Uh, El Chipacabra pants on? Yeah. 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 Especially made for He him. was great. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a fun time. Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, Randy, and also having Randy, you know, I didn't know Randy. You know, very, what? Very, you didn't know Randy? Well, I haven't spent a lot of time with him. I guess. And yeah. he was just a. He is. He has some skills on the trails. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I rode around with him quite a bit, and the guy was pinning it. He was going up hills, jumping shit, doing things I did not expect him to do. Wow, that's cool. So, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a blast to hang out with him. Yeah, he, uh, he's coming in studio after the straight rhythm. Yeah, he'll it, be at the it, house, and he says he's going to come from the house. Oh, there. okay, yeah. yeah. And then I loved it. Like, one day we were done, and they um, had some beers in the cooler. He just grabbing beers, just getting in the truck. Just, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. it's like South Carolina. You can drink. Yeah, yeah. He's, got, he's lived 20 minutes down the road. Yeah, uh, it yeah. was awesome. Oh, that's good. No, I'm glad to hear it. So uh, you talked about Randy tuning the bike with the Yamaha app. How's that going? How's it? That's a huge point of importance for you guys this year uh, on the 450. How's the real world uh, feedback of that? Yeah, are you are you talking to guys at, at Glen Helen or Milestone or wherever, and they're doing this? Yeah, yeah, it's it's been great. Uh, the feedback has been really good because everybody has their cell phones and everybody's yep. using their phone, and it's a free app. You can get on the App Store, download it, and then you can actually change how your motorcycle works with your phone. And you go into these shootouts, people don't even believe that I'm doing it <laughs> because I'm sitting in a chair, I'm on Instagram, That's funny. you know, texting my chick, and then the guy comes up and wants to change yeah. his bike. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, hold on. Yeah. And then boom, boom, boom. And then his horse, what, you're done already? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And then the great thing at that intro was that that 450FX has two separate maps. And... The ba- both the base maps are different. Map one and map two have completely different base maps. Okay. So if you put the same map in map one, that same map is going to feel different on the map two. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Why do you guys do that? Because we wanted a map that was like you know a a normal kind of map, but mm-hmm. then we wanted a extreme condition map. Okay. To where it's super slow speed, yep. very technical, kind of tame the power down. And that map worked very well in South Carolina because it was so tight. Mm-hmm. So when the track would open up, um, you know, I'd have it on the standard map. And then if I wanted to, I got to a tight technical section, I would press the button, change over to map two. Mm-hmm. The light then becomes blue. That's how you know you're in map two. Yep. And then the power is decreased. And then I can control it. It's oh, tight and technical. Cool, yeah. The 450 doesn't get away from you. So then you could put like an aggressive motocross kind of map in map one, mm-hmm. right? And it's super aggressive, very powerful. You could put a mild mellow map in the map two option. And it's like, you're going from a modified 450 to like a 350. Yeah. yeah. So to see this wide yep. range of tunability and you're using a cell phone. Um, what's the craziest map you've seen from guys that are like, I tuned this thing. I like this. Uh, that- have you seen some guys that you're like, Oh boy. But hey, whatever you whatever you like. No, you know I I haven't tried many of them, so okay. I actually haven't seen too many crazy maps because usually people don't stray far from the stuff that yeah. that we've developed. Yep. And then when I do talk to guys, and I've tried their maps, their maps make sense. You know, because this, yeah, yeah. this guy might want less power here, yeah, and yeah. and to their credit, they, they've actually done a good right. job to tune the bike to what they want. Right. I can't I can't wait to try it at my local track because I know it pretty well. The Western Speedway place that we ride. Mm-hmm. I know it pretty well. I've it's almost the only place where I've ridden. So I want to see, like, I'm going to really try to do it for a couple sections that I, I think I suck at. Yeah. Yeah, you should do it. And I'm going to just, just be like, hey, I think this is better. And then I'm sure you're going to call me. So Probably I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, because I'm right. your personal mechanic now. Yeah, I like that. So, I like so that. He, he has a 2.0 in his map, in his bike. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna want something mellower at Western probably because it's drier and slick. Yeah, it depends on the. Sometimes we have good prep. Okay. Sometimes it's watered and this stuff for us. We 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 have like a smooth. Yeah. You know, linear one. Right, right, right. Um. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to uh, to trying it for sure. Um. All right. Let's get into your shootout, Kiefer. Yeah. Let's go. Let's talk some shootout 450 MX 2019. Two days, two different tracks. Yep. 8,000 different testers, two different podcasts, <laughs> two different written reports, a written report coming for Kiefer Ring testing as well, a, a, sort of a recap. Uh, an overall show podcast overall, coming. Uh, so much. Sixth place, 2019. So before I start, okay. we picked these two spots because, and Travis can attest, production um, testing goes on at Sunrise and Competitive Edge. These are two separate tracks. One's faster, one's slower. So I picked these two tracks because no other media outlet has chosen these tracks, but I like these tracks because I know most of the manufacturers test there, so mm-hmm. that's why we go there. Um, and again, wide range of riders, unlike other media outlets, because more choices for the consumer, the better for me, um, and the better for other people, I feel like I just not the same six guys for both days. So uh, a lot goes on with the with this shootout. A lot's involved. The manufacturers helped out a lot, so I appreciate all their help. And uh, so sixth place Suzuki. Um, that's been the common theme. Of course, you go on popamx.com. You can see all the sixes that's there from the riders. Yeah. Uh, on the second they, day, are, are they bummed? Like they put this new bike together, and it's a good bike. I was RM Army once. Yeah. I still have my dog tags. Weather wants them back, but <laughs> it's a good bike. The thing is. The we, motor's not where it needs to be. It's it's the rear shock needs some work. Yeah. Um, that BFRC is a little bit different feeling. Not on the 250F. No. Did you see that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we got KYB on the 250F. Yeah. So BFRC is a little bit different feeling off throttle. Some of those guys can't get used to that. Um, I guess I would say a heavy rear end feeling where it wants to come up a lot. Like I have new settings for 19, but still... Which helped a little bit. Still an issue, yeah. But still has that yeah. different feeling from other bikes. And, of course, engine isn't bad, but just not as fun or exciting as the other five yeah. in front of it. So I, I Honestly, I, I said I the Yamaha motor is so much better. The I'm Yamaha... So, sorry, not sorry, but it is... Yeah, it's a great motor. It's... To me... We'll get to that, yeah, but... Yeah. The Suzuki yeah. is a good package. And here's the thing. What, I, what you listened in the, in the podcast with all these guys... It's a good choice. Let's say you want a 2000, you want a newer bike and you want to go and you want to save some money. You can get it 2018 RMZ for $5,000. Like we were talking about, you want a shootout to put some money in each bike yeah. to see how they rank. Dude, if you put $3,000 in an RMZ, you get a really good bike that and inclu- still not does that even include taking the shock and throw it in the garbage no, or would you valve it? Yeah. Valve it. Yeah. Okay. You can valve it. I know bones has some, or he did have some good valve settings. Right. I rode with it. So there's stuff that could be done that makes it real good. Okay. Um, so that got sixth place. Yep. Uh, fifth place was the Honda Sierra 450R. This is where it kind of gets a little dicey and a little bit really hard to to rank these things. Because every guy, if you listen to the podcast, they said it was super tough to rank from fifth to first. I know Tickle... He was there on the first day. He was struggling. Tickle was good, huh, Preston? You uh, talked a little bit about... Yeah. I was not a fan of you bringing Tickle out. Yeah. Because he gets things from KTM, and he rides a KTM, and I was like, ah. I was nervous, too. Okay. So, yeah, it's great minds think alike. But he coming out, he was very good. Yeah. He, was, I, 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 he sat down and, and talked to us for quite a while, and the things he was saying, I think it was just honest. Yep. He wasn't biased, and he was just 
telling us what he felt. And I was surprised mm-hmm. to hear a rider go that in depth mm-hmm. to how each bike yeah. was working. It felt like he really took the shootout seriously. You know, right, he, right. He, <laughs> he drove up with Paul and, you know, but I think this is Paul's second year doing it. Yep. And I know Paul takes it serious and yeah, he did too. And he just had a lot of great comments. Yeah. So I, I was really surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So good for him. Brock loves the Honda. Brock yep. says probably the, best engine at all of he liked the honda engine the best mm-hmm. he thought it was the fastest he's like one of the best production bikes he's ever ridden um he said for sure better than his ktm that he's riding right now um but what hurt the honda and overall and if you listen to every rider is the engine was great that was the best part of it but when the track got rough and dry it was a little bit difficult to handle because of the rigidity that the honda comes with it's a little bit of a stiffer feeling which leads to a less compliance um, on the track. Mm-hmm. So while rear end traction is good, front end traction is a little bit sketchy because on, on D-cell or even on acceleration, you get a little bit of head shake or you get a bit of twitchy feeling. So riders never f- felt fully planted on that bike. Is this a different feeling from last year? Things they changed? They went to swing arm and things, right? So did they go in the wrong direction? No. So I don't Are their test riders maybe not very good? <laughs> yeah. So Are I they don't... leading them in the wrong direction? <laughs> I feel like the they I didn't d- go in the wrong just direction. Just questions for me. Good questions. Thank you. Good questions. Thank you. Thank you, fuckers. Yeah. Um, but they just needed to go more. I feel like they're still... Still has the Honda feel. Every rider yeah. that, that got on, they're like, hey, look... It still feels like a Honda. It still has the same Honda character. Like if you hop on a Honda from 2006 to now, it yep. still feels like a Honda. It's, still, it's, it's fast. It turns well, but just a little bit stiffer feeling. And I mm-hmm. think most of that comes from the head tube area. So a little bit more flex in that frame, stand by, because it's really going to do some damage in the shootout. But it just needs a better handling um, feel. It was your choice last year to win, right? So it won our shootout last year. Oh, did it? Okay, Yamaha was your choice, but it won the overall. Yeah, Honda won our shootout last year. So So first to fifth. To fifth. Which is crazy. Yeah. But that's how close these things are. And some riders, you know, gave it as high as third. Yeah. Um, It just, it never won someone's opinion. Right. It never won. Yep. Um, So then again, that's why it got fifth. Right. Okay. Um. Fourth place was the KTM 450SXF. It won one rider's opinion on the first day. Uh, again, first day at, was where at Competitive at Edge. Yeah. Okay, faster track, uh, real deep. Travis can attest to that. We ripped the track really deep in the morning, so we have some good condition to engine feeling, ruts, and things like that. And then it hardens up. Of course, it's West Coast, so it's going to harden up. KTM is good. It feels light. Um, air fork is actually not bad. The AER fork isn't the problem. I think most of the problem is guys found out that the engine feeling, although connected and smooth, wasn't exciting enough, which hurt their cornering a little bit. Um, faster riders could appreciate it. If you carried momentum on the KTM, mm-hmm. that rewards you. So I think uh, in other shootouts, which we can get to in a little bit, um, it was ranked down because of FI setting and i'm sorry the ecu setting which i agree i think the ecu setting is off i think it's rich down low and a little lean on top because it you know pops on d cell but um just for my personal opinion which wasn't in the shootout i didn't rank any of my scores in here it's one of my favorite bikes to ride Mm -hmm. i really like the bike um 
I like that connected feeling. It's deceiving. The power, I, you can listen to the shootout again with the riders. They could come out of an inside corner and they overshoot something. Yep. And they feel like they weren't going to make it just because that's how deceiving the power is. Um, but they need to get with a little bit more excitement off the low end and also small amount of test riders thought that the beginning of the AER stroke was a little bit stiff. So what I call breaking through that crust of the first part of the initial part of the stroke on the fork, that hurt the KTM as well. Mm -hmm. So although I thought they did a better job in 2019, they still got fourth and uh, didn't quite mm -hmm. get the, to the podium. However, Husqvarna got third. It beat it. And people ask me, why does Husky beat KTM? They're all small differences, right? There is... On paper, there's swing arm, muffler is different, obviously handlebars. So where I think, how this is how close it is again. Reason why the Husky beat the KTM, handlebars. The neck end handlebars on the KTM are rigid feeling. Husky has pro tapers, more flex. It makes mm -hmm. the front end more compliant and just feel better. Um, fake, most Fake science? That is not fake science. <laughs> Did you and Paul have to talk about fake science? How about the yeah. subframe? Doesn't the Husky have some composite subframe? Yeah, so it's that? carbon composite. So that gives you more compliancy as well. So I think overall just feeling is, is a softer feeling on the track. And I think riders feel less on the Husqvarna versus the KTM. So that's the reason why Husqvarna is up. And actually, you talk to KTM and Husqvarna, they do not like to be compared to each other. I was specifically told... I want your riders to ride a bike in between our bike. I don't want a guy going from Husqvarna to KTM or vice versa. They want a bike in between them. So, you know, they're trying to separate the brand. Yeah, I beat it. But blah, yeah. blah, blah. If Thank listen you. to the shootout again, you can talk, you listen to the riders. They said, man, they don't feel the same. They're, right. they're completely different feeling on the track. Let's back it down on the completely different feeling on the track okay different feeling <laughs> it does feel different so right, right and actually some riders thought the husqvarna felt a little narrower yep. in the shroud area yep. so there's that all right hold on so second you're going to second these two right here so second place in the shootout drum roll please which means will give us the winner well let me get back to this husqvarna what? took two wins oh it did okay uh the two days ktm took one win so with four wins combined in two days Kawasaki got second. The first day, Kawasaki... So that means... The yeah. Yamaha. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> we were a little bit late on the... On the Woo! Yes. The Yamaha is your winner. So before we talk about the Kawasaki, and you can you can help me out on this. Travis was already booked a long time ago. Yeah, yes. Tra Travis, Travis isn't here I was, because... I, I was nervous because, yeah, like you said, this was set up a while ago. Yeah. And I was going to start flipping tables. Right. If, uh, if, this was, yeah, Kiefer added the uh, the addition of the win announcing the winner at the last, you know, just a couple days ago. Right. A few days ago. But, yeah, you were scheduled to be here for a long time. Yeah. So, so, so it has nothing to do with you here. But congratulations on the Kiefer Inc. testing shoot Thank you. Thank you. So the Kawasaki's really good bike. Yeah. It either was, it was top three all the time. It yep. won four guys. It won the first day shootout um, by only a couple points. In yep. the overall standings, there's only a three-point difference between the two bikes. So what happens is when each bike won a day, I had to go to the most overall wins. Mm -hmm. And Yamaha got nine total wins versus four from the Kawasaki. Yep. So, um, I mean, double the total wins. Yamaha was the pick. Yamaha was three just... Po three-point difference overall, but 
Nine wins to four. If there was anything closer to the Yamaha, it would be the Kawasaki. Suspension, probably second best to the Yamaha. Engine, easy to ride. Still has a lot of RPM response. Very fun to ride. Mm -hmm. The lightest feeling Japanese bike. Actually, I'll take that back. Probably the lightest feeling bike out of all the bikes in the shootout. Just because of the engine character. It's, It's light on paper. And it's easy to ride. Probably for me, this is my opinion... The best frame absorption out of all the bikes in the shootout. When the track gets rough, fast, choppy, that frame is good. Mm-hmm. And a few years ago when I was doing production testing, the Kawasaki was the baseline bike for a lot of manufacturers to try to get their bike to. Yeah. And I feel like that's that, back with Kawasaki. When you look at a 09 Honda, a 2010 Yamaha, the Suzuki last year, oftentimes when new models come out, manufacturers miss the mark. Cowie yep. did not. No, they Cowie didn't. Cowie revamped that bike. You know, there's barely anything the same on it. And it is second place. And it won Transworld Shootout. It won Transworld Shootout. So it's they, either first or second. And last year, they were pretty much fifth. Yeah, every, that, that, that's tough to do to, c- yes. to come out with a bike that new. Yep. And then the first year out, do that good. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they did do a good job. Yep. They started out by getting Spring Fork. That helped them. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then they have a good engine. And then they have a good frame. And they have a bike that's pretty neutral. It doesn't just corner rear end anymore. Like, I'm a front-end steering guy, and I can corner it pretty good. Mm-hmm. Is it the best cornering bike? No. But it's not that it's not that hard to corner. Um, I just like because it's easier to go fast on. A lot of riders' comments were, man, when I really started pushing, this bike was good. The fork's a little soft for guys. We had the option of trying stiffer springs. They allowed us to do that, and I gave that option for everyone. Mm-hmm. I go, hey, if you guys want to bring an extra set of fork springs, shock springs. That's a common mod for a guy to do, you know? I, I tell uh, guys I mean, this. They're like, hey, should I revalve my, my suspension? And I go, look, man, drop a set of heavier springs in your fork and your, on your shock and leave the stock valving for right now. See where you're at. Yeah. Go out and ride it because there's some – development in that valving you know yeah. it's just not some shit they just throw in there yeah right yeah, yeah. we spend a lot of time yeah, coming sure. up with the valving and yeah i mean as far as yamaha goes i have a lot of people contacting me about what should i do with my bike what should i do yeah and the first thing i say you know for a 450 you have some heavier guys buying a 450 i say first thing throw some springs in that thing yeah increase yeah. it by one rate in the front one rate in the rear and that's going to help you a lot start there yeah, so Kawasaki benefits from a, a 5.1 fork spring. It helps a little bit of the pitching, and uh, that makes mm-hmm. it really balanced. Yep. So um, as as much as I love the Kawasaki, I just love, for me personally, the Yamaha a little bit more because yep. it's easy to ride. And that was everyone's comment. The, guys that usually do not like Yamahas, okay? Yeah. There's a few of these guys. I have a few Yamaha haters. Parabinos in, was one. Parabinos yeah. was one. Um, I have a kid named Colton Eck. Mm-hmm. He's a Honda kid, loves yeah. Hondas. I give him shit all the time. I go, dude, you know, Yamaha's pretty good. He's like, nah, fuck that thing. That's not that good. I said, well, yeah. you're you're, you're going to be back I in my shootout. I think people are still thinking about the Stewart years in the 2010. They're still thinking of that. Yeah. It's not that bike anymore. No. He yeah, it, 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 it was awesome for me because... I, I've been feeling this feeling for a while, and I Chris, you know, Chris has commented as well. The the YZ is is calm when the track gets rough, when the track gets gnarly. The the YZ feels good when you push it hard. The YZ feels good. It's just a good all around motorcycle, and that's what I heard a lot of dudes commenting mm-hmm. on these shootouts. Now I think the bike turns a lot better now. 
has a lot more traction. And I think that swayed a lot of people's decisions to where, okay, now that, okay, this thing's turning good now, feels planted. Man, the the stability of this bike, they're starting to notice yep. some of the other improvement points. And yeah, I, I think that that's what the YZ does really well is it's the course toughness. You can take that thing anywhere and it gives you a consistent feel. One, one of Chris's guys was telling, he had a great term. He said, the YZ doesn't talk back. <laughs> it does, yeah, it just, you know. You, yeah, you know yeah. where where you see some of these it's bikes. Actually, a pretty good thing to say. It, it, yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah. It's like you, you know, I'm watching these guys, and you know, you see, you get a little kick here, or a little something yeah. there. The YZ is consistent, yeah. you know, and I have a good feel. I'm old. I don't want to crash, so I feel like when you get sketchy and the track gets gnarly, I want to be on a bike that I trust. Yeah. Um. So anyway, Yamaha won. Yep. Um. Great engine. One of the few engines, actually, the, the only engine that you can really ride in third gear and through corners. It's so torquey. Um, the word tractor was involved many times yeah. in the interviews about the motor. Um, best suspension. You can ask anyone. KYB, SSS, fork. Yeah, it's hilarious how the, uh, the other OEMs are chasing air and spring and models and sizes. And, and Yamaha is just like, yeah. We've had this fork on for about 10 years now, and it works really good. Yeah. The SSS, KYB. And what they did, and I don't know what they did internally, but the fork lug, the spacers, the valving that they they did, and again, on paper, you look at it, you're like, oh, I just might as well go buy an 18. I still feel like what they did in 2019 made a huge improvement for cornering feel, mm-hmm. and that's what all my guys Wasn't said. Wasn't it a front axle or a wheel spacer or something? Yeah, it? so like, it was, it was the, the, the fork lugs yeah. are, are more rigid, okay. you know, stronger, yep. so less less flex, let's say. And then um, the suspension was, I mean, for me, I think the biggest change, the valving is quite a bit different. You look at, like, how the valve stack is set up compared from an 18 18 to a 19 19 is completely different. The dampening character, how everything works, is a lot different on the 19, and I think that was a big part of, you know, helping the bike corner better. And that was was his big downfall last year. It's like, I can't get to corner. It's a little vague. Mm -hmm. It pushes a little bit. I heard that only one or two times the whole shootout. Everyone says, I wasn't expecting what I was about to feel. The bike corners well. It bites. It leans over. Mm-hmm. If there was down, one downfall to the Yamaha, it felt heavy, a little heavy at times. But I didn't hear that that much this right. year because it cornered so well. So with that being said, I mean, Yamaha pretty much took the cake for just the simple fact of hopping on it, getting comfortable quick. Mm-hmm. Guys, Some guys didn't make no changes. They're like, it's good. Yeah. And having the Yamaha Power Tuner app, some manufacturers kind of freak out on that. Like, hey, they, they're changing their, their mapping. That's available to you guys as well. Yeah, yeah. Kawasaki, they had a calibration tool. They had their Kawasaki. They can change it. Mm-hmm. Honda has that available to them. KTM and Husky, they have one too. They don't really talk about it, but they have them. Um, but it just makes it so accessible. Do it on your phone. Yeah. That's right there. And yeah, That's a pretty cool feature. It is. Um. All right. So, so I'm a big transparent guy. You can you guys know this. I've been on the show a long time. I'm pretty transparent with my life, my shootout, and that's how I want my job and my work to be. So people talk shit, oh, it's rigged, it's this, you're friends with Travis. Like, yeah, I'm friends with Travis, but I don't give a shit when it comes to business and work. Like if he's fifth, he's fifth. We're still gonna be buddies when we go home. Yeah. Um 
if you guys have any problems with the results, you can go back, listen to all the interviews, and do the math yourself. It's all right there. So that's how I like to build the mm -hmm. business model. Is like here, here it is. It's all laid out in front right. of you. Um, I'm gonna ask both of you guys something that each bike does well, and what each bike needs to do better. Okay. Just one thing, you know, don't ramble on. Just something, you know, comes to mind. Ah, uh, what's one thing that Yamaha does does good? Uh, stability. <laughs> Can't ask you this, but yeah, same. I mean, I just yeah. said it. Yeah. Um, what's one thing Yamaha could do better? Lose weight. <clears throat> yeah, I say same. All right, uh, Kawasaki. One thing it does great. Uh, fun engine character. Remaining lightweight feeling. Okay. Preston. Cowie feels lightweight. Yeah. Yep. One one thing Cowie needs to do better, Kiefer. Um, I would say next year, go up a spring rate on the fork to help pitching. I'd, I'd say suspension and engine. Okay. Uh, one thing the KTM does does well. Connection. Um, <clears throat> throttle to the rear wheel, very connected. <coughs> Wait, what, what about you, Travis? KTM has good traction. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's the one thing it needs to do better? When the track gets rough and ruddy, deep tacky dirt. Yeah. What dances it, around or it? I don't know if it's the steel frame. It just doesn't feel um, like it can handle a deep like like when you really load the chassis. Yeah. It feels like it uh, it moves a little too much. Things are twisting. Yeah. What about you? Comfort. Uh, with tracks rough, I feel like I need more comfort. I can feel more of the track on the KTM than I can other bikes. All right. Husqvarna, one thing it does well? Ooh. Uh, well, since we're, si we're similar feel, I'm trying to give you something different. Um, one thing it does well, corners. Really easy to corner. All right. I, have, I haven't ridden it. Okay. So, yeah. All right. One thing it needs to do better. Uh, liven up bottom end feeling. Need more bottom end. Uh, Honda. Engine. To me, if there's anything that's going to beat the Yamaha engine, yep. uh, CRF 450R gets you from point A to point B quick. Travis? Sometimes it feels really good to corner. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> uh, what can it do better? Uh, rigidity balance. Travis? Uh, sometimes it doesn't corner as good. <laughs> uh, RM Army. One thing it does well. Fuck. It looks good. Yeah, it I'm does. trying to give you it something on the good track. Bike. It does look it good. Is, honestly, I think it's the best looking bike in the bunch. Yeah. It does look good. Um, on the track, though, it does good is, to me, engine character is easy to ride. One thing it needs to do better. It needs... In the same breath, it needs more engine, and it needs a better shock. Do you think a high-compression piston would be better for that? Yes. Ping's right. Like, yeah. a high-compression piston gets some more bottom-end excitement, mm -hmm. better muffler, Yeah. lose some weight. All right. You're good. What do you think, Suzuki? I haven't spent much time on it. Okay. Well, exciting. 450 shootout. 250 coming up. It's a lot of yeah, fucking work. now, see, that's going to be fun, because I feel like the 450 class is so... Tight, you know, coming up yeah. here, I'm thinking, okay, as as long as you know we get top three, I'm pumped because it's so yeah. competitive. But yeah, the the I think Yamaha has a good. So you're gonna be the pissed off manufacturer if you get second. Yeah, because that 250. Right. So he's gonna be the guy. So, yeah, the 250 is good. Cowie and Suzuki. Yeah, Cowie and Yamaha were first and second in 
In uh, Transworld? Vital. Vital? Kiefer? And Jimmy's shootout. And Jimmy's shootout? Yep. So how does MXA pick KTM 1 and Husky 2? Okay, so this is what I, I mean, ga- it's MXA. This is what I gather. I've talked to uh, internal people at MXA before, and they said, Jody looks at things that are on paper. So the KTM, what does KTM come with? Hydraulic clutch. Uh, Brembo brakes. Magura. Ma- or, yeah. um, a light weight, all this light weight. Good um, nuts and bolts. Good and, nuts and bolts. They're like wood screws. That's only the shrouds, though. Well, and, whatever. And those are actually pretty damn good, actually. I'm not going to lie. They hold, they'd hold together. <laughs> um, 13 millimeters. Yeah, 13. And it's a 1310 on the chain adjuster. Yeah. So he looks at what's available to the consumer when they buy. And then they add that into performance on the track. <clears throat> Again, I, I preach this on the podcast. I don't care where you go. Go where you believe. Go what you trust. That's fine. But I just don't know how much um, truthful, honest info I can get from that. I'm a guy that I want to know how it works on the track. Yeah, Somebody needs to just call Stapleton and be like, how, uh, what do you think, Staple? Like, rank the bikes. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, that, that, I, that's what we need to do. I don't think I can comment on this. This right. one, I think you know th- right. this is more more Chris's yeah. department because yeah. you know we just need to call Stapo and be like, well, "How'd you rank them?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they, they do. I like a lot of things about MXA. I liked how their magazines laid out. It's easy to read. I like that they actually ride their bikes, and they do. Yeah, maybe they only ride at REM, but I appreciate that they fucking ride them. Yeah, they they ride them a lot. Yeah, but the the test criteria. Yeah, that's not my deal. Right. It's just interesting to me. That's all. And I and people say, oh, it's ad dollars. It's not. They're not giving KTM the win because they advertise or whatever. It's not that. Yeah. Um, I just think. Uh, funny when I worked at KTM, like with Mullen back in the day, like MXA hated KTM in the early two thousands. Yeah. They hated KTM. Mullen was doing everything he could to try to suck up to Jody. Look, uh-huh. it was then it was Yamaha cross action back then. You know <laughs> what? What I, we, we joke around, you know, the guys, the other manufacturers, and Travis and Butler and those guys. You ride the wave, ride the wave of your bike yeah. because it's going to fucking crash one day, and you're going to be fourth again. Yeah. So enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. You know, and what's For funny sure. is we're all friends. You know, to be a test rider, you, I pretty much know everybody. Yeah. You know, Wheeler, yep. Yep. Um, Sleater. You know, you, 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 you talk to these guys, and we all have basically the same feelings. It just comes down to manpower, budget, yeah. time. Yeah, each bike gets a budget for what they want to spend on it to improve on it. and Yeah, it's so... A, it's a yin and a yang of what you've got money for or whatever. Yeah. yeah. What I really want to do next year, and I'm really going to try hard to do this, okay. is I'm going to get a bike from a dealership. I'm not going to go through you guys. I'm maybe going to go through you guys to get me the bike at the dealership. I'm going to pick it up myself and ride the bike from each dealership. That way, you guys don't touch it. No one's touching it because that's another perception out there is they must fuck with the bikes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not wrong. I've I've been involved in the past, and not, not this year, but in the past when I was at Dirt Rider, that certain bikes didn't feel the same yeah. as my friend's bikes that they just purchased. Yeah, I, I've, I've... Yeah. So... I want to do this, and, and hopefully all the OEMs will be back me and like, hey, we're going to give you a credit at a mm-hmm. dealer. I go pick it up at the dealer. I do my own prep, and I go ride. And to me, that is a real-world dealership shootout. Yeah, that'd be interesting. 
Yeah. So I want to try to push hard for that next year. Just something different, and I mm-hmm. just want to bring different things. That's kind of why, right. why I want to go back east. Yeah. Travis and I would talk about this. All right, so when are you doing that? I'm trying to do it into October. So I got a trucking. My buddy owns a trucking company. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some help from dealerships because not all manufacturers are on board. So I'll do it myself. Um, Why don't you just have a shootout with other manufacturers that don't want to be involved and then just say, Well, because I, I, I need help. Like, just be like, hey, guys, uh, this these two OEMs didn't want to be involved, so they're not in my shootout. I don't know. It's not fair. I want to have everybody involved. And if it takes my end to work at it to make it happen, I that's, guess, yeah. that's but, what I want you know, I, I think everybody would support because Chris has a lot of good ideas yeah. of, of what he's doing. And I, I think, you know, if the manufacturers have time and money, they're, they're, they're going to support it. Yeah. Hmm. So that's my plan. But when you say support from the OEMs, they just don't have bikes for you at that moment or whatever. Yeah, they yeah. only have allotment of motorcycles right. they give to the media, right? And yeah. and maybe Kiefering testing and pulp isn't on the top of their list. The maybe pulp. MXA and other magazines get those allotments. Well, you know, pulp, pulp definitely isn't. <laughs> so, and it's up to me. So maybe I need to establish myself some more. And when I do these unique type of things, yeah. and and it works, and they see the consumer likes this kind of shit. Yeah. Then maybe they'll right. start responding more. But I'm just trying to break it up. We all do the same shit. Every me- I'm just trying to do something different so people out there can look at shootouts or bike testing a different mm-hmm. way. We've been doing it for so long, Steve. Yeah, yeah, like, it's yeah, all the same shit. Yeah. And the dirt back east is way different. You and I talk well, about this just, all the time. He, he was just there. <laughs> yeah, it is. And different. I went to Loretta's, and it's the bike's not the same. No. So I thought I was going to be stoked I mean, on he, a KTM. He won Loretta's. On a 250F. Yeah. I did? And you woke I up. In my dream. In I dream. did. I got to do that. And number 11. my dream out. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to get my suspension back. I want to go riding. Let's talk I know. It gets you bikes. fired up, right? Yeah. I want to yeah. go riding. So my personal ranking wasn't involved in this this stuff. Yeah. We want to know, though. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm, I'm sure anybody out there listening knows that I love a Yamaha. But I've done some work to my KTM at home. I love that bike. I, I mean, you hear me praise it all the time. It's, yeah. it's a great machine. Uh, you, you fall in love with a lot of bikes. Are, are, are you going to give us your, your number of your ranking, or we have to wait for that? On you got to wait for that show, because I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm tired of the suspense. Yeah. Well, at least you know yours is good, so that's uh, all you need to know. All right. One last thing before we go. The X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Let's do this. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. Gary Sutherland. Gary Sutherland. Ricky Brayback. Kyle Chisholm. Kyle Cunningham. Henry Miller. X-Brand goggles. So many great riders wearing X-Brand. Pulp Show. uh, Pulp MX-18 is the code to save at xbrand.com. EKSbrand.com. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. Great goggles. Great company. Please check them out. Get a hell of a discount. Mention Pulp MX, and uh, those guys will dial you in. So 30 seconds on the clock. Questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Mm. You know who that is? No. No. Uh, all right. Do, uh, he has an old car. Is that the guy? No. Okay. No. Sorry. All right. Let's do this. Steve. Yep. Hey, my mic's on. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, you're still here. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, right? It is. It's weird, dude. <laughs> He's so far away. I, I don't even see him. I don't even know. That's a good Nickelback song, by the way. Far away. <laughs> For sure. He playing. likes it over there, well, too. I think because he's playing excite bike, he's coding, he's doing all sorts of things. He's not really working. No. It's a great gig I got <laughs> over here. That's nice. Uh, Steve, yep. which guest or co-host is most likely to be the first to bang in the new studio? Uh, Kiefer. 
Duh. Low effort questions this week, apparently. Yeah, that's... Uh, Preston, your chick is in great shape. Can you keep up with her, and what what does she crush (laughs) you at? God, she crushes me at a lot of things. Um, I can keep up with her in the cardio department and some weights, but it's a challenge. Dude, Travis has spoken for. He's done. That's it. He's off. He's off. I thought it was great that they came to Pookie's 40th birthday. It was was a good time. That was a good party, too, to to do that for her. It was was cool. Nice guy. It was a good time. And she's smarter than him. Yeah. She's She's really smart. Yeah, she's she's a lawyer. lawyer. So that's tough. You got to get her into the industry a little bit. Yeah, that's funny because when I met her, she she knew nothing Mm -hmm. about motocross. She was asking all kinds of questions. So the first thing, one of the first things she asked was, are there unions? You know what's going on? How much are these guys making? How organized is this? You're like, no, not very. Like, it's oh, a fucking wild west. Yeah, it is the wild west. It's not organized, and uh, so yeah, she she was pretty pretty amazed at things, and then you know, I start telling her my past, and yeah, and uh, yeah, so it's it's uh, it's it's she's very intrigued by how how little uh support there is or people working with lawyers or contracts mm-hmm. and so aka professionalism yeah, yeah. <laughs> could have just said professionalism yeah. well you know that, that like a, that covers everything that's it's a blanket term that's kind of what she does is like estate planning corporations yep. wills and trusts and you know kind of things writers she's need. super organized yeah. yeah and she's like god you know all these people don't do that and they're making all this money <laughs> i said i think so yeah. yeah yeah nobody does anything yeah right Kiefer, uh, most improved and least improved 450 for 2019. Most improved, Kawasaki for sure. And least improved, uh, Suzuki. Eight seconds, good job. Steve, what is Preston's most memorable, memorable win or race? Well, I mean, for Travis, it's got to be the Toronto with Stu. I mean, it just, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I mean. No way. That's what I think people ever. That's what people remember you by. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. But uh, there was that one year. You got two thirds coming on the box, right? Oh seven. That's A- right. Anaheim, that's where I was going. Anaheim and Phoenix. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You did really yeah. well to start the year. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. But most people just remember you for James Stewart. Yeah. Podium speeches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tra- podium speeches. Yeah. <clears throat> Travis, what do you think will be the next significant jump in moto technology? Oh, that's a good question. That is. Um, gosh, I'm going to say it's something with engine and electronics. I mean, exactly what? Traction control? Yeah, who knows? All right, 19.6. Kiefer, who was the funnest test rider you had for your shootout? Mm. That's a good one. Big Air Todd. Bat. I'm going to go to his track. I'm going to conquer his track one day. Steve. Why do you say that, though? Like, what? He's just fun. He's, like, real raw. He doesn't really give a shit, so he says some stuff that I it, I find it funny. Right. And he just... He, 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 he has money. He doesn't care. He buys a bike every year. He doesn't give a shit what people think, and he's just... It's fun. Mm-hmm. And he's happy. Yeah. He's positive. What bike does he buy? He likes the Cowie. Who's going to buy the Cowie off the shootout? He, he loves the Cowie. Yep. Yeah. All right. Steve, what makes the Pookie power tuner curve better than stock? Mm. It's just like uh, it's more off the bottom, and then it carries. Carries more than stock. 
I thought it was because it was made out of love. That too. You told me uh, it 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 should be more up top too, but on that track, I never really got it there. You know, because it was the vet track. Yeah, it, you know it, what I mean. It, like it, it, people tend to say that it feels like it revs out longer. Yeah, I yeah. think the Pookie 2.0 map has plenty, uh, plenty up top, plenty up top, plenty on bottom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Puts out greatly. Yeah, mm-hmm. puts out everywhere mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. She's not listening, is she? Probably not. Good. Uh, Preston, if you had a job outside of Moto, what would you want to do? Uh, I think like a like a physical therapist. Somebody's injured. I want to help them become better. Really? Heal them. Help, help, yeah. All right. Key for last one. Which GP rider has the most lit kit? Uh, I would say Paul Lynn. Mm-hmm. Okay. X-Brand Goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com, Kiefer. You should try them sometime. Aiden tries them all the time. Aiden wears them. Well, you should get back on the program. Rich doesn't like me. He doesn't send me. Oh, really? That's it? That's the only reason? That's what I'm going That's with. That's it? All right. <clears throat> well, hey, uh, fantastic show. Uh, Eli Tomac, Justin Brayton on. Those, those are fun. Will Hahn. Called yeah. on for a little bit. Jason Thomas, of course. Uh, Travis Preston, thank you for coming up. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. The debut of the new lines. Day. Yeah. Woo! Travis Broke Preston her was in. Here. Broke her in. Pop the cherry tonight. And, yeah. uh, and you got told Woo! that you were the winner in the Kiefer Inc. shootout. That too. was the good, Omaha too. was good. That was good. That'd and good uh, ride home. Hey, out of all the shootouts, who was the best shootout? Oh, you're going to get him in trouble. He can't see it. Um, so, okay. The, so, what, what I like was um, Trans World. They seem like their shootouts coming up. Like Don rented the track, uh-huh. which I think is really cool to have a private prep track. It, it just seems like it's a better flow. Mm-hmm. And so Kiefer went out, rented a track. Yep. It was prepped amazing. Uh, had a lot of industry guys there. It was just a great ride day. So that was cool. I think Lindsay puts a lot of effort into his. His parents cook. Um, it's it's organized. I just think I, 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 you know, it's a lot of work for us. Yeah. So, I appreciate when they put a lot of work into it by planning, preparation, mm-hmm. and yeah, Kiefer, Vital, Transward, all those guys. I, I think did a great job. Mm. Pulp MX cups. Yeah. Every oh, guy, every guy got one. Nice. I, I also like awards. You know, I, <laughs> I don't need to win. Right. But let's say if I do win. <clears throat> Give yeah. me a trophy. Give me something. I want a trophy. Right. And right. what people, and I appreciate this, is I think Michael Lindsay said he's going to do this. He's going to give two trophies because the media part, media department will just steal the trophy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Testing. Yeah. yeah. We want a trophy. I want to look at the trophy right. and I go to work every yeah. day. So I think Lindsay's given us two, one mm-hmm. for the media and one for testing. What do you think about that? I think I did a long time ago. I did trophies a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, if you're going right, to do right, it, right. just give just, two. Just do it. Right. Yeah. yeah, just do it. Uh, well, fantastic. It's great to be back after a couple of weeks off, everybody. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it, as always. Uh, Kiefer, you're back up next week. Yep. Who am I with? <clears throat> I don't know. Figure it out. Mystery guest. Not me. Not not Travis Preston, but uh, love to get you up here anytime you can, anytime you can get away from Yamaha. I'd love always, to. Always add a lot to the, to the show. Uh, don't forget, October 12th, thespacelv.com. For tickets for the live Pulp Mex Eraser X show. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Tons of to chicks. 
We'll be there. There will be probably very little chicks there. Oh, shit. But uh, come stop by. So it's the Friday before the Monster Cup. And uh, and thanks to uh, Swiss Corps and Moser. Thanks to Pookie. Uh, Marks, thank you. Over way over there. Oh, hey. Hey, hey you're welcome. Hey, oh, thanks, Trav. Oh, he's still here. He's alive. <laughs> Can I finish my nap now? Yeah. yeah it's Th- very, thanks. It's very strange. We've got to get used to everything in here. Uh, so, yeah, Preston, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Love having you. And Kiefer, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having me. And uh, we will see everybody next week. More dick pics. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Speak my mouth.